and then go back, or yeah. you do two just regular, it's like, what? Jesus, what? Holy shit, shit. So look at all the sugar. Yeah, it's awful. Flavor almost. blasted, yeah. yeah. My father. Not in, the, not in the good way. Yes, there isn't a good way. Mm-mm, not really. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be flavor blasted in there. <laughs> my father, I grew up with my father drinking Pepsi all the time, and mm-hmm. it was always like caffeine-free Pepsi. Mm-hmm. Which I at that point, it. what the fuck is the point? Yeah, what do you I know doing? I didn't like it for a reason. <laughs> well, there are lots of reasons not to like my father. But then I, yeah, I was like, Pepsi is garbage. Why haven't I ever, like, been drinking Diet Coke this whole time? It's pretty garbage. Steven says he can't tell the difference between Coke and Pepsi. But that's fine. You just have an unrefined palate. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's specifically See, refined for cream soda. Sure. Well, yeah, you can taste the difference sure. between those. Okay. Well, you've developed that. Yes. Yeah. Over many years. You have an effort. You're like you're like a you're like a a, a wine a, connoisseur. Like a sommelier, but for <laughs> for cream for soda. Cream yeah. Oh yeah. Get, do, get, do you have your golden straw? No. no. I'm not. I'm not that rich. But his tongue is insured for a million dollars. Yes. But not That's for the reasons we were just talking about. That, that was one of the funny, like, history channel episodes where they had, like, Jeez. the Eddie's ice cream guy, and he just, like, cuts the thing in half, and he takes out, like, a golden-plated spoon, mm-hmm. tries to get from, like, the center yeah, get to that, taste it. The, the perfect scoop. To be, like, consistency, to look at the consistency, and not mm-hmm. just get the top. The problem is, every time I see that, I'm like, you're just wasting the rest of that, aren't you? <laughs> uh, I mean, you'd hope they give it to other employees or something, but then, again, by that point, if you're an employee at a place like that, you probably, even if you do get a bunch of, like, freebies, you're probably so tired of it. There's some truth to that, Okay, because I can't get my brain off this. I went to Azip's website. Mm -hmm. They do not have anchovies, but they do have six different sauces you can put on your pizza, and seven different kinds of meat, including zero sausage, which is vegan. So, still good, just not great. Right. <laughs> it's too bad. Free. And they have a whole bunch of shit that you can put on veggie-wise. They're like 12 of them. What I got Jason last time I went there was the evil pig, which was like barbecue sauce, mozzarella, pork, red onion. I did not get him rippo- grippos because they were spicy, apparently. And a ski reduction. And their pizza of the month is Patty B. Melton, which is garlic butter, Swiss cheese, mm. smash burger, onion, tomato, cheddar, burger sauce, and potato sticks on it. Smash burger. What is burger sauce? <laughs> I don't know. Probably like that. A, could, that could be any number of things. I mean, it's it's we probably like a, like a different kind of like barbecue. Like, like barbecue. I hope so. Because <laughs> it could be it could be anything. Also, it could be just have... like mayo run through a strainer. It could be. I mean, it could be the secret sauce. They also have secret sauce. Could super could amazing be, cookies. Could be. What, what do they call? What is the KFC called? The Colonel's oh, mayo. So they stay healthy. Oh my god, so healthy! It's just like French fry drippings. So should we expect Robbie? Or no, he said he wasn't going to be able to come. Yeah. We need some coffee. Yeah, I didn't know how long I was going to be out for rehearsal today, so I couldn't start any earlier. I didn't see that post. Yeah. So I think we got everybody here now. Yes, because Maria's working. Yep. Hopefully making decent tips today. Hopefully. Okay, so does does anybody have any questions about, like, the mechanical stuff before we get to... I know we haven't done equipment yet, but... Like, you know... The base classes and then the advanced classes, that all makes sense to you. And, mm-hmm. 
you don't have any sort of other questions about I, I, I did like as I was going through it I, I was initially confused as you were by like well when did they get the hit die in the advanced class but yeah. then in the base class or whatever it says like at third level, at the same time you would get subclass features, you would mm-hmm. instead get that. Yes, the advanced classes hit. That, that's what they did, like in the yeah. basic class. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was that, that that first one. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see that at first, so I was like, ah, okay, yeah, yeah. Because I, I couldn't remember, I couldn't tell if it was supposed to be take the better, <clears> since <throat> you're supposed you're kind of taking a level in bodyguard at the same time, but you're also kind of not, because it's not quite like a multi-class. Yeah. In this case, the advanced classes are not multi, they're they're more like subclasses. Yeah. Yeah. Which, it's one of those moments where I saw that I'm like, that light bulb moment, the thought in the shower, where it's just like, dear god, it's perfect. (laughs) I mean, in a lot of ways, it really kind of is like a built-in multi-class, because Mm -hmm. you are getting like that hit dice, and you are getting that feature You get some extra features, you get some cool features, and you can still multi-class into... Another Other pair, stuff. Yeah. basically. Yeah. And it has no requirements. But it also has no requirements. Yes. Yeah. so nice. Mm-hmm. That was the one thing that always drove me up the wall about the like, 3.5 version of this was, oh, you want to get into a class, okay. Uh, if you're following it from base class, you can get there on your third. Otherwise, it's going to be fourth, fifth, or sixth, depending on what you have to wrangle to make that happen. <laughs> Do you have this feat? Do you have this skill proficiency? Is it Tuesday? The, like the worst was base attack bonus, where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, to go soldier, you need a base attack bonus of at least like three, something like that. Oh, so yeah. only strong gets it at third. Nobody else right. can mathematically. It, 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 it's get trying there. to build a lot more synergies rather mm-hmm. than than the jack of all trades. Balance, yeah. Yep. And I mean, that's stuff they pulled in from old 3.0 and 3.5. All advanced classes had prerequisites. So everybody's good in terms of mechanics and everything? It's all good? Yeah. Like I said, most of it's pretty straightforward, but I do. When I saw your comment, I was reminded that I too was temporarily confused by the advanced hit die thing until I read the basic class information again. It was a little bit hard because I was reading on mobile, so I'm not like well, trying, sure. trying yeah. to like read everything. You kind of scan, right? Yes. Yeah, you're not doing a deep read. Yeah. <laughs> so I was doing that while eating. <laughs> so, so as um, now field agents, a uh, junior field agents. Here, this is like your. Woo! This is junior. this is your first proper gig. You've already gone through. You were recruits before, kind of raw, wet behind the ears. They. Uh, the Hoffman Institute puts you through um, one or two sort of minor cases that involved, depending on um, your own personal histories, you know, might have involved something supernatural or could have been completely mundane and was instead, you know, a hoax or a misunderstanding or the result of a computer virus or who knows what, right? Swamp gas. Yeah, reflected off you know, Venus. Yeah. There it is. So, so... Based on those things, you passed with flying colors, and so they're like, "All right, so you're a field agent now." Um, Could be your first real mission. Yeah, this is your first sort of real thing. And again, um, they because uh, because things are so uh, I, I don't want to say desperate, but because things are so serious mm. right now. Um, 
you at being inside of the organization, you know you have kind of a crash course about the institute and why it is a thing, right? Mm -hmm. You know about the dark tide, right? The the um, the influx of dark matter that is sort of causing the universe to sort of manifest strange phenomenon and xenoforms and things from other dimensions and all that stuff, which is causing great sort of unrest. Now, in 2012, uh, the scientists of the Hoffman Institute were, along with, you know, sort of building on the work of the Aztecs, were kind of intuiting that the dark tide sort of effect was going to go into full blast at Mayan, uh, sort of Aztec, is it Aztec or Mayan? The Mayan, Mayan calendar? The Mayan doomsday. Right, mm -hmm. you know, 2012. But in this timeline, that came and went, and nothing seemed to happen. So clearly they had to sort of recalculate and sort of reproject, you know, when these sort of mass convergence, basically, of this, this event is. And they're still not, they're still crunching the numbers on that. They're still not sure. I mean, it's difficult now to, to sort of pinpoint that with any kind of accuracy. But just like... Um, just like CO2 levels, dark tide levels have been slowly increasing over the years since, and so their work is still cut out for them. So so you know now that even now in 2019, despite sort of, despite you know, the Mayan doomsday coming and going, there's still stuff going on. Still plenty of threats to work. Yes. And there is a timeline that is clearly in place, but no one is aware of. <laughs> Like, there's a sense that tomorrow, you know, the dark tide could reach critical levels. Or maybe a, a month from now, or ten years from now. Like, you just gotta, you being sort of field agents, you're just on the ground, you just gotta do your duty and, like, try to protect people from this stuff. Um, so, that having been said, um, how, how did you guys read the agent's guide yeah. to the Institute? No, okay. Well, to put that in a in a kind of a nutshell, basically, Hoffman Institute is a quiet, private organization. Um, it presents itself to the public as a think tank for alternative energy research and um, new technologies related to those things. Um, that's its public face, but it secretly investigates this sort of weird paranormal phenomenon. Um, and... It recruits people from all paths of life, life, usually people who have had some kind of brush with some kind of supernatural thing. So keep that in mind with like your characters. Mm -hmm. Whether or not you did or you were, whether or not you sort of physically made some kind of contact with some paranormal event or, or being, or whether or not you were kind of at the periphery or, you know, you yeah. were sort of burgeoning on learning something like... Yeah. Regardless of that, the Hoffman Institute, if it sees that and sees skills, it'll say, it'll pull you in. But it is like, uh, like the, um, the, the, I don't want to say men in black, but basically they're a secret organization. Their, their, their operations are not meant to be known by the public or by most people in the government. Or, you know, like, yeah. only a select few people of, like, 
you know, serious power and influence yeah, mm-hmm. know about the Hoffman Institute's true actions. And even fewer still have the ability to do anything about it. So, on a day-to-day basis, you've got to swear, You like, day one, you swear an oath of secrecy. You don't tell anybody about the Institute's sort of activities, uh, activities its true nature, nothing. And you um, agree to uh, sort of a behavior code that says, like, keep your activities out of the public eye, uh, you know, like, as much as humanly possible. Like, mm-hmm. no legal entanglements, no criminal entanglements, like, anything you got to do to make sure that doesn't happen, you're approved for that. Do it. Also, like, but at the same time, if you need to prevent evidence or eyewitnesses from spreading information about the Institute and its research and associated topics... Um, you're expected to make reasonable, good-faith efforts to do that and to provide the Institute with clear, complete records and documentation of unusual events, which, as any agent will tell you who's been in the field for a little while, translates to, like, either bring the thing back or kill the thing and make sure nobody saw you do it. And if anybody did see you do it, make sure they don't talk. Preferably permanently. <laughs> like, not, it's not a license to kill, yeah. but it's, you know, do what you have to do. Break to state and federal laws. Yeah. Like, bribe people, yep. you know, like, whatever you gotta do to make sure that. Lean into their convictions. Yeah, whatever find, you gotta do. Find what makes them shut up. Yeah. I mean, I love the whole passage about how, like, you know, if you fuck up, that I might just torture you for hours until you can't remember anything about the Institute and we'll let you go. That was that was my personal favorite part yeah. of the fucking little thing we read. It's like okay, yep. Yeah, some engage, some members have interpreted that good faith efforts phrase differently. Yes, yeah. some people have trespassed, stolen, done espionage. Others have tortured and murdered and extorted public officials. And that kind of window keeps mm. shifting depending on depending on the agents. time period yep. and yep. the agents involved. Right. Yep. In twenty nineteen. You know, with, like, expedition and, like, secret prisons and, like, all that stuff. It's the wild fucking west out there. So, mm-hmm. like, at this point, you know, you, your Good judgment is game. Right? Do your best, but... Whew. But you will be you will be dumpstered if there yes. is a big issue. Yes. <laughs> so. Yep. But, uh, you know, the Hoffman Institute is fundamentally, despite, you know, often... Uh, divisions working at cross purposes and again being made up of you know human beings who have different loyalties and secrets and everything like that. Hoffman Institute for the most part is a group that unlike say Delta Green mm. is an institute that you can feel sort of good about being a part of, mm-hmm. right? Because you, you know that at the end of the day the majority of people who work for Hoffman Institute are do, doing what they're doing because they're trying to protect humanity, right? They're trying to the figure this thing out and like, yeah, so there's an amount of goodwill there that you're like, okay, they may not tell us everything, they may not know what the, the left hand may not know what the right hand is doing occasionally, but like, you know, they're not gonna, the intended purpose you know, their, their, their first reaction isn't gonna be like, oh, that agent messed up? Well, have him execute, you know, or like, yeah. just bag him and send him to Siberia. You know, it's not that kind of thing. Now that option isn't off the table, <laughs> but so you did say that was an option. On, <laughs> depending on what you do, <laughs> what you did, what you, you messed did. up. Yeah. Yeah. 
Cool. So, since you are official field agents of the Hoffman Institute, you get the standard issue equipment, which is why I didn't mm-hmm. give you any money yet, because I don't want you to buy duplicates or anything like that. So, everybody gets an untraceable 9mm handgun with a holster. Yeah, I saw that. I wasn't sure what the damage or anything was on it. But. And in the modern equipment, um, that translates to... That translates to a machine pistol, but without the burst fire property. Okay. Okay. I can just share mine with you, Robert. Or probably like the revolver. Mm. Well, the revolver would be, I think. Well, I guess you get a twenty. You still have. Yeah, I was looking at the ammunition and thinking like that. That makes more sense because a holdout pistol is too weak. Because it would probably be something like 12. But, yeah. 2d6. So you get that and a holster, right? And then you get two boxes of ammunition. That's in addition to what's in the gun. So. And that's dex, I'm assuming. So that's like yeah. 60 bullets total. 20 in the mag. 20 times And then... Twenty more, two times two for ammo that you've just got. I mean, and that's boxes. So, like, yeah. you know, if that's in the back of the SUV that you're given, or like in your glove compartment it's, or whatever, it's not like having three, jangling in your fanny pack. Or, yeah, instead know. of having three already preloaded magazines, it's, what once you're out that twenty, you have to. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's in boxes. <laughs> so you got to like take the magazine and like. Now, it's completely reasonable to me that, like, you guys have already done that. Yeah. Yeah. In between a scene, it's not too hard once you have, like, practice. Uh, You get a... a, You get a special cell phone. Right? And this cell phone specifically uh, is not a smartphone. Ah. That makes sense. Um, Because the Hoffman Institute in 99 uh, formed its own cellular service division. (laughs) Nice. <laughs> Great. So, the, because that phone connects to their cell service, you can have conversations with your superiors and your peers without being eavesdropped on electronically. Right. Um, it's 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 free, and it has like a two-way radio feature as well. You know, so you can sort of you don't have to necessarily call. Um, it used to come with a pager as well, but with the notifications, there's no need for that. No. Um, and basically, that's it. Like it, they glorified razors in a way, but even the razors had like extra features. Like this, basically, just this is a phone. Oh. It don't do anything. No else. text messages. Well, text messages, yes. The three. Basically, anything that's like <laughs> the basic, sure. the basic cellular service Not stuff. Like the Nokia. Like back in. 2000 or something like that. You can call and you can text. You know, there's probably a calculator on the thing, probably but like... picture type thing? Snake. Yeah, you can take pictures with it, sure. Yeah, oh. they're not going to be great, but... Yeah. But they're, they're good They're good enough to like... 
It's it's not necessarily that they're using old technology. It's just that they're cheap. hobbling they're new technology that's relatively well not cheap because they have the money to throw at it. But like, just that it's hobbled by their engineers and, and technicians. Like, nope, no Wi-Fi. Nope, 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 nope. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, make it as make secure it as possible. Make it as secure as possible. Yeah. yeah. So you don't have your fucking location notification turned on when it goes to Facebook. <laughs> now, you know. This being 2019, everything's Wi-Fi and internet enabled and everything like that. So, though you can't use your Hoffman phone for that, you can absolutely have, like, a civilian smartphone, or you can, like, go into an internet cafe or a library or have a laptop or whatever. But the point is... This is the secure phone. This is the secure phone, so, yeah. yeah. Business. Um... You also get a Hoffman Institute ID card, which is not a badge or anything. It's just, just an ID card. Basically, you know, if somebody has questions about whether or not you're in the Hoffman Institute, like you can present that as a kind of identification. It's not necessarily building access. It's more like, you know, your work. I'm with the Hoffman Institute. And somebody can look at that and look at the information and the encoding on the back. We have the symbols and the holographic stuff and go, yeah, you're good. Yeah. yeah, this is this is real. It's not fake. We can have a real conversation now. Um, and then special resources for specific missions basically get requisitioned. Most of the time you can get whatever you need depending on the the parameters of the mission. Right. You know. So you could be getting like surveillance gear, fake IDs, uh, bail money if you needed it, like demolitions kit if it's something mm. like that. Yeah. But most of the time, like any organization, they're going to be like, as needed. You don't need that. Yeah. Why, why do you need it? Here are the things you need. You don't need that. Right. They still budget. Also, um, you can, you have 5150. From the sort of Institute's motor pool, you've also got a, like, an SUV, sort of a, a modern yep. SUV, something from the last like three years or something, that you know, seats sort of four, five, six comfortably, you know, like a standard kind of sports SUV that you can keep any extra equipment like in the sort of fold-out the, bottom and everything the like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But a tire well. Right. But other than that, like you gotta, you got your own car, you use your public transportation, like. You figure it out. Like, you get this and that's it. So those are the things you have from the jump as part of as part of the Hoffman Institute. In addition, you guys have five hundred dollars. Great, a piece or together. A piece. Cool. To spend on just you know just like your own discretionary stuff, right? Always good to have okay. some walking around. Yeah. So. If you spend all of that, you don't have cash on hand. Right. Yep. And, um... What's a tonfa? A tonfa is like, you know the big stick with the one... It's kind of like a police club. It kind of looks like a nightstick. It's got the one, but it's it's more martial, I guess. More martial artsy. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, some police don't have, like, a... Imagine a big stick with another with small, tea. like... Um, handle, handle, basically jutting out of the side it. of it, like perpendicular. Yeah. Okay. So, so oh, sometimes you hold okay. it by that stick. You hold it like that. And so it's on the sides, yeah. you whack people with it. Yeah, so it 
can block your form. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh, yeah. We can use it to punch people with this stick. Yeah, yeah which hurts. So uh, what was that one? Uh, soul Calibur? Uh, I can't. Am I thinking it completely different? Tally, I think, was the name. You, I, I'd go with the that. The Soul Calibur character? Yeah, at the time. Somebody used. We don't need to. Or I can look it up to save your mind. <laughs> you said Taki, right? I said Tally. Tally is the. I think she's it, the ninja one, right? No, that's Taki. Okay. <laughs> is is Tali the like the? She's like from Southeast Asia. Because uh, I'm thinking of the. It was. It was it's the. Tolim. It's the young. Okay, so we are wrong. I, what I was thinking of was the young guy, who's like I don't know. I think he's Korean or something like that. He's thin and tall and long legs, and he's 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 the quick one. You know what I'm talking about? He does a lot of quick combos. Is he the one that looks like Elvis? Because, sort of. Because that's the guy with nunchucks. Ah. Yep. Okay. That's that's exactly what I was thinking of the nunchuck guy. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, um, so that's your discretionary budget. That doesn't come from Hoffman Institute. That's just your shit. Mm. So. Okay. And so you can use that to purchase additional weapons, or you know, like armor. Obviously, I mean, the Hoffman Institute isn't necessarily going to give you like body armor or anything right away because. It's a quasi-military organization, not a full-on military. Yeah, and the military <laughs> end is like it's all the way over there. You gotta go, get, gotta go through the building to get to it. Yeah, so, yeah, it's, think of it more like you know you're you're kitted out like an FBI agent, right? Mm-hmm. Who's not walking around with like body armor unless they specifically requisition it because they're doing a, re- a raid or a stakeout or you know something like that. Yeah. You know, police protection, something. What? I was just looking at the light undercover shirt. It's got a 24 perception DC to be spotted. Yep. Well, yeah, because it's so. No, it's great. You can throw on a dress shirt on the top of that and just call it a day. Nobody will know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what did they say for it? Yeah, that makes sense. It's basically an armored t shirt, is their description. A heavy coat. No, uh, the light undercover vest. Okay. It's been sprayed in starch several times. Basically, so it's just, yeah. It's basically <laughs> a shell that you put on. Gotta get that John Wick jacket. The whack it. The John Wick. Good. I might have a decent AC, guys. Nice. Because I can use my intelligent modifier in place of my dex modifier. It's yeah. so good. Yay. Oh, man. Yeah. Like that's those are the little things where I'm like, where is that in D and D? Yeah, there is a there is a uh, unfortunate lack of like that flexibility, yeah. to like different ability armor. flexibility. Yeah, yeah. calculation. That's like, why instead of this, you can use this. Your stuff because yeah, you, you had that a lot. That's yeah. guess where I pulled a lot of those ideas. Yeah, yeah. They, a lot of those ideas came from D twenty modern because I'm like. It's nice, it makes sense, and it keeps you front line without having to oh, I guess I'm not invent a anti-personnel sniper rifle. Or to invest in, like, <laughs> like, feats or, like, heavy equipment or anything like that. Just, you know, mm-hmm. you're still viable with everybody else, even in those situations. 
Yeah, because there's, there's nothing worse than being like, ah, oh, you're the wizard, but uh, well, you're in an anti-magic area, so... they, they I <laughs> imagine they do that partly because, like, in the modern day, everybody's got, like, stuff that will very quickly kill your average mm-hmm. being. So, like, yeah, buff the buff the, the nerds a little bit, you know? Yep. <laughs> What is what does it mean by special? Like on the pull-up pouch vest, it just says perception DC special. Um, it's probably got a listing down below in the listing. My bad. Sorry. I'll see if I can get to it. Pull-up pouch vest. Okay, I just found yeah. it. Sorry. Uh, oh yeah, it, it's on the it, line break. You put it in a a a, a, a fanny pack. You and do, then, and then, and then, then you put it, it on when it, it comes on. You literally pull it off. Put it on. And then on the break it says, while undeployed, characters automatically fail perception checks to notice, notice it. it. But while deployed, armor is not considered concealable. Yeah, okay, because because if it's when it's not when it's not deployed, people are like, oh, you got a pouch. You, you just okay, got a fanny pack. You're just or yeah, something to that effect. And people are like, <laughs> whatever. They might go. What's a pouch for? Yeah. What are you from the nineties? Yeah, <laughs> so unfashionable. <laughs> well, you need your sunscreen. But very bed. rarely is somebody gonna go. That's a pull-up pouch vest. It's my raincoat, man. Instant raincoat, yeah. Mm-hmm. For all I mean, I had a raincoat that, that that did, like, fold into itself. Oh, yeah, a little packet. It was okay. Except it was so... It was kind of a little permeable when I was in, like, a downpour. It was... Yeah. Mm. It's, it's. To be fair, I think about everything would have been... <laughs> Eventually, yeah. <laughs> super soaked because... Just it, it was a downpour down. in the middle of, like, a fair... Even like a field trip for swallows. I don't go outside. Man, that 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 had the jankest ride. That was like the just like the two carriages that just spin opposite, but it it, it looked like the the most unmaintained maintained <laughs> we dared friend to go on. It was, You'll be fine. So, in in the rules, to, to to clarify about the boxes of ammunition, mm-hmm. in this one they say a box magazine can be removed and reloaded separately from the weapon. So they're ah, talking about like yeah, it's a, a magazine. So it's already okay. So it's just, just a loaded. magazine. Yeah, keeps it simple. instead of just a, a box. Okay. Because otherwise, I just buy another magazine. Can we actually afford a grenade launcher? I don't know. I hope not. <laughs> I kind of doubt it. I don't think so. Something you may need to know, reloading a firearm that you're proficient with using a filled box magazine, Even like the ones that you're given, or a speed loader, or linking two belts of ammunition together, uh, is an action or a bonus action. Hmm. Okay. Not too bad. Refilling a box magazine or a speed loader, reloading a weapon with an internal magazine, like a rifle or a shotgun, right? Um, Loading a belt of linked ammunition or reloading a weapon that you aren't proficient with is an action. Mm-hmm. That's something important for you guys to know. So after 20 shots from your initial... If you're using the 9mm, 20 shots, then you got to swap magazines as a bonus action. I mean, if it's not dead after 20 shots, you're probably not in a good place to be in. You should probably run. Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> Also, since it's got S fire on, that's selected fire, obviously, so automatic and non-automatic shots, right? Um, Our pistols will probably just be. When you make an attack with that weapon on your turn, you can choose to make two attacks, but with disadvantage. Ah. 
And so these attacks always have disadvantage, regardless of circumstances. And the targets of both attacks must be within five feet of each other. Ah, uh, okay. Makes sense. In fact, you, you can make both attacks against the same target, but if you're doing multiple targets, they got to be close by. reasonably close by. Makes sense. These attacks use double the amount of normal ammunition. Obviously. Right. Mm. <laughs> In the case of a 9mm, instead of one shot, you're doing multiples. Ah, right. oh, they added painkillers. So I just, keep, I, just, I just keep the right shield in the car at all times. It's just, it's just in the <laughs> just car, in case. but it's like I just don't take it around. Oh, okay. <coughs> Good to know. So standard painkillers are 2d4 plus 2 hit points back, but you cannot gain that benefit until you take a short rest. Yeah, one painkiller, short rest, another painkiller. Another short rest. Yeah. Or long rest by then. And then strong is 4d4 plus 4. And that also has the same short rest mm. issue. Because it's not a potion of healing. It's nope. <laughs> fucking Viking. Yeah, the strong painkillers they mention usually requires, like, a doctor's note. <laughs> or or some form of authorization. If you take the back, doctor's background, you can write prescriptions. Right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You are your own supplier. You can hire your own supplier. Of course, if you don't have health insurance, you can't afford it anyway. Yeah, like these have to be some pretty good painkillers. That or you're just shoveling like four of them in your mouth at a time. Yeah, it's probably a Viking or taken six things. Of Do we need to save money for or hotels or whatever for where we're going? Uh, I wouldn't. The assumption is that depending on the um, the mission, you may be given sort of discretionary funds to okay. to have to register at a hotel or prepaid yeah prepaid cards. stuff or something. Like that. Okay. For this particular mission, since it's your first gig. And it takes place in Chicago, where there is sort of a Hoffman Institute arm. Not sort of publicly labeled as such, but mm-hmm. you're basically like, well, this is home turf. You don't need anything. Okay, so we can, but we have a place we can go and sleep. We don't have to shell out money for ourselves. We got a car. No, technically not. Okay, because mm-hmm. I need to know if I can afford a fucking laptop or if I need to save money for a hotel. I should have some left over to cover hotel expenses okay. for at least a day. Because laptop's three hundred fifty bucks, so I could choose that or a hotel. You know what I mean? Laptop's mm-hmm. fifty bucks. Wow. Three hundred. No, three hundred. Yeah. There is. There, since this is a Hoffman Institute sort of <laughs> location specifically, because they do operate in here in the area, there is a safe house. Yes. Okay. okay. Um, it's not necessary it, it, because of the nature of safe houses it'll be out of the way uh, it'll be relatively simple there's not going to be a lot of sort of amenities Furniture. there sure yeah you know okay I just wanted to know so if you absolutely do have to you know stay take like, a night but that's like you know that's like 45 minutes away from downtown, you know what I mean? And st- stuck in some sort of 
And your standard Supper. hotel is going to cost what in this? Is it going to be like 150 bucks, like actual hotels? Or I mean, yeah, you know, Motel Six with their like 88 dollars. It, it depends on where you go. Yeah, yeah, we would want to get out of Chicago proper, which is going to be a good half hour, 45 minutes anyway, right? Yeah. So hop train. How about just not sleep? The expectation yeah. here. <laughs> let me just get a car. Let me go ahead and tell you what what your briefing is to get you, give you an expectation of what the timeline is supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. So, your handler, uh, who you have been familiar with, you are assigned a handler as part of your sort of recruitment phase. Uh, the, the handler you refer to them uh, because their voice has always sort of been Garbled. digitally filtered in a way yeah. that is not readily identifiable in terms of gender identity. Uh, Codename Passenger. Uh, Passenger briefed you on this this mission the other day um, that the Institute has been surveilling a Dr. Sarkeen Harmon. And uh, Dr. Harmon is... uh, a mechanical engineer and, a, and an inventor, from what they understand, based on their surveillance and their observation. And he's been working on some kind of, like, alternative energy project for the last year. At least that's when they started surveilling him. Um, and the, the Institute regularly does this to sort of facilitate meetings and public connections in order to sort of maintain their sort of think tank public status. They're like, oh, we we offer grants to researchers and scientists all the time who are dealing with this stuff and like but they get that information because they have agents like they just know stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so so as part of that they were surveilling Dr. Dr. Harmon and recent reports of his behavior within the last uh, three weeks or so, um, described this erraticness and paranoia that were completely atypical. And so in order to sort of suss some more information out, they've sent you junior agents to meet with him and sort of figure out what's going on. So the passenger explained that the mission setup was going to be this. Um, this was the ideal way of handling this. That a pair of agents would make direct contact with Dr. Harmon, um, meeting at a local cafe, um, uh, under the guise of offering a research fellowship. And the rest of the team would be sort of embedded in the nearby public areas, like, you know, in nearby shops, street corners, and everything, sort of subtly, casually providing supported, you know, support, surveillance, that sort of thing. In in the same way, you know, you've seen every sort of Mission Impossible movie or whatever, you've got people, like, on the side who, like, where where the cops just are looking around. Doing the hot dog stand kind of thing. Right, yeah, there's somebody on the corner, there's somebody over there next to the you know, the bus stop or whatever, and they're they're casually, like, keeping an eye on the situation. Maybe they've got to get a piece in or something. Yeah. Fucking cannon costs less than the sniper rifle. Yep. So what you're saying is you need a cannon some sniper (laughs) rifle? 
Sniper rifles are uh, fine pieces of technology. There's a lot of little delicate things to it. Especially if you're looking a, at like an I guess a cannon 80. really is just a big tub with a, with an explosion at the end of it. <laughs> really, it's, it's like a cast iron tub. So, some of them were like pretty simple, yes. I mean, but that's why they were also very, very inaccurate. And well, yes. sure, yeah. So, you know, they weren't. It didn't say accurate cannon. It just yeah. said cannon. I mean, you can make a potato cannon and mm-hmm. you know, t-shirt cannon. T-shirt cannon. Yep. Yeah. And then modify it to act as a blunderbuss. Yeah, I like it. I mean, effective. The, the modern blunderbuss. You just pack it with enough t-shirts. And, uh, <laughs> maybe like frozen t-shirts. Yeah, fro- freeze them or starch, starch them. And just, pow. <laughs> if, I, if I ever go on a public rampage, I'll do that. I'll use the frozen t-shirt. T-shirt can. <laughs> so, so that so pa- so passenger told you like, look, two people maximum. Be there under the you know like on under the auspices of the Hoffman Institute, as the public understands it. Offer a research fellowship to this guy and try to you know get to know Dr. Harmon a little more closely and figure out you know what his deal is lately. Hmm. Um, What's got him in a in a in a casual way, you know, mm-hmm. like trying to tease that information out of him. Um, okay. And the rest of the team just needs to be nearby, like on the street, just. Keeping an eye on things. In it's, case things happen. Yeah, in standard sort of police stakeout or FBI kind of um, protocol. Now, you, this cafe that you're meeting at um, is on East Randolph Street. Uh, it's a place called Cafe Aromatica. Uh, and Cafe Aromatica is, you know, it's both a coffee and like a wine bar, basically. Mm. It's one of those. Slightly more upscale places. It's not a chain like Starbucks or, or Dunkin' or whatever, but um, uh, it's not necessarily a hipster place. It's just it's like it's, it's in downtown Chicago. It's slightly upper scale, like you know, people in the near working at the nearby like sort of Bank America, Bank America building, and like offices and everything are going to come down there. They're going to grab a coffee, you know. Uh, you know, freshly made or, or whatever, and like a fancy bagel or something, and call it a day. <laughs> um, now, Doctor Harmon, Sarkeen Harmon, is um, from what passenger told you, he's forty-five. He's an Indian American man, and so uh, he's been an American citizen his whole life. But he's his parents are of Indian heritage, and so there is clear sort of Indian heritage in him as well. Um, he's five foot ten. He's got kind of wavy black hair about down to his neck, and then he traditionally wears some kind of um, simple suit, a tan or a brown suit with like a blue shirt, maybe a tie, some you know brown tan pants or whatever, and simple shoes. Basically, something you know your average sort of like like like, like, a, like a professor would wear or a. Or a particular office worker, like in a particular sort of, okay. you know, business.
Now, um, Pat, in, in, in the briefing, Passenger explained that this is... It's pretty low priority, which is why they're tossing you guys, <laughs> you know, like, as sort of junior field agents having just been promoted to the the, the rank. Um, they expect this to be a, a milk run. You know what I mean? They oh, no. expect... They expect these. <laughs> they expect this to be like you're going to meet with a guy, you know, and maybe now passenger didn't say this, but maybe he's like, you know, he's taken up a drug habit. Maybe he's on uppers or whatever, or yeah. like, you know, maybe he has early onset dementia or like it may be something so simple and banal, like, and then you figure that out and you like, you know, you know, say that okay, you know, the Hoffman Institute will call you. Well, you know, we'll get back. We'll get back to you, and then that's it. Then you go home. You know, like next to sign. Or it could be something worse. Like who knows? Now, since since we're playing this, you obviously know that it's probably going to be something worse. <laughs> it's be a little bit more than that, yeah. I'm still waiting for the the gotcha episode <laughs> where you sit down and it's it's just a duck that got in front of the radar dish. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think we would we would have to play several sessions before I felt comfortable doing the yeah, duck right. on the radar dish episode. It would have to be like it would have to be you know that's like twenty minutes and then like mm-hmm. all right so you, you know bye we'll go home <laughs> let's go we'll play a board game or something but that was it because <laughs> there's no way I could tease that out for like three hours. Um, but yeah, so so. Based on the you know the briefing that you got, and sort of passengers' normally dispassionate delivery of these things, but mm-hmm. you know based on the information, like your characters assume that this is this is probably just, just you know another day. Yeah, it's just like it's just busy work at this point. It's like a softball type thing. Yeah, you haven't you haven't gotten up in the ranks of field agent yet, so like yeah. they're not tossing you like the fucking Sasquatch case mm-hmm. or whatever, you know. <laughs> they're like, This guy's acting weird. We just noticed, like, go check on him. Make sure he's okay. Yeah. If you do that, you know, maybe we'll talk about putting you on the Mothman project in <laughs> three weeks or whatever. <laughs> Got a discount Batman that we can uh, put you on. And you don't know a lot about what your fellow agents are doing, or like technically, like what the other divisions of the Hoffman Institute yeah. are. Okay. Like, you know that you're in Division Seven, oh, which is cool. which is specifically for like they're the people that, as part of the Hoffman Institute, go out and like investigate paranormal shit as part of the intelligence division. Okay. So Department 7 goes out and like checks to see if the tabloid rumor is true or if the urban legend is fact or, or whatever. Um, but all the other divisions... Stake out for, for Bigfoot. Yeah, I mean really, all the other divisions and departments like, you don't know what the hell they do. Like you have no reason to, but you're given information kind of need to know. Also, um, there are plenty of people, you know, that you, even in your sort of early experience with the Hoffman Institute, um, you may have met an agent or two who has explained, like, yeah, like, we went, yeah, I like, I went to Jersey on a Mothman case, like, two years ago. We spent six weeks down there, 
like it turns out, you know, it was a guy in a cape on meth. Like <laughs> that was it, and then we came back, right? Yeah, like that. It, so you're not always sometimes like, it'll be down. like that. You're yeah. always not not always facing down like fucking Cthulhu. Like ideally, yeah, most shit. of the time it will be yeah. like that, but then occasionally you may see the agent who like doesn't talk about yeah. any of his yeah. cases, and you know some shit went down. <laughs> you know, so that's funny. Should we roll fortune? Yes, please. And do we get any random items? No. Damn. Okay. Uh, fucking D and D. No. Three. Twelve. Natural 20. 16. Oh, God, so we're going to die. Natural 20. Would you get 16? 16. Okay. Steven, I was really hoping you'd split the difference with me and have a 12. Yeah, 12. Yeah, that's what mine is the only one below. I thought the natural 20 gave you two. No. 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 It's just 1 to 10 and then 11 to 20 is the cutoff. Only in games. Actual, like, Star Wars. Usually. Okay, so I got a 19. So. Where, it's where they have the two white and two white. So, so right now we got three green and two red. Three good and two bad. It's got not it? great. I'm concerned. Mm. Okay. <laughs> cool. Should we go names? Yep, names, everybody. Yes, I need to know. Yes. Um, give me your... You Give me your names. Um... Uh, you're right. I'm Steve. Give me your names. Your rough age, I think, would be fine. If you don't have anything like pinned down, just tell me about you know, like about how old you are. Um, and then um, your current what you de- what you describe as your current occupation, apart from being an agent of the Hoffman Institute, like like Stephen, your character is formerly a combat instructor for the FBI, mm-hmm. right? Like. Tell me what that was, yeah. and what you continue to do. Because if I ask you what your, you know, class and subclass is, you'll say I'm a smart soldier, and that that yeah. doesn't really tell me. It doesn't describe anything. the two of them. Mm-hmm. Right. right. And then your product. I am Doctor Anna Bell. Nice. Are you? Are you? No, literally, I took both the first and the last name from historical female archaeologist who did something like outstanding in the field. Why do you spell Anna? A-N-N-A. Okay, so it is the traditional way. And how do you spell Bell? B-E-L-L. Okay. Instead of B-L-E. Right. So I wasn't trying to be punny there. I realized that afterwards I was like, oh fuck, I already wrote it down. And everybody's going to refer to you as Annabelle. And yeah, like, right? no, no, fucking post shit set. every time. <laughs> I, I'm not, I wasn't trying to. I just didn't want to have the first name was like Gertrude. So, so. How, how how old are you? Yeah, well, she's about Roughly. she's mid thirties, so okay. thirty four. So I'll put down thirty four. Uh, she is a doctor of archaeology. Okay. She uh, you know she teaches some. She mostly likes to dig. Kind she of on a archaeologist. With yeah. Her. So she's a you know kind of on a hiatus in between digs right now. Doctor Jones. Well, once you're hired by the Hoffman Institute, you're on a permanent hiatus from your civilian Hey, but if a really cool fucking dig crosses my door, I'm not going to say no. (laughs) (laughs) Might be related to you. And your your, your, your pronoun? She. She, her? Yep. I don't know how to play a man. You just do the exact same thing that you would normally do, except you have all the, like... The, Pri- the privileges, regardless yes. of time yeah. period. That's that's about <laughs> it, to be honest. I don't know what it, I don't. I wouldn't know what to do with that. More just Welcome like, to our world. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess you would just like jerk off and go buy a gun. I don't know. 
Very insult people <laughs> and like talk to Saying cops. Not all men. Talk to cops yeah, without getting fear. anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, okay, that's a further subsection, but <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Say, I am terrified whenever I get pulled over. Mm. Robert. Okay, so I'm gonna pronounce this horribly. Okay, it's cool. Fine. I'll ask you to spell it. So it's Ami. With the question mark? Is that part of it? <laughs> I'm yeah. putting it down. <laughs> so it's A-M-E-E with a little mark over the first E. Oh. With a, over the first E? Uh, yeah. With an, ac- an e? accent yeah. going to the right, like cafe? Yeah. Yeah. So that would be the E in cafe. So A. Ame? Ame. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Okay. And her last name is... Okay, like Amy. Stamboli. Okay. Okay, spell that for me too. S T A M B O U L I. Istanbul. Yeah. Okay. Rough age. She's somewhere between twenty-five and twenty-eight, depending on how long it took her to become a full Asian. Uh, when did the inciting incident happen? Well, uh, she's about twenty-four, and uh, her background is she went into the military after. Well, the Canadian military, so I only have a vague idea of how that works. But Stars are the same, but they apologize after firing. <laughs> well, haven't you heard of the War of 1812? It was a war between the French and British that happened in America that the Canadians claimed to won. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. You can join the Canadian Army with parental or guardian uh, acceptance at the age of 17. You can be a junior applicant at the age of 16. Wow. Oh yeah. Uh, she basically, after high school, went into the military. Okay, after they, high school, yeah. It a six-year commitment, and and the last twenty-four. Thing, uh, so when she was about twenty-four, in the last year, she's out in maneuvers in British Columbia, and her unit got attacked by something. She managed to kill something it. Something weird. And mm-hmm. uh, while she was recovering, Hoffman and Institute representative. So let's say twenty-seven. Let's say you know, in the two-year span between your incident. Your, is, your recovery happened, contacted by the Hoffman Institute, you did some initial sort of errand running as part of a rec- recruitment, and now you're, and now you're a full-fledged agent. Okay, and what would you describe as your occupation? Um, she's basically a tactical leader type. Okay. So, I mean, Officer. she works with the... Sir. With the institute full time, so okay. So, so what? So, what was your rank in the Canadian Army previously? Were you were you an officer or were you like a a non com? A non <laughs> yeah, probably sergeant. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't be an officer if you hadn't yeah gone to college. Hmm. At least in U.S. military. Yeah, so she's probably, probably a sergeant. Enlisted sergeant. sergeant. Yeah. Is that good? Okay. Yeah. yeah, we'll say we'll say ex Army sergeant. Sergeant Amy. Yeah, because like my ex is now a staff sergeant. He's been in close to eight. Ten years now, so sorry, that makes sense. I'm just trying to spell surgeant correctly. S G S S G T. Don't ask me to do S E R G E A N T. Yes. Okay, that's I spelled it right the first time. Good. Just shorten it. But yeah, also S G T period. S G T. Yeah. But cap. Vaccinated Army Sergeant, and she, her. I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Lance. Lieutenant. Philip Wagner. Philip spelled how? P H I L L I P. Okay, double L. Double. 
Okay. And W-A-G-N-E-R? Yep. Okay. But how old are you? Uh, I'm thinking like somewhere between like 28 to 32, like that. But probably like 32. 32? Yeah. Okay. Y'all gonna make me an old lady? That's cool. No. Well, it's two years younger than you. Like, like, like getting to a lieutenant in like the police officer is a little bit takes a little bit longer, or you have to do some mm-hmm. exemplary service because you'll be a sergeant for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. and so, so what do you do? Uh, police officer was like the emergency response kind of. Okay. Hostage kind of situation. Uh, so actual SWAT training then. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Because, like, in my mind, I got, like, a, what is it, like, blitz from... My assumption is that all of you, since you work for the Hoffman Institute now, you don't really have civilian jobs anymore, per se. Or if you do have them, you have ones that, like... Mine's like, I'm on... I work from home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, like, I'm on business trips all the time. My, mine's more like, I've been delegated, or I'm, like, on emergency call kind of thing. Okay. So it, it's it's more of like, well, I mean, you know, if there's a bank robbery and we need you, I'll be like... But you've got a lot of downtime. Yeah. Okay, so you are still with... Um, which which police force? So we, we say Chicago. Cause, Chicago cause PD? I, I'd get more emergency responses. Chicago PD. Mm-hmm. Um, so the hostage unit. Yeah, that kind of swat. And your opponent? He, him. Okay. Cool. And Steve? Sean Reed. Sean Reed spelled how? S-H-A-W-N. Okay, I thought so. Yep. I don't know if it was Sean, like or, snowboarder Sean, or, or like Sean, like... like seam? Like <laughs> Irish. S-A-N-E or something. Like Sean Bean Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that shouldn't be that name. And your last, your last name? Reed, R E E D. It is one of those names where it's spelled like differently, like every time. Yeah, S E A N. Or or or, sh- or, sh- in, or even A N E. Mm. Or Siobhan, which is S I O B H A N. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. I mispronounced that. Classically a lot. Irish name. Yeah. Oh, okay, Irish. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah both of them are. I, I don't know if it's necess- It's. I think it might be Irish or Welsh. You know, like it's something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. But anyway, Welsh is really about how old? Are you? Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Great. See, he's the old man. Awesome. And uh, what do you do? I. FBI martial arts instructor or combat instructor. Now, are you still with the FBI, or did you? I basically as a substitute. As okay, so you were somebody's like, really out. full time. Okay. Yeah, like I assumed it, like I probably you know or, or if, you, I, if, or if universities need me, they call me and go, hey, you want to come give a lecture? Or you do hey, like somebody's schedule. out, come teach his class, or hey, yeah, it, there's an emergency, come here. It's got to be scheduled. I do like I'm a week up the course. Idea, yeah, I'm playing up the idea that he's like had an injury in the past and oh. he recovered. But he plays it off with the institute that is like, oh no, it's still a bad knee. I can't do a lot of the old yeah. stuff. But to give you more free time to do institute things. Yep, that makes sense. More cool. of a consultant. Effectively, yeah. So it's like, yeah, they'll they'll bring you in usually for like firearms training, you know, teaching you some of the martial arts, but maybe not showing you the all of it. Kind of stuff. Yeah. And your pronouns? He him. He him. Cool. Okay. 
Alright. So, you are in downtown Chicago, near Millennium Park, um, about a block away. Um, you are at Cafe Aromatica. Um, it is um, present day, it's 2019. It is not July 4th. Uh, it is, let's say, let's say June 22nd. So it's still hot as fuck. Mm. So it's, <laughs> so it's pretty hot outside. Yeah. Okay. Um, which two of you are going to act as the pair, the contact pair that passenger suggested? Well, I can be in on it. I'm not a mechanically. I'm not a great talker, but I imagine as the character, probably a good talker. That's kind of what I was thinking too, just because I am a, also a professor and stuff. Like you give lectures. Yeah, it might not be terrible to no. talk to this dude. No. I don't know about you two. Well, you know that the Hoffman Institute's public face is one of a... It's a think tank, right? So, though it employs a lot of different people, it's like a multinational kind of mm. thing. Like, if you look like Dolph Lundgren, mm. who, to be fair, Dolph Lundgren's got, like, what, a PhD in, like, chemistry or something like that. But the point is, people <laughs> think, as if he looks like Dolph Lundgren, that's not the science guy. That's the guy who's going to beat the shit out of me. Yeah. So, if... Say, for instance, that you sent to the two people on your team that look like bodybuilders, that ruse isn't going to go off as well, right? Yeah. Well, I'm, I, I don't look like a bodybuilder. <laughs> I sure don't. Now, I'm not saying that because you guys will look, your characters look like that, but. Yes. You know. That, that atmosphere. You're looking for people who look like they would fit in in like a, non, a non-profit organization. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, I kind of fit that along really well. Yeah, I actually, for appearance, uh, looks like Sophia Butella. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Sophia Butella? Yeah. She's in. uh, She was in Kingsman. She was in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. What's the last name? Butella, B O U T L L A. Sorry, T E L L A. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was the one with the weird metal leg in Kingsman. Yeah, oh she, yeah, she also played an atomic bomb and blonde. And yeah, she was an atomic bomb. Wasn't she? Yeah, and unfortunately, she was in the Dark Force, the Dark Universe Mummy movie. Ah, oh, the one that nobody saw. Yeah, yeah. that's why I didn't recognize her from that. <laughs> that there was too many good actors in that movie for what it was. She's also a. She was also. She's also one of the like the main alien in Star Trek Beyond that we have. Yeah, of course, she's not really recognizable all that much in the makeup and everything, yeah. but nonetheless. Okay, so so we're going with Sean Reed and Doctor Bell. Okay, so Doctor Bell, Mister Reed. So the two of you are sitting um, at on the sort of sidewalk area patio, basically outside Cafe uh, Automatica. It is a Sunny day, uh, it's a little hot, you know, so you're that much more grateful for the sort of, you know, the umbrella-like overhang that provides you a little bit of shade. Um, uh, traffic's not too bad today, you know. Um, so it's still not going anywhere. It's still not great. You've still got a little bit, like, but on the street that you're on right now, you know, some cars will pass by in big chunks or whatever. It'll be a little bit of delay and everything, but it's nowhere near sort of wall-to-wall stuff. 
Um, across from you is what you can see is what looks like a, um, a sort of an, an upscale like uh, uh, clothing boutique. Directly across, there's an office building, um, you know, and a whole host of other sort of businesses and things. Um, and you know that you're supposed to meet uh, Dr. Harmon here at 1.30. It is currently 1.20. So you should be expecting him any, you know, any, any time. So I'll leave whether or not you have ordered something up to your own, like, money levels. <laughs> or whether you've just gotten the water. Definitely. Um... Probably like a lemonade or something, and then I'll split the bill because, well, it's Chicago, so it's probably two dollars and fifty cents. <laughs> well, this is Caviaromatica, so oh, it's like five dollars. It's like five Excuse bucks. Me. Yeah, yeah. Because I was thinking, I just want some regular ass coffee, but that's still going to be like five bucks. Yeah, it's not outrageous, but like it's it's still. city price. You can't even yeah, get like price. regular fucking coffee from Fuel or Starbucks for less than two bucks. That's what I'm saying. Like, I it's, do it. it's Downtown Chicago, it's like even worse than that. So, so I will not. Yeah. Is there like another cafe nearby, like with a or restaurant with an outside patio? Um, not on this block. Okay. No, um, there is a nearby sort of like um, uh, a waiting area for like with a bench and a glass sort of overhang for like the bus, the public transportation. Um, there are a few sort of this is what looks like a newspaper stand over there. Um, a food truck is sort of parked, you know, just off to the side, um, around the around the corner, right? Um, so you have a couple of places that you can sort of. That's what I was about to ask the two of you. Where where are you um, trying to keep an eye on the situation? Probably like in a bench nearby. And in a, so you yes, buried yourself. Yes. Yes, <laughs> you've got. You Past look like I, I have like my feet like through here? that little that little gap. Yeah, just like sitting backwards. I thought you just, just had like, like you painted your face <laughs> like uh, you painted your face brown and you've got like foam arms and like oh boy. I don't know why it's like came out. Yeah, so just like reading a book. Okay, so you're on a bench on on what side of the street? Are you on the side of the street where the 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 cafe aromatica is, or on the opposite side? Probably in the opposite, trying to like face the cafe. Okay, uh, and am I? Um, is there some place where I can kind of stealth in and uh, kind of be made uh, somewhat concealed? And still keep an eye on him. You mean like get up to like a catwalk or a fire escape or like a roof or something? Yeah. Okay. Um, yes. Um, off to the um, the east side. Um, there's a street going off of East Randolph called North Garland Court. Um, now you, you could sort of theoretically get up a fire escape or something like that, or get into a nearby building. However, it's it is in the middle of the day, so I'm going to need a stealth check for you. Oh. For that. Okay, let's see how I do with this. Go, go Natural 20, so 27. Alright, then you have no problem. Um, because of the sort of... It's fairly busy. It's downtown Chicago. It's during mm-hmm. it's during the, the middle of the day. 
Um, so, you know, with people passing by, um, some people going by on, like, you know, endurance bikes and, you know, uh, 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 families moving through shoppers with bags and everything, you're pretty able to sort of surreptitiously um, sneak into... Um, there is a place nearby called the Loft Outlet, which appears to be sort of a, a kind of a, a general clothing store, right? Um, and so you're able to sneak in there and um, make your way inside and get onto sort of the roof access, the roof of the building. So now where you are, you are overlooking. Um, you're overlooking basically the intersection between East Randolph and on the west there's North Wabash Avenue, so that's there. And so the coffee shop is here. You're there. So you have, if you look over down and to the right, you can see the cafe, and across the street you can see um, uh, Lieutenant Wagner on the uh, on the bench. All right. Um... Am I, uh, I assume I'm in like 120 feet of these people. Let's see here. How many stars is the Yeah. Mm -hmm. Verticality. I mean, are we going to do trigonometry? (laughs) You brought this on yourself. In terms of, well, (laughs) in terms of height, uh, I don't know, but in terms of like just two dimensional distance, yeah. It's just that I have message as a cantrip. Hmm. Well, let me see here. So. How many stories? Like buildings, five? buildings, yeah. two stories. Two stories. Okay, that's only like that's twenty three feet. So let's say thirty feet up, and then sixteen. So yeah, we're gonna have to do three and a half. If it's if it's only like thirty feet, yeah. then that's plenty. Yeah, yeah. Like hundred twenty feet, that's not bad. Yeah. So the, yeah. So you're within. Yeah, like you're within range. Yeah. But also, like, you know, you've got your. Hoffman cell or something like that. So if you wanted to do a less conspicuous way of communicating, you've got that too. But yeah. Well, you got options. The way I read it is, message is like totally silent between the two. Well, yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. But but if you have you have other alternatives, basically, is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's just basically if I want to do it without interrupting them. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or you could you could. You could kind of surreptitiously send a text message. Maybe they sort of take out their phone and can see it and go, oh, well, I mean, it's 20. Yeah. It's 2019. Okay, so. The most conspicuous thing is going to be the kind of phones we have. To be honest, yes. Yes. <laughs> well, no, because the, Hoff- the Hoffman Institute phones look like, basically, they look like your average sort of con- just consumer phones. smartphone, but they they have a kind of like... A rugged sort of design. I they look, see. They mm-hmm. look like the kind of things that like cyclists or scuba divers or whatever have on them that like you could drop in a canyon and it'd be okay. Yeah, yeah. that military encasing and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. No kids. Yeah, the brick. <laughs> you can use this as a self-defense weapon. That'd be great. So, so the lot of you taking a look uh, from your perspective, the two of you are enjoying expensive coffee and, and lemonade yep. uh, waiting on Dr. Harn. Um, it's now um, 1.25 so it looks like he's he should be here any minute now. Okay. So. I assume we've already had time to chat and exchange names at least. Well, so yeah, probably like, well, you, you did this yeah. like before. Okay, like, yeah. 
We had a drive yeah. over at the very least. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Passenger, since it provided you, since Hoffman Institute Protocol provided you with like a vehicle, an SUV, um, at that sort of, you know, juncture, de- delegation or of of materials, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you guys kind of came together and like, oh, I'm working with you. Okay, yeah. What's your name? Pleasure to meet you. And we all know the cover story for the Hoffman Institute, right? Mm-hmm. Renewable energy. Yeah, you guys. So you guys, because you're field agents. We don't have to discuss like a. No, you guys. Right. You guys know what the Hoffman Institute is, and publicly and privately, right? As characters. Yeah, and our cover story. You knew that. Oh, you know that right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So what's going on? Tell me. Tell me what you. Tell me what you're doing. Hey, tell me what you look like. Um, and then tell me what you're you're currently doing. Well, yeah. Uh, Sean Reed, basically imagine Jude Law. Okay. Jude Law? Oh, yeah. That's a nice, nice thing to imagine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which which Jude Law? There are many Jude Laws. That is true. Uh, more modern. But like which oh, role? Okay. Captain Marvel Jude Law? Mm. Or like Watson Jude Law? Yeah. Yeah, you're Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel Jude Law. Okay. Making yeah. all the Jude Laws. I know. <laughs> Short hair, kind of <laughs> yeah. reasonably athletic. Yeah, I know. Yeah. N- nothing to stand out. Yeah. Uh, wearing just a... Uh, Button up the shirt, probably like a uh, tan or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just an attractive blue jeans. I uh, has a pair of sunglasses. Uh, walking cane on his side, which the lot of you know when he checked it out is actually a sword cane. <laughs> yep. As well, you I had do. a regular cane when you could have a sword cane. Yep. <laughs> yes. Really. Um, and so basically has his cane down through the little Jude like Law, top yeah. loop of his backpack, mm-hmm. which looks very much so like a hiker's backpack. Okay. But otherwise, he's just kind of sitting back, drinking every now and again, just kind of like eyes out, scanning the crowd. Okay. Dr. Bell looks like she spent a majority of her life outdoors. Very tan, brown hair. Um, average height, like 5'5". Five five. And she looks like she works outdoors, so she's kind of... She's not like super hyped bodybuilder style, but she doesn't look like a... Delicate flower. You know, she's got like a soccer player's yeah, build or you know, something. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, you know, athletic without looking like without being a bodybuilder. Bodybuilder. Yeah. Or, you know. So she's just got on some like you know, uh, like tank top, probably messengers bag somewhere flung around with her mm-hmm. laptop and stuff. Okay, just jeans, shoes. She's just ready to. Okay, she does. Like she does have shoes. She does have shoes on. Drinking her because the, the concrete is really hot out yeah. today. So oh, yeah, I would drink iced coffee because it's so hot. But right. she's used to being outdoors and the hot weather too. Yes, but where are archaeological digs that are like really cold all the time? Antarctica, I guess. Yes, like, but but more importantly, what celebrity do you resemble? <laughs> yes, I don't actually know. I didn't. I didn't pull up a celebrity. I'm sorry. Okay. Not like Tomb Raider. I'm gonna make a judgment call. That's good. Okay, cool. <laughs> You said she has a tan. What kind of in this ethnicity would you say? Would you she say is she Caucasian, is? yeah. Okay, so she's okay. But more like all of The Google is ready. No, she's just tan because well, she works outside. shit, I was going to say Alicia Vikander, but like she's literally in the new Tomb Raider. That's why I was like, mm. she does uh, not fucking <laughs> Tomb Raider because it's two on the nose, right? Yeah. That's, what's what's the color of her hair again? Brown. Brown? Brown hair, green hazel eyes. Natalie Portman, maybe? Yeah, sure. Why not? Natalie Portman like a, from Annihilation. Like a, like a tan Natalie Portman. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. All right. Okay. Sure. Probably a bit solid, more solid than Natalie What about Portman? Tessa Thompson? Tessa Thompson's, I'm never now, Obviously at, not Caucasian, I'm but... I'm never met at Tessa Thompson. Okay. That's fine. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you know what you need to do when you're up, but... 
Yes. Okay, so so as you explained, uh, Robert, your character yeah. kind of looks like Sophia Batella. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what she got on right now? Like, what does she what does she look like? Um, imagine she's got on like a suit type outfit, something where she can like you know conceal a gun reasonably, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe uh, and she's got like a flashlight in the pocket and uh, and also a sword cane. Okay, fun. Sword cane. Sword cane brigade. Sword, yeah. right. I was just thinking that Jude Law and Tessa Thompson on the, a the gentleman's club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a real attractive people yes. couple to come on upon. Just a couple people sitting yeah, there. Yeah, but, like but like a white Tessa Thompson. <laughs> oh, God. I don't want to culturally appropriate anything. Okay. Especially um, Tessa Thompson. So you uh, are up on the up on the roof. Like, what's your what's your um, what's your setup? Are you like prone binoculars? Yeah. Are you are you are you like sitting on the side, like dangling your feet over the, the building? Like, what are you doing? Leaning You're about to jump. I have to like. Oh no! I have to. I have to be the negotiator. Oh, oh shit! The lady from Kingsman's gonna jump. Tony, <laughs> save her. I'm just like standing. Sounds there. like Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> it's only two stories. She'll just break her legs. So. <laughs> It won't be fun, but you'll live. I don't know how Let's well I can conceal here. myself on here, so it's going to be kind of like that. I don't have binoculars or anything, so I'm just going to look. You're just kind of getting kind of low to the ground. If you want some I mean, binoculars, I got some. You're behind, like, you're just off to the side of some, like, like a, a ventilation, you know, unit or something like that, and you can kind of, yeah. Uh, extra high. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay. And Lieutenant Wagner, what do you look like? Ma- Michael uh, Fa- Fossen, Fossen Bach. Are you about to say Michael Fassbender? Yes. Michael Fassbender. I can't. I gotta go. Okay. I've got a Jude Law and a Michael Fassbender. I can't <laughs> cope on an emotional like, level like that, anymore. That, that between of, 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 was it Prometheus and, and the alien? Okay. But also, like, a little bit more buff, like it was in 300. Okay. Not like the long hair. Fassbender wasn't in 300, was he? No, so was, was, was he? Yeah. Who was he in 300? He was the guy who said, We will fight in the shade. Oh, yeah. oh, you're right. He had the long hair. It did he not had the long hair. That's what it is. Right. That's, he has not the long hair. Like yeah. Which is why I made that that distinction. So, he does not have like the super straggle of the long. So hair. a so a so a buffered David from yes. the Prometheus. Is he yes. blonde too? Is is your character blonde? Because you're starting to lose me at buff David, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, that's the least attractive Michael Fassbender version there is. I know. I mean, because he's a homicidal robot. That, no. Yeah. Also blonde and super <laughs> yeah. buffered. Uh, well, really I mean, thing. yeah, he's like, he's obviously some like Aryan perfection bullshit in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not my sure. favorite Michael Fassbender. But okay, understand. Yeah. Cool. And so, what are you, so what are you doing on this bench? Oh, the being in the bench. Just, just read. I have like a book out with sunglasses, so then I can, I can yeah, look sunglass up, brothers. but not like. Okay, so you're just you're on the bench, um, you know, a public bench. You're just. What, 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 book, what book are you reading, just out of curiosity? War and Peace. You're on page 12. There are 1,072 pages left. I used to, because I remember, I remember it, attempting War and Peace like once or twice. I think it is more than that, if I remember correctly. Uh, page count says 1,225. I mean, that's a lot of modern. So I was, I was not too far off, because I remember getting a copy of War and Peace and being like, 
That's a book. Yeah. Okay, here we go. <laughs> and then very quickly remembering, oh, this is a Russian novel. I'm not going to get through this. <laughs> I've made it through one. Yeah. So okay. So so other than War and Peace, what are you what are you reading? Oh. What would what would Lieutenant Wagner read? Comics Omnibus. <laughs> uh, uh, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Look, is, what was Twilight? Which one? New Moon. Mm. <laughs> Can you name any What's, other Twilight book? Uh, Breaking Dawn. Is that it? Was it, is wait, it? was it New Dawn or Breaking Dawn? I, Breaking Dawn. I don't want to make Stephen. I don't want to add that to my search list. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do it either. It was but. Twilight, New Moon, Eclipse. Oh, Eclipse was the other one. Don't ask me how I know that. That's cool. It's fine. I know I know enough people who are like the books are decent, and I'm like, that's fine. They have the books on it. They're, they're not, not decent. I read them. Are you reading the Da Vinci Code? I actually did read them once. It was like a really bad the, one night stand. The, or, 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 or Digital Fortress. I was like, also well, fuck, by why not? Sure. Mm. Damn right. Like, by Dan Brown. Yeah. Which was noted. <laughs> <laughs> Some Tom Clancy. Old Tom Clancy. <laughs> that's that's too on the nose. No, no. Like, reading Rainbow Six. I I have read that book. That's <laughs> it's no word. Piece. That's like that's that's taking your work home with you. Yeah. That's like it's, you know I those sl- things I, are kind of I slave away in a hot oven all day, and when I go home, I like to unwind by reading like oven manuals. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Air Force One. <laughs> but you only you only read the Tom Clancy books to be like. I'm gonna do that anymore. <laughs> I'd never give him that for for for, for research on on my own writings. Right, <laughs> you're gonna. That's your second act. <laughs> you're as gonna soon be as you the next Tom Clancy because yeah. you've seen how well the series has gone. And then then you could just sell your name mm-hmm. and put it on everything. New bestseller, uh, Com Tancy. <laughs> I like Clom better. Clom Tancy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we'll say you're reading a you say you're reading a a military thriller like a you know a political thriller something like that. Net games. Cool. Net games. Okay. Or, or is it? It's so games. It's you are sweating in the heat. Um, uh, it's not sweltering, but you know it's 2019. There's no ozone layer anymore. So mm-hmm. It's pretty. It's pretty pretty hot. That hot black um, top. Some uh, cars have just sort of been idling at the nearby um, uh, intersection, the one that's closest to you. Uh, Ami. Ami. And um, they've, lights turn green, they've just gone by, it is um, it's a little after 1.30, it's 1.31 actually. When, um, who's uh, looking across the street out of the two of you? I mean, I'm like head on a swivel to some degree, so okay. sure. Everybody, well then, everybody, give me perception checks. Um, I mean, since you are on the roof, give me that with advantage because you've got sort of a. I, think I would probably have I disadvantage think. since I'm you know, just being periphery. Yeah, I think that's fair. Twenty. To be fair, I do get to add eight to my perception rolls. Damn. 20, I thought I was doing good. Twenty-one. Nine. Nine. Okay, so right, you're nineteen. <laughs> All right, so nineteen twenty. Okay, so the two of you, so so Mr. Reed, uh, Lieutenant, you are, um, so you're distracted a little bit. There's a kind of a glare where you're sitting from the cafe, from the, the sort of glass 
sort of edifice that is the office building, and people are sort of walking by the, 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 the nearby sidewalk, making it a little difficult to make out what's going on the other side of the street. Um, because you are inside the sort of, like, bus booth, you know, with, like, flyers and advertisements plastered to yeah. it and, like, people have drawn on it on Sharpie and stuff like that. It's, it's difficult to sort of clearly look through. Um, as I'm probably trying to keep my head not Yeah, and you're, yeah you're not. You're just kind of you're being inconspicuous. Um, so the two of you notice that uh, across directly across the street from Cafe Aromatica, um, almost bursting out of the double doors of the office building just across the street um, is Dr. Harmon. Um, he uh, has this sort of flushed sort of um, nervous sort of look on, on his face and he's actually he's moving pretty quickly. Um, yeah, oh well, yeah, he's, he's moving like He's got a sort of an anxiousness about him, and he seems impatient. Like, it's not that he's sprinting across the street, but he is, he's come out, he's breathing a little hard, he is on the sidewalk, um, he's to your left, which is why yeah. the stuff that you can't really see all that well. Um, and he's sort of checking the traffic, you know, like waiting for a time to go. He's clearly not, he doesn't go down to the crosswalk or whatever, he's just trying to... He's, he's being aggressive by his jaywalking. Yeah, he's basically like jaywalking, <laughs> essentially. So he looks, sees that everything is... You know, seems to him clear, like the traffic's not, you know, he's got a window. Thanks. So you see him sort of like jog, you know, he, start, he steps off the curb and starts to jog towards, cuff, towards Cafe Aromatica. And then you hear what sounds like an engine roar to life. Uh-oh. And you see, Sean? you see in a matter of seconds, Sorry, you over towards the road. in a matter I'll of probably seconds, message you I'm probably more comfortable with you. So within like five seconds, you see a what looks like a taxi cab that has been idled on the curb peel out step on the gas shoots out plows into Harmon sending him sort of careening down the street in like 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 a bloody clump basically he's been hit at a high speed by this by this uh, taxi so this has just happened what do you do? Do the like, yeah. Well, you can see some people like Good. someone has seen it. They scream like attention is being sort of pulled there. They heard the obvious connection of taxi with body and everything like that. So the public is is roused right now. Mine is. I am up and doing my best to bolt across after grabbing uh, the cane and backpack, using the hook of the cane to actually grab the backpack and go. Okay. Grab my shit. Nine one one. Go after him. Okay, so you're calling nine one one with what phone? With the Hoffman Institute phone? Will that not work? No. Nope. Okay, I'll grab my shit and go, somebody call 911 now! Okay. Yeah, people are very quickly like, some people have like very quickly (laughs) taken out their smartphones to like film the thing. Oh, yeah, you're right. No. So so, so what are you doing? I'm trying my best to like look at the driver and the license plate. So he's peeled out past you, and like um, in this moment, he is sort of. The, 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 the taxi cab is what looks like it is taking a sort of a, a wide U-turn and is coming back. Oh, um, give me a perception check, please. Can I make that check, too? Uh, yes, but with disadvantage because of the height. Can't see in the car as well. Bad angle, that's all. 16? 16. 
Nine. Okay. Because of your distance, even though he's like sort of right down there, two stories up down there with where you're looking at sort of mostly the top of the cab, mm-hmm. so it's, it's difficult to make out anything other than that you know. You can see that it is a city taxi cab. It looks like the branding on it says it's from a company called Big Yellow. Okay. Um, you see... Do I get like a number? Uh, the, 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 like the cab number? Yeah. Yes, you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know that it is uh, 0257 is the cabinet. And uh, it is Big Yellow Taxi? Big Yellow, that's the company, yeah. So you notice um, from the, you know, as it's peeling around from like the passenger side window or whatever, you see that the cab is being driven by um, what looks like a middle-aged man. Um, It's difficult to tell because of kind of the tinting of the windows and the speed of everything, exactly what he looks like, like typifying like, how tall is he? What's his ethnicity? Yeah, um, or anything. But you realize that his posture is really stiff-looking. Super rigid. It's very rigid. Yeah. And he has an expression on his face like, well, he has basically no expression. He's yeah. got the kind of a stone-faced. Kind of dead. Yeah. He's got a stone-faced look on. And there's something that you... You're not quite sure if it is a, um, if it is a, um... Insight? No. Um, what? Uh, you're not quite sure if it is a, I, I don't want to say illusion exactly, but it's some kind of, you're not sure if it's some kind of visual glitch because of, like, the interference of the window or, like, the glare or something like that, but something about the man's face looks kind of... Well, you'd describe it as kind of, like, waxy looking. Hmm. Hmm. Like, instead of sort of a natural skin tone, there's a kind of like a weird, smooth, glossy kind of quality to it. Which you can see because you're relatively close to the intersection that he's pulling around. So you can see um, the taxi cab is sort of whipped around um, and is actively now speeding back towards Dr. Harmon, who is, like, very... um, very unsteadily, with the help of it looks like one sort of bystander trying to get back up. So it looks like the cab the cab is turning around and going for a second hit. God, how fast can we get there? Yeah, my my bodyguard instincts kick in. Um, <laughs> doing the Terminator, right? Yeah. Do, do, doing the <laughs> protect the VIP. So, mm-hmm. um, so you you two are rushing from across the street. Yep. Okay. So your average like. City street, you're looking at like. Was what? this on my side of the street then? That he got hit? Yeah, he was closer to your side of the street. Got so that, you're talking about like 20 feet that you're trying to cross, right? Got from it. like off sidewalk, 10 foot lane, 10 foot lane, you know. Okay. So. But cars. You could conceivably make it in, you know, a turn or whatever. But uh, I'm going to need you to make, um, let's say, athletics checks. <laughs> now you can do this. With advantage because you're right there. I would like to give myself advantage on this. Okay, that's sure. a good idea. I got a plus three, but I haven't been rolling hot tonight. I don't. So I that's a, a four. I got a fifteen. 15. You might be beating me. <laughs> Fourteen. Fourteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fifteen. So, Sixteen. Look at that. Nice. You. So. So. Reed. You rush forward, but some. 
some oncoming traffic from the the east side that has not yet seen sort of the incident that is happening has caused you to kind of like step back and like hey hold on you know yeah. trying to sort of midnight cowboy like hey I'm walking here so that that harries you a little bit you're able to sort of because of that sort of pass on you're pretty close <laughs> you're pretty close to that side of the street now the sidewalk and the bus stop and everything mm-hmm. like that you were able to get off the curb and like basically get to Harmon right there so you can see that Harmon is severely injured he's got like blood coming from his ears it's like he's got fractures and what looks like a concussion and everything he's got a glazed look in his eyes like he took a, a huge yeah. hit um and you realize that as this cab is speeding towards you, Harmon, and the one bystander, it's like who's very quickly like the minute he sees this is like darting back towards the street. Um, you realize that this thing, this cab is going to hit you square on. So I need you to make a dexterity save. Um, and if you are going to try to take Harmon with you, you're going to make that save with disadvantage. I do have. Can I hope my close enough. I do have no. a feature, Ooh. class feature that allows me to use a reaction to take an attack instead. If you want to do that, it, you can, but you will guarantee that you're basically pushing Harmon out of the way yeah. to get struck by the vehicle. I'm trying to see if I get. If that's what you want to do, you can do that, but you will be struck by the vehicle. Is yeah. it under bodyguard? Yeah, it's under bodyguard. I can hopefully get there pretty Because I'm pretty. I, I don't know if I get any like, extra stuff for saves sometimes. I don't think I do, but... Advanced classes, here we go. Uh, so you're looking at Harm's Way? Harm's Way, I think, is one of them. Yeah. yeah. When a creature makes an attack against an ally who is within five feet of you, you use your reaction to redirect the attack to you. If the attack hits you, you take the damage and effects as normal. If it misses, it also misses your ally. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're doing a sort of a flexible Save. interpretation of mm-hmm. this because yeah. because it's technically not a creature, it's a car mm-hmm. being driven by, I guess, a human creature, right? Perhaps. Um, and it's not really an attack per se, yeah. but like, this, this makes sense that you would be doing it. However, the because of that um, and because this is a save rather than uh, yeah, to hit. an attack, um, you can get Harmon out of the way, but you're still making that deck save at disadvantage, cool. right? Okay. So that's what you're going to do? You're going to push yeah. him out of the way? Which to, to which side? Are you pushing him towards Cafe Armatica or back to, under the curb? The uh, side back onto the curb. Okay. So you die, mm. right? I mean, getting hit by a car. Ain't well, that'll be an eight. Eight? Yep. yep. That's a six. For disadvantage, yeah. I will be uh, breaking out my medical checks pretty quickly. <laughs> Live, damn it. I'm glad you have medical Yeah. <laughs> I do also have medicine. Good call. So if I get hurt, you heal me. If you get hurt, I heal you. I have medicine too, but it's not that great. That's great. Oh boy, that's what. Mm-hmm. Still not bad. Better than nothing. So you. So what was yeah, your total? Eight. It wasn't eight. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't right. eight. So you're able to. So you grab Harmon and essentially like by the sides of the, the arms and just sort of like fling him out of the way. Hopefully towards what look what is now a kind of a gathering sort of crowd to try to hope that somebody will like 
catch him. you know catch him or cushion mm-hmm. his fall onto the sidewalk. Um, and the car comes speeding towards you and basically clips you pretty hard. Um, you take let's see take 16 bludgeoning damage. 16? Yes. So not a square on hit but you know it's like you were like almost hit checked by this thing like at at a pretty decent speed. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. So it so it strikes you and you sort of go like sort of careening off back towards the sidewalk that you were on, right? Um, and you can see that the that the cab is continuing to speed back in the opposite in the same direction that it was heading, right? Yeah. Um, and it continues at sort of top speed. It looks like it's making its way all the way to the the end of the block and is doing a sort of a hard left turn, like like hit and run style. It is getting out. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you couldn't finish the job. Though. As the one closest to it, can I see a license plate or anything on it? Give me a. Here's here are your options. Um, okay. You can give me a perception check mm-hmm. uh, at disadvantage. Okay. To try to get license plate number as the car is speeding away from you. Although it is a taxi, so I'm not sure how much good it would do. Okay. Well, you've still got that's still a number you can run by somebody. Mm-hmm. Or you can give me a regular sleight of hand check to see if you can quickly whoop, and get a, a phone shot. Quick shot. And then later enhance and then take a look at the <laughs> license plate. Ah, okay. Um, I'm probably going to have better luck with the perception, even at disadvantage, because I get to add 8 to it. So. Okay. Roll fun. Yep. Let's see what the fuck happens. Pretty good. Oof. Oof. It's a 13. Ah, 13. Not bad. Okay. Um, unfortunately, because of because of the other traffic that the car is sort of, like, actively weaving through, like, people are, like, moving out of the way, yeah, yeah. like, and... Uh, the swaying and everything like that, and the, the uh, sort of chaos of the moment, you're unable to sort of see. You know, Can I at the least numbers of recall it. what tab- cap taxi company it was. Well, uh, we have that. Yes, have that. Okay. big yellow. Um, cool. I mean, already sort of got that information from yeah, a sort of stakeout. Then I will. Uh, sorry. Yeah, me. anyone who was close enough to the first. car. Basically, all mm-hmm. of you at this point. Now that the car has not only turned around but gone Come back. back. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, that's a big yellow taxi. Cool. Okay. Not both, not both literally not and figuratively, yeah. <laughs> a big yellow taxi. Um, I'll go to Harmon because I'm assuming that you're still coming and you'll get. Um, so, so Harmon, it looks like he is basically people are like sort of loath to to touch him because they either because they're sort of stunned or they don't want to like make his injuries worse yeah. or whatever. He's basically like lying against he, he's on the juncture between the curb and the street. Yeah. Um, and you can see that he is like severely bleeding. Like if he doesn't get emergency mm-hmm. medical help soon, um, he's probably going to die from like internal injuries and like yeah. blood loss. I'll look at the passerby and like the people standing near him go, anybody call 911? Um, they, they've, you know, they're all like sort of scrambling for their phones. Um, people on the other side of the street are like looking and everything and, you know, in various states of engagement and involvement. Um, somebody like has, is doing like a, yeah, and sort of put in their, uh, put in their, their headset up. Okay. Um, I'm going to approach Dr. Harmon and 
just basically run through the first first aid protocol, do the classic announcing as I'm approaching. I'm like, I know first aid. And, and people kind of back up a little bit to let you sort of do some yep. do some work. Down, back, back out, pull out a uh, first aid kit, flip mm-hmm. that open, and just kind of start running through the whole thing. Give me a medicine check. Are you still on the street? I'm like, uh, and I'm just like ro- trying to like either roll to get out of traffic or triage. You're next. <laughs> I will go help you get out of the street. Yeah, you've all, you've almost certainly got like a cracked rib and like your hip is like in bad condition. I will yeah. I will spend a turn to get a second wind. There you go. Take a deep breath. Makes a lot of sense for uh, like a SWAT, like an ex SWAT guy, but, or like an off duty SWAT guy. They swap like, to the yeah. tough instead of <laughs> instead of strong. Yeah. Ah, fuck it. Yeah. An extra six. So. Fifteen on that medical check. Fifteen. Okay. So you do a quick sort of pass. Okay. You see. Okay, we're looking at multiple fractures. Mm-hmm. We are looking at probably uh, like internal bleeding, organ damage. Like it straight on. Yeah. Like, and he was thrown several feet down the street. Um, and, um, uh, patch up, focus on the external. You can, with your equipment right now, with the first aid kit, you can basically, um, you can basically staunch the bleeding to some extent, mm. but he's still going to need medical attention within the next, like, yeah, hour now. Ten, <laughs> ten minutes. Ten minutes, yeah. So you, so uh, Harmon is there, sort of on the street. <coughs> he's like coughing up blood and everything like that. He's severe bruising and contusion. Uh, and uh, so, so are you trying to are you trying to communicate with him, or are you just doing a, sort of a medical? Do the basics first. After I've got probably at this point like hands on an area where I know like all right, apply pressure and just wait effectively. Mm-hmm. I yeah, try to go through the. Can I get a response from him? Pupils dilation, those kind of things. And if I can get his attention, yeah, I will happily have a little conversation. It looks like after you sort of are, you know, providing compression and everything like that, you can see that that he is, his eyes are kind of like unfocused. It's clearly like, it's some combination of shock and mm. dizziness and confusion and everything. He's not really able to focus on anything in particular. Dr. Harmon, can you hear me? <coughs> Dr. Harmon? And he's doing sort of these sharp inhalations. He can't seem to... Like to sort of hone in on 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 what you're saying. I mean, what are you doing um, on the top of the roof there? Have you already come down to the street, or or what's your what's your game plan? I think I'm gonna stay up there and try to keep a like a lookout for anything else that looks dangerous or suspicious. Sure, yeah, you're trying to scan the street. Sniper. Maybe Don't another touch. car. Maybe other people like coming in and trying to make things difficult. Yeah. Okay. Oh god, I hate myself for this. About how... So you don't have any sort of, like, vision support or anything like that? You're just kind of keeping a bullseye out? Okay. Could have my binoculars. So you do see off to the west, like, coming down east on East Randolph, you can see what looks like a pair of police vehicles based on the flashing lights. It looks like they are actively coming. Hmm. I I send the meshes down to you that... Look, police and emergency services look like they're they're on their way. Good to know. Matter of minutes. And we'll take a second and think about you in the street and go. I'll be fine. <laughs> go back to Doctor Harmon. Come down next to you, like uh, quietly. If police are on the way, we need to get out of here. We need to figure out if there's anything on his body that we can get information from, and then get out of here. 
Alright, I mean, we can obviously give basic statements, but yeah, we don't, you know. I, I'll, I'll do a quick, like, sleight of hand to do a pat down. Basically Kinda, a pat down. I will try down. to distract yeah. by, like, talking to Dr. Harmon and, like, making a show of, like, looking at him and, you know, like, medical things. So he's still, he's still pretty out of it, so it's, it's. He's not actively like resisting. he's not resisting mm-hmm. your sort of movement, but he's also not really paying much attention to you at this point. It's more sleight of hand for the, the crowd. Yeah. yeah, basically trying to you're convincing the crowd like, no, uh, yeah, yep, that's blood. Yep. Yep. Whoop, that's bad. <laughs> you know, trying it, to figure does out. it hurt here? Ooh, oops. I, I think it ends up sounding like that because that was a total of a six. Mm, six, lovely three. <laughs> so it's so you, so it looks pretty clearly that like. Based on what you just did, now you're like sort of. It looks like you're frisking him, basically, and like uh, you can see that like um, a young dude from the crowd is like, "Hey, man, come on!" <laughs> <laughs> Looking yeah. for identification. Check the well. Get, get his wallet or something like that. <laughs> you know, and like they're sort of like pointing, like you know, people are like, yeah, "Come on, yeah," you know. So, so they've given you kind of like. Tacit yeah, <laughs> kind of agreement, kind of like, like all right, hey, let's check yeah. and see who this guy is. Yeah. Right. So you do manage to. <laughs> so even with that clumsy sort of attempt, you do get his wallet uh, out of his um, left pants pocket. Mm-hmm. So you you open up, flip it open. Yeah. yeah so you can see ID um, standard issue Illinois driver's license. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see that, sure enough, the information you were provided is is accurate, right? He's forty five, five foot ten. Looks like he's B B my uh, what's it uh, B plus B positive mm-hmm. B positive blood type. Um, oh nice. You know all the stuff like that. You know, got a lot of you know basic information that you found a driver's license, and you also see apart from some, you know, what less than fifty dollars in cash um, and sort of uh, like. Grocery savings cards <laughs> and like a bowling alley Excuse punch me. card for like free mm. game and stuff. There's all this Gas sort card. of you know bric-a-brac. Uh, you also see that he's got um, a, a decent amount of business cards in there as well. Mm. Well, it looks like a, a pretty decent sized stack of printed business cards. Okay. Any photos? No photos. No weird satanic symbols or anything fun. Oh, the, yeah, there are plenty of those. No. Okay, great. That's They're just, on the back of the business cards. Oh. Those were pre-printed there because he bought his his uh, wallet at Hot Top. Awesome. Okay. So, yeah. No, there's there's nothing. It's a pr- bra- standard brown leather wallet. Probably something he picked up at a, off a of Kohl's or something. You know, like something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Standard issue. Um, you can see after looking through the wallet, uh, read. And I'm looking back up and sort of checking the situation as you're continuing to talk to him. Both of you realize that, like, um, uh, that Harmon has has stopped, like, sort of his head sort of drifting and moving, and his eyes are now... His head is pointed in the direction of what looks like the office building. And he is, like, staring, eyes locked, at something in front of the office building. Well, let's have a look. Let's say, oh, yeah, follow his gaze. The, the, the cautious, like, you look first, then I'll look. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will look first. So, the two of you, and if you're, if you're close enough, um, 
Wagner, which I assume you are. You're maybe like a couple of feet away. If you bring yourself over, I'll be like, I got uh, painkillers in my bag. It's nothing I can't work through. All right. All right. So so the lot so the lot of you um, see that you follow his gaze and you can see that his eyes are locked in what is clearly like a lucid, panicked state, like a, f- a feared. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, his eyes are on uh, like a crowd, you know, that is gathered, you know, part of the crowd that's nearest the body that is on the street, kind of like uh, rubbernecking, for lack of a better word, on this, mm-hmm. this accident. You can see a, a pretty finely dressed man, probably late 40s, um, slick back, light brown hair. Looks like he's wearing a designer suit, shirt, tie. All black. Like, black pants, black shirt, black tie, like, you know. Um, and, uh, I mean, you noticed this individual come out of... Because he looks pretty distinct from everybody else in what is normally, like, you call street clothes. Um, you saw him come out of the office building. Um, so the three of you see that he is actively looking at this person, and this person is like looking on with a kind of what you'd assume is like a politely a politely concerned look. Okay. In the kind of way that if you saw, you know, like a car accident as you're driving by, you'd be like, oh, you I know, hope everybody's okay. I hope everybody's okay. But such like, a pity. You wouldn't. Yeah, you wouldn't be like. You know, you wouldn't begin bawling. Just the guy who's, he's, he's, you know, pretty finely dressed guy. He's looking over and he's like, mm, yeah. And you see him, like, actively, like, turning to people in the crowd and being like, well, what happened? What, you know, trying to get, trying to get questions, you know, answers from everybody. Who was the guy? You know. Um, at that point, you can see police officers, uh, one police car, uh, two police cars and an, an ambulance um, arrive at sort of the juncture between, um, East Randolph and Wabash, you know, just there, like just below you. I mean, and um, you can see that cops have gotten out, and they, you know, they're just sort of standard B cops, you know, Chicago PD. They come, all right, everybody, stand back, you know, clear, clear the area, and they bring, you know, the the, the two uh, EMTs out with a sort of a, you know, a mobile stretcher and everything, and they're approaching uh, uh, Doctor Harmon. Um, so, what what are you doing? Are you also Clearing the way for this. For this? I'm going to head towards the man in the suit. Okay, so you kind like, of under the guise the of like yeah, getting Just out of the way. Back in the crowd. What about you? Because you perform uh, medical. Because you were you were right on it. Right? Yeah. Are you staying with him or? Yeah, I will. Part of me wants to try to swipe those uh, business cards. Should try it. So, in my humble opinion. My dice luck has not been good though. With. Right. With Harmon's mm-hmm. eyes still locked on this well-dressed gentleman, mm-hmm. you can see, like, very quickly, not strongly, but quickly, he sort of grabs your arm. And you can see Look that down. He's, he then sort of glances at you, um, and, and he says in a sort of a broken, like, you know, blood-choked voice, uh, Don't leave me alone with him. It's, he's... Terrible danger. <laughs> grab, grab what you can. Meet me at the hospital, so I can get away. I give a nod, and you can see very quickly, like with with what looks like a sort of agonizing effort, like pulls out something and like 
hands it to you. Um, you can see that it is a it is a bloody apartment key. Hmm. We will pocket that, give him his wallet back, and just from then on, follow EMT instructions. The police come in, the EMTs are like, sir, if you'll step yep. away, we've back got off. this handled, you know. And so you can see that the EMTs sort of uh, attend to him. They very quickly put him on the stretcher. They have the cops sort of act as, um, you know, crowd control and everything like that. And um, they whisk him into the ambulance, very quickly close the doors, and peel out. And they are headed back towards uh, the nearest sort of metro hospital. Okay, I'm going to try to sneak out of the building and try to make my way back to the vehicle because I assume I know where they parked it. You're, you're the, the team SUV? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are parked on... Um, actually, you guys are parked in sort of the side street here, North Garland, mm-hmm. where, you where you know, it's... Not a $20 parking garage. It's around <laughs> It's around the block, like, so here's Cafe Aromatica, here's where you were on the roof, and then there's a side street off to the east. Yes, yeah, so you go back towards North Garland Court. So you, you get on there and you make your way to this sort of black GMC like SUV. Can I make my way into the crowd and? So what, what's what's your plan? Are you getting in the driver's seat or you what's what's going on? Um, I am going to get in the car. I suppose yeah, the driver's seat. Say efficiency in vehicles if nobody else does. I, mean, I think a lot of us do. Yeah. We have at least well, one vehicle and then one other yeah. vehicle. Vehicle proficiency, like wheeled vehicles in this or case, stunt driving means stuff like that. Like everybody, oh, okay, cool. Great. Yeah. unless your background says know, otherwise. Yeah, yeah. So unless your background see. says otherwise, it means like there are people in California. So since no you have wheeled vehicles proficiency, like <laughs> yeah. you've like driven some like. Dune buggies okay, and like cool. you know. I just didn't want to get in here and be like, "Well, is anybody?" Ever but you know, everybody can yeah. generally drive unless some extreme. I have professions in the military. So you're all, you were already sense. good. Like yeah. you were driving around like <laughs> fucking a- ATVs or what? Not on it. Yeah, the Humvees, the APCs. Yeah, like it's shit like that. Humvees and Humvees and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. So. I basically got an idea that you were backing into the crowd, and I call you. Through the Hoffman mm-hmm. phone? Okay. Yeah, what's up? I uh, made my way back to the vehicle. Uh, what's, uh, what's the report? Uh, give me a minute. I'll click, hang up, because I'm trying to get into the vehicle. The two of you. Crowd. Uh, two of you, give me a perception check. Sure. Come on, dice. You are, you two are kind of 16. Distracted it's at the getting moment. getting better. Uh-huh. Kind of conversation. 20. 20. 20? Not natural. 16. 16. So both of you notice that when you see, um, you've seen Harmon successfully loaded into the ambulance and the ambulance begins to peel off, um, looking back around sort of the scene and the crowd and everything, the two of you both see the well-dressed gentleman um, sort of surreptitiously like spit on the ground on the sidewalk and then turn and go back into the office building. Does does he look like, kind of like... A, the doll of the taxi driver. He's got like. Does he look like waxy or anything? He's got that or kind like, of stone like similar. Uh, no. Mm-hmm. Looks like a regular guy. He looks like. Well, to be fair, <laughs> like I, I did the same thing too. He looks like kind of like Robert Carlyle. 
Hmm. Robert Carlyle, he was in Stargate Universe. He plays he plays Rumpelstiltskin or something in Once Upon a Time. Not 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 Jason Momoa of Stargate. Yeah, you know that guy. Yeah, I know that guy. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, but he just looks like a normal guy. You know, he looks like again he's in his late forties. You know, he's um, got kind of the sort of Wall Street kind of like relatively short, light brown hair, slick back. He almost looks like Kevin Sorbo. A little bit, yeah. It's mostly when Robert Carlyle talks that you get in trouble. <laughs> so, so I don't. So you see him, okay. and then you know, obviously not trying to spit on anybody, but like sort of spits on the sidewalk and then makes his way back inside the office building. So I don't get there in time. Well, what were you trying to do? So I remember, I was trying to get back into the crowd so I could kind of go talk to that guy. Oh, so you're actively trying to, I, to speak I was, to? Him. Yeah. Okay. So as you're sort of like pushing your way through the crowd, he's already done this sort of, you know, spitting thing, um, and he is making his way back towards the it's office. Very deep. Super obvious. That I tried so to so what do you so what do you want to do? I'm not going to do anything. You could like reach out and be like, "Excuse me, sir." Yeah, but I just wanted to kind of be like go up next to him and be like, "Oh, it's such a shame what happened." You know, like I can't do that if I'm singling him out of the. Crowd. At this point, it would look yeah. calculus. Never mind. Yeah. I will go to the vehicle, I guess. Okay, so you head over down the street towards uh, North Garland and towards... I got my own Advils. I'm A and uh, the SUV. Okay. What about about the two of you? I I will legitimately offer you my cane for that walk back to the car. (laughs) It's like you need it more than I do. I mean, sometimes... Take a load off. Sometimes I've taken, you know, grenades pretty close by, but they're usually, like, you suited up for them. Grenades in a city. Well, I mean, like Damn. flashbangs, you know, stuff that mm. still, still can concussive force. I guess. Yeah. I'll 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 take like some Advil. <laughs> Pop some Advil and we head back to the car. Yeah, nothing to drink with it. You just swallow. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I can do that myself. I mean, more more power to you, but but that pills yeah. is not my favorite. Oh. Yeah, it, it's. I mean, it's not fun, but depends on the pills too. If I have some water, I can do like four or five. Fuck off! I think he just stepped on himself. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> he knows we're being recorded, and he's. Trying to be that ambulance chaser. Five, seven. So with the help of Reed's cane, you're able to sort of like get a little bit of better posture and kind of like right yourself. You can see that the crowd is starting to disperse. You can see some people sort of walking by the entranceway to the side street as they're passing by. Um, and it looks like, you know, sort of the the panic and sort of the everything has died down. People are like pocketing their cell phones and like, you know, chatting and shaking their heads and everything and going about their, their business. Uh, did Wagner lose his sunglasses in that hit? I mean, <laughs> I, I probably took, I, I probably did that, like, took them off when, when, when I was looking for, like, the, the taxi cab, so I probably, like, dropped them on the sidewalk. Yeah, they're 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 somewhere nearby. He doesn't have them on. So I have, like, that, that stiff, like, look and bend over. Oh. Try to find them in the they're, they're a little scuffed, but they're all right. I'll update you the, on what's going on. They're, they're plastic, though. <laughs> and then oh, I will probably oh, call the Hoffman Institute. I, uh, I inform no, you that 
the cab was a big yellow cab, and the number was 0257. 0257. I mean, I got more details about the driver, but not but not here. Okay. So I'll ring up the Hoffman Institute, trying to get passenger on the line. Well, if you're going to tell passenger, then that guy's, the guy's face, it looked. Have you ever been to Gatlinburg? Have you seen those, those wax museums? I've seen them, yeah. That's what his face was like. Gross. Oh, that's not good. It, it even looked waxy. So what are you thinking, like Mandroid or something? If, if, if it was something... <laughs> Mandroid. Yeah, like, not like a scarecrow. You know, like, like one of them... One of them Star Treks. Yep. <laughs> but what are what, what are those called? In those those. So you're calling fantasies homunculi? Maybe no idea like what that. you're talking about there. So, yeah, I think it's fun if you're surprisingly well read. Dante's Divine Comedy was written in 1488. Have you seen that one anime? <laughs> Uh, that makes too much so so you using your Hoffman phone you call the institute you hear a um, a sort of a a husky voiced woman answer the phone she says uh, this is the institute please provide your handler's designation passenger one moment oh nice oh boy (laughs) is it going to be Frank Buter Passenger reporting. Yeah. Well, hold on. Let me use a different. Say I've said something really awful. <laughs> <laughs> reporting. No, okay. not you. A little too high pitched. Passenger reporting. Oh, it's too fast. That's mm-hmm. right. too British. Passenger <laughs> reporting. Yeah, that's that's a little Michael. Passenger, this is Doctor Bell. We were waiting to meet Doctor Harmon at the coffee shop, and he got hit by a car. Would have been twice actually if we hadn't intervened. He kept him from getting hit. The driver had a weird wax statue look to him, and Harmon wasn't able to talk but handed Reed some papers and told us to meet him at the hospital. Jingle the apartment keys. Oh, excuse me, handed Reed an apartment key and told us to meet at the hospital and was terrified of a man in a suit. It's where, how would you like us to proceed? This is clearly not... Not an unfortunate accident, then, in your observation. No, it was definitely deliberate. I mean, they did a U-turn in the middle of a busy street to come back and hit him again. Finished the job. And clipped Wagner in the process. <laughs> just get that. I'm fine, though. <laughs> just do the stretches. Oh. Continue surveillance of Harmon and investigate this hit and run, as it were. All right, thank you. I have a passenger out. Hold, passenger. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it! (laughs) What's our word? Keep going. Investigate the hit and run. I suggest we split and two. Now, you can, you can call back. It's not, it's not like being it's not like Delta Green. Whoever they are, it's not being an asshole. It's just like yeah. they keep their communications Quick. crisp Quick. and to the point. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like we could call the cab company and like figure out All right. cab I think we should so. split into yeah. two teams. One of us should definitely try to figure out where that key is and uh, follow up on the cabs. Uh, the other two people should go to the hospital. 
and check on Wagner. I'm still unsure of your... Uh, Wagner decided not to go to the hospital for some reason. I mean, Why I aren't can, you in the hospital for, actually? <laughs> I mean, if I you mean, want, I can get my, my x-rays done or something. I mean, Wagner problem. probably should go to the hospital. You Wag- did get you hit by a car. You should go to the hospital. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what you meant. So <laughs> you raise a valid point, but continue. I actually meant Harmon. Uh, I missed both. It's Harman. okay. Wagner really should go to the hospital. <laughs> we agree. <laughs> Okay. I mean, I agree, but for different reasons. <laughs> you, mean, you mean Wagner or Harmon? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes to all. Oh. Okay. Um, Wagner can go to the hospital with one of you two. I'll go with the other person and try to follow up on Cab and the key. I'm uh, unfamiliar with your extraordinary sensitivities. Do you have any means of helping us locate uh, his residence without access to a computer? Yeah, all, all, all of you do since since you met, you have some intimation of hmm. who is like... Is anyone else an adept? Paranormally yeah. touched. Yeah, yeah. The, the whisperer. I am not. Yeah, and I can choose one. I do have one spell. Yep. Uh, in, in, in one person. Well, still, I mean, if you know a person, like, if I knew a guy who could do, like, one magic spell, I'd be like, yeah. fuck, dude. <laughs> what else can you do? You're a fucking wizard. <laughs> so, like, just the one is enough, right? Yeah. What else can you do? In, in a I world mean, where nobody a, else has it. I have a, since I started working with the agency, I found out I have a cantrip in one spell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Effectively, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I could always pull up my laptop and... So you guys know with me and you two go to the hospital? Sure. I, I'm still curious, like, in character, asking, like, effectively what, what your capabilities you are. Because um, I've probably gotten used to the message, mm-hmm. but that's probably it. I, I can also summon a creature to help us with surveillance. Interesting. Well, nice. that would be quite useful. Um, that sounds like it could keep guard outside the, uh, the apartment while, while you're inside. Definitely. And long-term at the hospital after we get things taken care of. We tend to not like creatures in hospitals. The scientists and physicians at the Hoffman Institute who have met with you once or twice in the past two years um, have explained to you that your sort of work with these quote-unquote sort of like magical or supernatural forces is probably due to like some kind of interference between sort of your molecular structure and sort of the dark tides, sort of the rise of dark matter and everything like that. you got so and, much connection with the dark matter. And they're kind of keeping an eye on you, but they're keeping things mum if they know anything, you know, More concrete, than, basically. Yeah. So basically, as you, you know, over the past two years, you've learned that you could do basically those two things. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, who knows if that's it or there could be more or, you know. So the Hoffman Institute... If they know something, they're not telling you. Yeah. Just just to be clear, they're aware, but they're like, you know, you'll be fine. They, they give We're going to check up in your like, three months. Like, yeah. you know, call us if you explode. <laughs> if there's <laughs> any further developments, please tell us. Yes. <laughs> All right, so we'll drop you guys off at the hospital. We'll come in for a little bit just so I can... <laughs> you have to poke that bowl, don't you? Um, we'll come in for a little bit just so I can Google his address. Unless you remember it from his ID. Ooh. Uh, what would that be? Like a wisdom check? Yeah. No, I'd call that an intelligence check. Sure, I'll give it a shot. 
blind roll. 18. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Great. You remember the address. So yeah, I will... Rattle it off and hand you the keys. Great. Drop you guys off at the hospital. Sounds good. So, hospital. Yep. So for Reed and, and Wagner and Bell and Ami, you guys are headed to investigate the taxi stuff. Let's do the apartment right? apartment. Or are you going to the apartment? Well, we'll see if the key is actually for the apartment. Yep. Okay, so you're passing off this bloody key, basically, to them. Okay, two of you, apartment, two of you, hospital. Wash the hands. Okay. Just out of curiosity, how long will it take us to drive to drop them off? uh, To drop them off at the hospital and then drive to the apartment? You're looking at about... um, Well, the problem is... Traffic. The problem is, well, not only traffic, but you're not sure which hospital he was taken to. Mm. There were a couple in the Chicago area. But so. would you say it'd take at least an hour to do this? No. Um, you're looking at, depending on the hospital and... So we'll say, like, let's say an average. Let's say from where you are, 15, 20 minutes, like, there and back. And then the apartment... Which, based on if you rattled off the address, mm-hmm. looks like it's actually a couple of blocks down um, Randolph. It looks like it's technically on mm-hmm. West Randolph. It's a brownstone sort of down the way. So that's probably another 15 there. So we're looking at about 30, 35 minutes. Yeah, so 30, yeah, about 45 minutes. Okay, that's not time. What, are you trying to take a short rest? No, I actually need an hour to cast the time from my spell. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, if they're trying to do it as a ritual. No, I mean you're you're driving right now. No, the actual spell, mm. the casting time is one hour. Oh, wow. Yep. And then if you do it as a ritual, oh, it's an extra then. ten. Yeah, just <laughs> for reasons. I mean, like I could let somebody else drive if I could yeah, do that, that's true. but since and you just do it in the car and you just wait a little bit extra. I mean, I imagine trying to do a magical ritual on the back of a car would be difficult. Uh, I think I could like sit in like the cargo area. Yeah, I mean, we're not going too fast. Stop and go driving wouldn't be great, but yeah, maybe. Depends on how easy you ask one of us to take all the brakes. Yeah, yeah. that's true. How many times we get rear-ended. It's like, yeah, don't throw me over the seat. Chicago though. traffic, we have to zip in out of lanes. <laughs> okay, so again, sort of here, here's the problem. Which hospital are you going to? So, yeah, that's why I asked if mm. it would take more than mm. an hour, since we don't know which hospital it would be. Based, since you're downtown... Like, you're looking at an average of, like, I mean, we could look it up and minutes. see what the closest hospital is, because that's the most likely. Okay, that's yeah, what you want to do? You want to do, like, a Google one. search and, like, yeah, figure it out? Okay, yeah. 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 It looks like the closest place, it looks like there's a psychiatry mm-hmm. hospital nearby, mm-hmm. but that's, you know, the, no. the, the, the nearest sort of general hospital looks like Northwestern Memorial. It's towards the north. It's across the river. Um, so it looks like it'll take about... About ten minutes, given the traffic, to get there and back. Yeah, okay. so that's probably Sounds where good. he was taken to. Yeah, it's a close, it looks like it's the it's closest, closest thing. one. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's go there. If he's not there, then I'm suspecting foul play immediately. Yeah, basically. I think that's a good assessment. Well, I mean, unless if he needed... I don't... If, if they don't have any surgeons, he might need... They might have taken him to... That general hospital at this time of day, I would imagine, would have at least By the way, are either one of you a smooth talker? 
Not particularly. I'm a drill instructor, effectively. Um, because they're not going to let you know if he's there unless you're, like, family. Yeah. So, do either one of you have a way around that? Because I definitely don't. Well, we have a wonderful police officer here. I'm sure he can, uh... Apply some of his trade, perhaps bend some rules, but we'll see what we can do. We're here to question, investigate him. Is that what you're saying? Or I mean, somebody's got to check a, up, get a get a get a statement. Yep. And we can, since you were at the scene of the crime, we will have you checked in for that crime, anyways. Mm-hmm. So you just happen to be off duty at the time. Well, if you feel comfortable using your badge, then yeah. So that so you speed off in the SUV. You head in the direction of Northwestern Memorial. About ten minutes later, sort of dodging some traffic, getting over the river, you arrive there. It's a pretty, it's a sizable Memorial Hospital. It's a you know, it's a it's a downtown like city hospital. Mm. Um, So you drop uh, Reed and Wagner off at at the curb, um, and then continue on towards the address of this this sort of brownstone apartment. Complete. Yeah, assuming they will call us if they're hiccups or snags. Well, I hope so. Yep. Unless you're going to do this solo. <laughs> or, or, or duo. Duo. I was going to say dolo. Dolo. Duetto. Is that like yeah, YOLO, duet. except you only live twice? <laughs> James Bond? Or, or, or no. tango, because it um, takes two. Dudes takes only two. live once? Dudes only live once. <laughs> yeah. Specifically dudes. Um, okay. So... Uh, but dude's a general neutral. So. It is. Let's depending on let's you let's start with with your two. Okay. So you make your way over to this sort of little this brownstone area. Again, it's only a few blocks from the cafe, which explains why um, Harmon um, probably it, it seemed like Harmon probably you know maybe frequented it or. It was close enough to downtown that it's like he's not going to go out of his way. I mean, if that was his workplace, plus he lives close by, and yeah, he did exit out of an office building, but there's nothing. There wasn't anything immediate apparent that he necessarily worked there. He was just there at the time, right? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, but it was a it was a convenient enough cafe. <sighs> so you head over there. Um, uh, you make your way sort of into the lobby area, and you see that there is sort of the standard issue, like, you know, wall of sort of post boxes, right? Um, uh, a staircase leading up to sort of the, the multiple floors and everything like that. It doesn't look like there is a, a, a listing of the apartment registered. Yeah. The apartment number should have been on, on, his, on the ID. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sort of getting to that. Oh, okay, sorry. So, so you, you see that based on the address and the apartment key, um, it looks like he's on the second floor in um, sort of, it looks like it's like 20, 201A or something. Um, so you head up there, make your way up the stairs. There's a few, there's a, you know, you see one or two people passing by, but for the most part, it's a quiet sort of afternoon. Um, take your key. I'll kind of listen at the door first. Okay, sure yeah. He doesn't, like, have a whole family inside. Give me a perception check. <laughs> you walk in on a bar mitzvah? <laughs> there's a bar mitzvah? <laughs> yeah, there's a bar mitzvah going on in this Indian-American family. 
19. So you put your ear to the door. Luckily, luckily this place isn't exactly... Thick wall. It's, it's modest, is what you'd call it. Okay. It's not skeezy, but it's not upscale either. It looks like a, you know, a reasonable income. Like mm-hmm. It's not a great place, but you know, it's, it's decent. Um, and uh, so you put your ear to the door. The door's not too thick. You can, it doesn't sound like there is anything coming through that door. It sounds like it's you know pretty pretty silent in the apartment. Okay, um, mm-hmm. try to slip the key in. Okay. Does it, does it fit in? Yeah, it opens up. You unlock, and the door opens up. Into a small uh, carpeted living room. Looks pretty sort of standard. Uh, it is furnished in a kind of a modest way. It looks like most of this furniture like comes from Ikea or Target or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty simple sort of sparse furnishing. Um, you see that there is what looks like a bedroom, there is a kitchen unit, and a single bathroom. It isn't much, but it's got kind of a it's got kind of a homey quality to it. You know, it's a decent place. Um, you can see uh, inside that there is a next to the window uh, across from the um, uh, inside. Um, the living room, sort of nearest to the opposite wall, there is a small desk. Um, it looks like a... It's a wooden desk, but, you know, not a particularly fancy affair. It looks like he's probably... Hasn't been... Um, uh, working from home? What's the spray that people use? Oh, like like Febreze? Pledge. Oh, yeah. Looks like it hasn't Pledge. been pledged Pledge in a while. Okay. Um it's a simple-looking desk with a desktop computer, monitor, and Which PC on, on on the top. Uh, it's a couple of years old. It looks like it's like an entry-level like Dell unit or something like that. Um, Out of the box, kind of. And the desk itself is not littered, but you know, fairly covered with what looks like sort of dirty paper plates, food wrappers, coffee cups, and things like that. It looks like, based on the state of the rest of the apartment and the desk itself, it looks like he's spent most of his time at his desk. All right, here's the plan. You check out the computer. I'll, I'll set fire to the apartment. Not this game. If you find, you know, ectoplasm, then, you know, it's... Okay, it's here's the plan. They, they, you they, check they out the computer. Use judgment. Gas. We both get uh, plus three to the ability check too. And for the next that happens in the, the first ability check that happens in the next minute. Next minute? Yeah. Okay. You got a minute to use it, but you can... Okay, so plus three. You got a plus three bonus to the next thing that you're doing. I will okay. fire up that computer. You said it's a couple years old in the Dell, so it's probably going to take longer than a minute to boot up. <laughs> it doesn't have an SSD in there, but it's not... It's not a... It's like... It's 2019, so this is probably a, a desktop computer from like 2014 or something like that. You know, it's a couple of years old, but like... It's going to take a little bit. Yeah, you know, a couple of, you know, a minute or two. Um, well, I will search through the desk. Okay, so you're going to take a look at the desk. Where, where, are, you, where are you going? Uh, I'm just basically trying to search the desk. Scan of. the room. Okay, give me a general perception check. Okay. Or, well, do you want to make an investigation or you're doing a, like, yeah, a more... Yeah, investigation. Okay, let's do that instead. And I'll use my plus three there. Okay, cool. Which totally failed. Okay, you want to re-roll? We've got two fortune left. Yeah, sure. Okay. Oh, that is so much better. Oof. That's a 12. I mean... It's not bad. Could be worse. 12. 
Having a four on dice. Okay, so you take a look throughout the um, the apartment. I mean, uh, you see a worn out, comfy chair. Looks like the the prized possession here in the house. Bachelor pad. Yeah, um, and it does very much look like you know a single man lives here. Based on the lack of, you can see there's like a family photo or two, but it's clearly done at like, you know, a Christmas or um, a Thanksgiving, that kind of sort of uh, a family affair. It doesn't, you don't see anything that looks like uh, a spouse or children or anything. Um, you see a couple of bookshelves, you know, in the, in the general living room area and one in the, uh, the bedroom that have a host of books but are mostly dominated by... Um, Histories of the automobile and uh, things like combustion engines. So things to do with like automotive, you know, like mechanical engineering design and stuff like that, specifically with respect to the cars. Um, you also see plenty of engineering books, both like technical manuals and theory stuff and, you know, what look like some, clearly some like old textbooks that have been kept from, you know, um, from what you can tell based on a few degrees hanging on the wall. Um, this guy has... Harmon has got a bachelor's, a master's, and a PhD in, like, mechanical engineering. So, like, he has got the bona fides to... And based... Just as a... Uh, kind of a narrative way to fit this mechanical thing in, I would have waited until she booted up the computer... Oh. And then gave the plan playing. Sure, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so what was your what was your role? Uh, oh, that's right, I had to mask it. So you turned it on. Obviously the thing is, like, it's not unhackable, but, like, it's, there's a password, so... So I would like to use my plus three for that one, if it's applicable within the time frame. Okay. Um, I do have a mechanical toolkit. That, unfortunately, is not... Okay. <laughs> Uh, that unfortunately is not gonna like. That's more like fixing a thing, right? That's more like yeah, fixing a thing. You would need sort of like you would need like proper hacking equipment, like something to crack a password, like some weird like credit card sized like okay. thing that's like, tossing three hundred passwords at a time. Okay, so I can't it. do it. No, you can try. Oh, okay. But you'll be at disadvantage uh, on an intelligence check. Okay. To try to like, it's not again. It's not Fort Knox. It's not the Pentagon or anything like that. You, it may be that. Is there a hint? Harmon may have like, maybe the kind of person who puts password as his password, right. or it may be something like complicated. Who knows? You're okay. just, are you just you're basically just trying to like brute force it at this point. Is it just a base intelligence? Yes. Okay. Because I was really mad that. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so you've got the plus three bonus. Well, and then I've got a plus three for my intelligence. Yeah. Windows. Yes. Plus six. Windows. So plus six Maybe overall. You have a hint. I was um, like, no. Yeah. No. Fourteen. Fourteen. <laughs> okay. Because you said with disadvantage, right? Yes. So this you're basically like you're doing the sort of standard issue, like okay, password, capital P, password, one two three four, like <laughs> the name of the computer, and like you know Harmon, Doctor Harmon, like mm-hmm. you know. Uh, you even use his first name, like Sarkeen, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, eventually, you sort of 
take a look, sort of, you said you were searching through the desk, right? You sort of take a look, you sort of pull some drawers out and everything like that, and you find uh, um, a... After looking at sort of the bookshelves immediately in the room, you're like, okay, well maybe it's something more topical. So you put in a couple things like, uh, you know, you put in like automobile or like, you know, combustion, you know, engine combustion engine. or car engineering, things like that. You end up uh, like a famous out of designer. almost like a Harrison Ford. out of almost like a well shit. Why not? Sort of uh, <laughs> context. You see that there is a that there's a pretty sizable like general science book on on what looks like. Um, based on the title, it looks like it's about cold fusion. You know, like the the theory that like that is possible. Nailed and so it. you're like, okay, I'm cold fusion, and you're in. Well, shit. Okay. All right, cool. Professor Let's scan around for anything. First, though, as you were sort of pulling through the desk, trying to figure out, is it, is it written on something? Or you see that apart from the standard sort of bric-a-brac, um, you find a business card. This business card is for um, a man named Alexander Ashton. Alexander Ashton is apparently a, based on the business card, he's a solo practitioner in intellectual property law. It's a pretty, it's a pretty nicely printed business card. It's got sort of like a, you know got kind of an ivory cast to it you know like finely printed clearly it's and it's got you know one of those sort of like roman style fonts that indicates like this is a sophisticated business i came from harvard yes <laughs> but you can see that on the back as you're sort of taking a look at this business card you can see that written in a um a sort of a uh, uh a neat handwriting in pen is the following we can help with dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. Call me. And then a phone number. Sky booms are not your favorite. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> so I'll copy down the phone number in this info. Now the phone number, you check with, you check with the front of the business card. Not the same phone <laughs> You know what? I'm just going to take the fucking card. Who am I kidding? Okay. I just pocket it. I'll give it back to him. Okay, so so what are you doing now? I mean, as you've, you've kind of done a general sweep of the apartment, and apart from those elements that I described, um, nothing seems to sort of jump out, uh, jump out at you. Uh, I should probably Yeah, pulls books off the shelf to find a secret passage. Yeah, it's not even a secret passage. It's like sometimes you have like a safe or something. No, no, no just like people stuff put, behind. People them. just put shit mm-hmm. back there. Where, where, yeah. where, Hide where, a flash drive. Foolproof. Mm-hmm. Nobody will ever find it. So I guess pull out the book on cold fusion and see what the fuck's in there. I don't know. Yeah. I'll, well, that's sorry. I don't yeah. know. See if it's hollow. What does she want to do? <laughs> it's where you had the bike in, in the lupus book. The Lupus book contains one page, and you flip it up and says, it's, no. It's, no. <laughs> it's not Lupus. <laughs> so I, I kind of look at the books and try to find one that 
doesn't look like it's been used that much. Mm. And pull that out and look at it. Okay. Um, just give me an investigation check. It's a copy of War and Peace. <laughs> that is a 12. 12, okay. So you're scanning through, you see uh, history book, engineering book, history book. <sighs> Fucking angels and demons. Like, you know, a couple of like popular fiction stuff. But you see as you sort of move down and sort of down to the corner of the room, you can see towards the bottom are what look like these sort of larger, like, uh, binders. Um, you, you take out a few and you're sort of like flipping through the pages. You can see what looks like it's old project notes and everything like that as you're sort of looking through. There's nothing of particular interest until you find there's one at the end, this black binder. You pull that out and you open that up and you can see that inside are some interesting um, documents. You can see that there are some property tax receipts in there. You find the deed for what looks like, based on the description and the address, an old service station um, out, sort of on the on the in the Chicago suburbs. Uh, it looks like you know somewhere like out of downtown, like on the sort of the outskirts, um, and several utility bills for based on the address, this same place. Um, and you can see that as you're, you know, looking through these these documents, you can see, especially in the utility bills, like these are huge charges. Like these, these obviously look like. Now you you don't necessarily you're not an electrical engineer per se. You don't necessarily deal with that stuff. But like to you, it seems like this energy bills higher. It yeah. seems like an average service station operating like this can't be right. Like monthly these. Utility bills are like, are like sky high. Yeah, by dollar not, bill not for this amounts. What? They're no. not for this address. No, no, for not for the apartment address. This is for a separate address huh. that matches the one on the deed to this service station. Okay. Sounds All right. Like I guess after I get that information, I go back to you and say, I think I found this and I'm going to leave and uh, hand you the binder to look through. Okay, I'll look through it, and then I'm going to peruse on the computer as well. So the computer, um, so you find as you're sort of like mousing through, you know, there's a sort of a what looks like a like a like a beach scene desktop background, oh and there's some folders on the desktop and everything like that, and some scattered files and things. Um, Don't look at the one that says porn. It, the, there is the one. There is one that clearly says. In all caps, not porn. <laughs> so you obviously know that one is the yeah, porn. One. That's the porn one. But or the school homework. Um, so you see, um, just on the desktop, as you're sort of like clicking around and taking a look inside the folders and stuff, you can see what looks like several drafts in Word of like unpublished papers by Harmon. It looks like most of them have to do with their their variants on alternative fuel sources. Okay. And sort of scanning through these things, you gather that Harmon seemed to think that some hitherto unutilized form of, of steam power might be the best option for a like a clean alternative energy. Like if there's some way okay. technologically, scientifically to like improve upon the design of the steam engine, you know, like it could it could do a lot of good. Okay. Um I mean if you like but this isn't quite to heat, to heat the steam. It's not weird enough. <laughs> none of this is none of this is weird by any stretch. Yeah. It's like it's all like scientific journal papers that were clearly being prepared 
maybe they got rejected or maybe they would just weren't published yet. Who knows? But like, it's all given, pretty dry engineering. Who are they? Arthur. Given the things that we found last time we looked through a computer together, this is not on par with what I'm accustomed to seeing. However, yeah. I do want you to give me an intelligence check. Okay. Just. Just raw intelligence, because I, I say that you would have advantage if you were. Like an engineer or a scientist, sure. but you're you're not a social scientist. You're an archaeologist. I got eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. Okay. So you know you've, you're looking through these these drafts and you think, okay, all right, he's talking about steam again, like and that solar's like you know there are issues with that as well, and like the projected costs and everything like that. Um, but think of the jobs. And even though you are not a scientist yourself in that in that respect, yeah. like you're taking some of this stuff. A lot of this stuff seems, to be polite, dubious. Yeah. Like, some of this seems like bullshit. In fact, there's some mention of, like, in, in one of the drafts of something resembling cold fusion, like talking legitimately about that, which you know that sort of every scientific authority has generally agreed that, like, yeah, that's not going to happen. That's, yeah. that's not a thing. It'll be ready. Oh, regular fusion will always be ready in the next 20 years. <laughs> so it's all like, uh, this, you know. So some of it seems like, it seems like he's out there, which is maybe why he's not Good better known or hasn't done a lot of traction in journals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You also find an Excel file. Okay. Inside this file, it looks like it is a. Well, it's porn. Inside this file is <laughs> a cell porn. I want to see this. Well, yeah, they color the individual cells uh, to, okay. to make a yeah, kind of like paint. It, yeah. Or, or, or it's, it's like, like uh, what those? Girl on <laughs> yeah, uh, those. those Never mind, don't it. Not Unicode, but escape, escape. escape. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so you see that this Excel file contains some financial, <laughs> some financial reports for some kind of project. Okay. You can see that. You know, just sort of scanning this Excel file, you can see. Okay, well, whatever, whatever this project was, it was clearly hem. It was clearly hemorrhaging money. Okay. Like it was in a bad situation. Yeah, yeah. Towards the bottom, there is an, an entry that indicates a large influx of cash into the budget for this research project. And there's a notation on the side that labels it. Um, It says Angel Fund Research Fund. I'll pull up my flash drive and start loading the pertinent information into it. Okay. Leon, come on, buddy. You gonna do any sort of any further yeah, of course. Around yeah, yeah. okay so what's your next step so walk me through like so you've already looked at the stuff on the desktop yeah desktop so what do you want to do um she's smarter than I am because she's a fucking this guy's for his own safety Leon um I mean, where would you hide stuff on a computer? I am not a very hidden files, right? On like, an external hard drive. Well, I mean, you know, yeah. go into admin and like external hard drives, flash drives. Sure. Yeah, I'll start searching for those. Basically, that sounds yeah. good. It's just like taped on the inside of the case. <laughs> Nobody looks. Nobody's gonna open a case. <laughs> okay, well then, give me an investigation. <laughs> okay. Because I'm assuming you're looking mostly physically, like. Yeah. You're a flash drive, Brian. Can I help her? Yeah, absolutely. But we'll just get some help, so do it to the advantage. 
21? Okay. Yeah. So you... 21. Excuse me. I'm sorry. 19. I'm assuming you're mostly um, <laughs> restricting your search to, like, the desk area. Yeah. Right? Basically, yeah. So, so um, you take a look um, at the desk. You're, again, combing through the... The, the desk the, the sh- you know the, the drawers a second yeah. time you're taking a look under the under the side of the desk and mm-hmm. taking a look at the ports on the back of the the the, the unit mm-hmm. um, yeah I mean there's nothing here okay. like it doesn't look like he's got an external hard drive lying around it doesn't look like there are any jump drives flash drives hanging around most of the stuff might be at that second address that's true Maybe it looks like all this yeah it looks like if there's anything it looks like it's probably on this unit itself, okay. or held somewhere I mean, else. I'll Those keep digging around past the desktop if I go in through all the program files and look for anything. Recently okay. edited. Look on Word itself, or yeah, recently viewed. You know that kind of stuff. Okay, you can see that like everybody else, um, there is like Google Google Chrome is like in the <laughs> recently <laughs> opened yeah. thing. Um, well, I can look at his internet search history. Oh, do you want? Do you want to do that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, you can no see porn. that. Please no porn. Apart from what looks like some standard issue stuff, like he's, you know, he's, know. he's looking at Amazon, he, you know, it's CNN, and mm. you know, like you know, this uh, is not Fox News. Standard issue, right. like browser history, Infowars. You can see that there are clear Google search histories for two things. One for. This Dang man, people. Alexander Ashton, okay, and I can, I can like, see the so you thing. see like Alexander Ashton Law, Alexander Ashton Clients, Alexander Ashton Business, like clearly looking for more information about that. And this is just looking at the history, not actually mm-hmm. going to those links. Um, and the second thing is for, based on the entries, it looks like artificial life and intelligent machines. Well, that's a big. I'll point that out to yep. you. Really, that's a big deviation from clean steam energy, or even cold fucking fusion. Now, based on based on the the history things, most of those searches seem to direct towards like sci-fi and horror sites. You know, yeah, so yeah. it looks like, at least from the surface, they may be just like maybe the guy just had an interest in like genre fiction. And about that particular thing. Yeah, we're looking not for a sheer coincidence mm-hmm. right now. I will look up Alexander Ashton and see if uh, Google images the man in the suit colors. that we saw outside the office building today. Okay, sure enough, um, you uh, arrive at the website of Alexander Ashton, solo practitioner. looks Looks just like the guy in the suit. Um, he is again an intellectual property lawyer, um, and it's clear that. He's done business with most of his business is with corporate clients. Okay, so big not. corporate clients, not corporations that you would necessarily recognize yeah. right away. We're not talking like Citigroup or mm-hmm. you know sure. Wendy's, whoever owns Wendy's or whatever. But like startups, the Thomas Foundation or something. Yeah. Some startups and then some corporations that just don't have a big public presence because they're you know. Does anybody know who's the leading corporation in like vacuum technology? Kirby, Dyson, Dyson, Dyson. But that's like, yeah. What about industrial stuff? Mm. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, it looks like those kind of corporations, those those entities, like stuff that you wouldn't, that the average person wouldn't necessarily know about. Um, And you know, it's a 
It's a neat website. It looks like he does well for himself. Like he doesn't look like the devil incarnate. You, know, you should see. No, you should, you should see where his office is located. But he also doesn't look like the kind of person who would necessarily have it's a mechanical engineer on a research project in his clientele. Hmm. Okay, so I will. You know, so that could have been make sure everything's loaded on the flash drive that's pertinent to the case. Offload, you know, make sure everything's disconnected. Turn off the computer. So you're completely done with the computer. Oh boy, you make it sound like that. But I should. I'm, I'm just asking. <laughs> Not unless anything else pertinent showed up in the recently viewed or is in the search history. Maybe not the internet search history, but the computer itself would have been on like, like the recently opened open programs computer, or something? Yeah. Um, like Microsoft Word or Excel or anything like so that. So Word is there, Excel is there, um, Steam. Google Chrome, um, what looks like um, uh, what looks like the the application for good old games, the God, God Galaxy application or whatever, and uh, CAD. Oh, I mean, that makes sense. The, the design, the, the engineering Computer assistant design. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let me open up CAD. What's going on? Okay. You click up there, and you can see that the currently loaded project contains notes and blueprints for... Well, give me an intelligence check, but since you're not, you know, an engineer or a designer. Can I also do this? Yeah, if you want to. Yeah. Oh, AutoCAD. Intelligence, intelligence, Ooh, oh, 17. One. Yeah. Seventeen. I know nothing. I got a natural one. Okay, you 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 black out. Lose <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. time for a second. No, so the seventeen, the you're able to blaze. You're like you're able to uh-huh. glean enough information from the notes and the sense. blueprints and the small no notations and everything and the symbols. Okay, this is clearly a design for a car. Mm. So not an AI. Yes. That's well, good. This is clearly a design for a car, like a pretty large car. Not in terms of like not, not length like a per semi truck, but like not a semi truck. No, not like like Humvee, kind of like big. yeah. Imagine like bigger than a pretty sizable car, bigger than an your SUV, bigger than an SUV, but not as big as say tank. like an eighteen wheeler or a tank or something. Yeah. But it's unusually sized. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if this was on the road, like this is a pretty big vehicle, right? Yeah. And you can see that based on the design, like for some reason, this thing, at least from the front angle, kind of looks like a like a locomotive, like a train. Mm. So it's really got, lean into that steam thing. Yeah, it's got this kind of like steam train vibe to it. Right. It's got a really big. At thing. least what you can see from like the sketches. <laughs> Okay. And again, based on the notations that you were looking at and everything, and what you, what little you gleaned from the, the research stuff. Again, you're not an engineer, but like, some of this doesn't make sense. Like, it, it's not clear how the steam engine for this thing is supposed to be fueled. Like, mm. there's not like a logical scientific thing that's calling out to you, like. Oh, this, that's why. This that's is the, the fuel source. It seems like it shouldn't work. <laughs> and again, like, there's some information about, like, you know, fusion, question mark, cold, all this stuff. So you're thinking, like, whatever this thing is, if it was built in its current state, it shouldn't work. <laughs> well, just to be thorough, I will Good load science. that onto the flash drive as well. Okay. 
Um, anything in Excel or Microsoft of interest? Nope. I mean, okay, apart from what you've already seen. No. What else is on there? Excel, Microsoft, CAD, Google. That's pretty much it, isn't it? Yeah, that's what you're looking at. All right, cool. I'll shut it down. Get my flash drive out. Okay. You can do the thing where you make sure the flash drive is secure to take out before you take it out. Eject. Good, because later, if you would have put that back in, I would have been like, oh, data's corrupted, sorry, you didn't say you were safely ejected. <laughs> I feel like you're making fun of me now. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, great. It's not that kind of game. Great. Um, okay, so you shut down the computer. Um, this isn't OSR. <laughs> we're going to switch back to, uh, to Reed and Wagner. So the two of you are at Northwestern Memorial. Um... So you head inside. Um, so what's your game plan? Let's, uh, tell me, what's, tell me what you, what's going on. So my plan is, you mentioned you were at the same site of that hit and run that yep. you got clipped. We want you to go in, make sure everything's okay. And that was my, that's mine. we'll see if you can sweet use talk. that. Yeah, that cop sweet talk and be like, hey, you know, I'm on the force. Any chance you could tell me if the guy who got hit made it? Okay, so so to be clear, you're like Wagner. You're not checking yourself in. You're just being like, "Hey, I, I was on the scene." A little bit. I I think I'm going to. Yeah. I see. Okay. It's I'm going to go like the head nurse stage. You want a nurse, pre- you know, to look at you like, "Hey, can you check this out? Make sure nothing's broken. Maybe get an X-ray." Yeah. Okay. If your health insurance covers it. It's like I, I know the conversation. I can. So you head to the nurses' station, um, and there is a um, uh, sort of a relatively small Latina woman, you know, uh, in standard nurse uniform comes up. What was his name? Can I help you, sir? What was the doctor's name? Harmon? The guy who got hit by the car? Harmon. Doctor. Sarkeen Harmon. Sarkeen Harmon. Sarkeen Harmon. Can I help you, sir? Uh, Hello. I, I was... Hit earlier in the hit and run, uh, and I, uh, I'll do like the casual, like put like the badge, like on on the counter, but not like I'm not like forcing it. It's yeah, like, sir. I, I'm, I'm I'm sorry, sir. Are you, are you okay? Would you like me? I, to... I was I was off duty, and there was this man, a a, a Doctor Harmon, and I just wanted to make sure he was all right. I probably also need to get checked out. My my friend just keeps on bothering because that car came back. Are you just, are you with him? Yeah, I'm okay. like. Kind of shadowing behind and okay, yeah. like giving the nod and like kind of gesturing towards the leg lightly. Yeah. Okay. So so you so she like takes a look at you and she's like, of course, of course. We if if you'll come this way, we'll we'll give you a quick check over and everything like that. And she she says there was somebody who was rushed in here a couple of. A couple of minutes ago, um, as far as I know, I mean, I've, I've been up here attending to the other patients. I, I, I think he's still in the ER. Um, but um, uh, once we take care of things, uh, uh, we can put in a request to the, to, the, to the head physician, see if we can get some information for you. Are you, Thank you. Are you, are you um, I, don't, I don't know exactly what... What you know, the police? Are you assigned to the? Oh, it, it's, How does that work? It, it, I was just with him when he got hit, so I just wanted to make sure he was okay. See if he had. I any. see. Or are you? Are you feeling? Where are you feeling pain? Sir? Uh, I'll do like the like the lower chest. And so, so she sort of gestures you back, and um, I'll like it, gesture for you to like. So, so the two of you are coming, and she had a waiting room. 
She actually turns back towards you, Reed. Uh, are you were you involved? Are you hurt? As well? <coughs> no, I was. Will you please hold on to him? I was trying to grab him. He won't let me. Just punch it. I was attending uh, to Doctor Reed. I was, uh, I guess, effectively a first responder. But um, no, I I wasn't involved in the incident. All right. If you'll if you'll just in, you know stand by in the waiting room, of course, sir. Sir, if you'll come with me. And so she, golf she she walks you down the hallway towards what looks like an exam room. It looks like there. She's you know prepping you. She's doing some sort of light medical prodding. frisking, <laughs> prodding. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Does um, it hurt here? Yeah. Like, so she's yeah. going through that whole rigmarole. Um, so so Reed, what, what do you do? Are you going back to the the waiting room? What's your what's your plan? At this point, yeah, I think so. Um, I'm going to take a seat and basically keep an eye out to see if anybody walks in who matches that, like, odd facial complexion. Oh, like the waxiness that yeah. Wagner described? Yeah. I basically okay. just try to, like, keep an eye out for that and make sure, oh, is that a strange man coming in, maybe to murder someone? <laughs> sure. I better stop that. <laughs> don't, don't forget the nurses. You know, you never know. It's just the pillow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping they haven't been paid off. Otherwise, yeah, not much I can do. No, I, I'm thinking just the waxy face, like just like the was it the what are those called? Okay, that, so that outfits though. So you're sitting in the waiting room. You can see a couple of people. Some some people looking at their phones. Some people sort of anxiously tapping their feet. Clearly in various states of you know uh, anxiety. Um, so you're keeping an eye out on the sort of the, the you know the elevator banks, and, you know, mm-hmm. front door, all that stuff. Um, so uh, Wagner, so the nurse sort of finishes that sort of like physical examination and sees you. Yeah, it looks like you've got you've got some contusion there on your side. You've got a probably a cracked rib or two. We won't know until we put you through X-ray, of course. Uh, so how, what, what would you rate your pain on a scale from one to ten? On a a a skill thirty-five. I'm at a twenty-seven. No, no, we only use a ten-point scale. You're gonna have to. She sort of looks at you. But that's not a non-standard scale, sir. Um, well, we'll just put you at a six. How about I, that? I, I'm on some Advil, so it's probably like a two right now. Oh, okay. So, all right. So, we'll we'll put you in the queue for an X-ray. If you will, um, unless if I stretch and then it's. Well, try to try to maintain. Try to maintain support. Um, and um, if you will, since you're not an emergency priority, we'll put you in, in line to get an x-ray done. I understand. Um, if you'll head back out to the waiting room, we'll call you in. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Does anybody else want to see the fireworks? Because you can see them over here. So, the... Doesn't give a shit. I can see them. Playing a game. Okay, well, fireworks, you know. Who cares? Okay. So, so... She stays inside the exam room to take a couple. It looks like a couple of notes on a laptop that's set up in there, um, and so she she you know gestures for you to go inside and closes the door behind her, so you're free to okay. sort of walk the hall. So if like the ER wing is like nearby, I make make a walk. But it looks like mm. that the ER is going to be on the first floor. On the first floor. I mean that's my understanding about yeah. it. So you're going to want to be in there on the ground floor. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are on the second floor, because okay. that's where you assume that 
the, the assumption that you were working with was he's been processed and then he's probably in a bed somewhere up here. Okay. But the nurse just told you that he's... He may still be in the He may still be in the ER. Yeah. I mean, yeah, wait for you to get back. So, you, yeah, yeah, you pretty back. quickly go back to the, the waiting room. Well, just some cracked ribs. That will just take a few weeks. Oh, great, great. Yeah, uh, you should probably be a little careful with that, but... I mean, not try to aggravate it, but... Exactly. Look, I, I've been around hospitals a bit. As long as you look like you know where you're going and you aren't stepping into an area where you shouldn't be, like an operating theater, most people just assume you're on your way to somewhere. You're supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah, yep. walk forward with, with purpose. Most people assume you're, you have, you're supposed to be there. I think that she's going to call me back, so I can wait here and keep a lookout. But if... Sounds good to me. I figure if somebody needs to keep an eye on the door, uh, I can effectively try to meander and see if I can find him. But right now, kind of a bit of a shot in the dark. Um... Might be a bit risky trying to slip by a nurse's station if he has been moved to beds, but we'll see. So, yeah, I think Reed will leave the lieutenant there and effectively go for a bit of a walk and a look. Where, um, where are you headed? Trying to avoid, like, surgical proper, um, just potential for more people moving around. And trying to hang out in kind of the <laughs> exam uh, rooms. Well, no, uh, more so. Uh, would it be like beds? Um, post uh, surgery and those kind of things. I know it tends to be a little bit higher attention when it comes to are you coming or going in those locations. Mm-hmm. But figure try to catch them either on the elevator right afterwards or through the halls as they're transporting him just to get eye contact of, okay, is he gone? Okay, give me a perception check. Um, are you taking your time with this? Yeah. Okay, we'll do that with advantage. Okay. 16 or 16? 16. 16, okay. So you get, you know, out of the waiting room, you take a couple of, you sort of do a, a big loop through the second floor taking a look you see in a couple of like a couple of the the patient rooms with the doors still open you can see some people in like full body casts these are people like with like um what look like uh respiratory um aids and things like that and then you see some people who look like they are in for like you know, a foot injury or like severe pneumonia or something like that. It's a whole host of people. Um, out of all the people who you can like, either take a look at their face or their body, or like can check like immediately inside, like maybe some kind of medical record or something. Mm-hmm. There's no, no Dr. Harmon's not here. As you make your way back around, um, you can see coming out of the the elevator bank. You can see a clearly um, a clearly tired uh, physician, based on scrubs and um, uh, sort of his sort of general Posture. demeanor. Probably a surgeon, hmm. um, and you can see that this same person uh, is heading towards the nurses' station with a kind of like 
sort of a weary gait. We're gonna do the like pass him in the hall and then find a nearby location with an earshot to mm. tie a shoe. Okay. Buy some time and just overhear whatever's being said. Um, try to be close enough to make out, even if they lower the voice a little bit. Okay. So, you, um, so you stand on tire shoe and you're kind of keeping an ear out. You can see that the surgeon approaches the, the nurse's station and begins chatting with, with one of the nurses there. Um, you catch a few snippets of the conversation. They're not speaking particularly loudly. It seems like the surgeon is kind of downtrodden. It seems like he just lost a patient. Mm. Um, uh, they, sh- the, the nurse asks about the patient, and he provides, he just says, you know, some guy came in, it was a hit and run. And like. So the longer that the surgeon talks, the more that you're thinking, this, this might be Harmon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Based I mean, on Chicago. based on the timing and what you know and everything, yeah. There's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Could be anybody, but seems a little reasonable. seems a little too yeah. Um, and so you know you can see him sort of like you know quietly swearing. He's just like ah, just, I can't deal with this right now, you know. And they're having a sort of a light conversation. The nurse is trying to like keep his spirits up and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Small call. I I think I'm just going to head back to the lieutenant fill you in. Well, should we get going then? Yeah, from what I overheard, sounds like he didn't make it. <clears throat> uh, from what I, mean, I can tell, I, a few crack ribs, they won't do anything. It might prescribe me meds, but I can do without. Wait, this was the x-ray of your leg, man? I mean, you um, might as well... I mean, it's mostly, it's mostly the ribs, <laughs> not the legs. You sure? <laughs> It's really hard to crack up. Mm, that's true. But. That's the Figure might as well wait until you get processed. We don't have the car, so we gotta wait until they pull around, anyways. Um, that's true. Unless we get a taxi. Well, I think we're pretty Speaking much of which, where mm-hmm. were you guys headed after wrapping up at the apartment? If you are wrapped up at the apartment. I think we're wrapped up. Yeah. I can't think of anything else to do. I would probably touch in with you guys. Like, yeah. So okay. What's going. So. Are you doing that on the ride over, or when you finish looking through the computer? Probably when we finished, we're finished in the in the apartment. Yeah, so we're not making a ton of noise in there. Go down to the car and call. Okay, so about that time is about the time that you two meet back up in the room after you've having eavesdrop. Mm -hmm. So call comes through on the Hoffman cell. Should probably take that outside. They don't like cell phones. Uh, We're in waiting. Yeah, I'll go. Go to the little cell phone area. <laughs> we are all done at the apartment. We, are you guys done at the hospital? Or? Unfortunately, yes. What do you mean, unfortunately? I, from what I've been able to gather, it sounds like he didn't survive surgery. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Do you know for certain? I, no confirmation. It may take a moment to get that confirmation. They usually wait to notify next of kin before informing anybody else um, and unfortunately none of us really uh, fit the bill yeah no we don't might just have to stake it out later alright do you want us to come get you before we check out this cab thing yeah probably uh, what have you managed to find by the way anything valuable over there 
quite a bit. And you're driving, right? So I'll yeah. gesture for you, you to drive. You guys are doing that on the way. Yeah. So as we're driving, I'll catch you up. Okay. With Sounds everything good. we found at the apartment. Well, if he's gone and he's talked to our man standing on the steps. Maybe we want to go to this utility location first. You know there first? Okay. If we run out of information there, then we've got the cab to go to. Try sure. to hunt that down. But concerned that's going to be... Concerned the longer we wait on the cab, the more likely it is that that person's not going to be there anymore. I'm already assuming that. That's fair. My guess would be they... Stole the cab? Yeah, they probably stole the cab. We might get confirmation that it was stolen, which yeah. would help. And um, I'll make sure to include that the Alexander Ashton is the same guy we saw in the suit. Yeah, I think Dr. Harmon is staring at. I think he's the one we've got to worry about. Um, Sounds like it. If he's worked with uh, Dr. Harmon before, then he might know about that utility location, and that would probably be our top priority. All right. We'll pick you up there at the hospital. We'll head there, there, then. And I'm assuming around the time we get you all, I get you guys all caught up. We're there. So, so, so over the next twenty minutes, like you guys are heading towards north northwestern, um, you get you know checked in by that same uh, that same Latina nurse. Um, she you know runs you through the X-ray machine and everything like that, and you know does a consultation with a fellow nurse and everything like that. Explains to you that like okay. you're we got you got two cracked ribs, you know. Um, you're gonna need sort of like, you know, they they like to keep you here for recuperation, but it's not. Cracked they're not. Ribs? They're not forcing you to yeah. do anything. Like basically, they're saying if you want to stay with us and sort of recuperate while we take a like, you know, a hard or look a at that. That's fine. Based, yeah, more thorough look based on your medical history. That's fine, but. This is the kind of thing that will will eventually uh, fix itself. Um, they offer to sort of write you a prescription for, you know, uh, a good heavy duty painkiller and everything like that. Tell you not to drive while you take it. <laughs> you can see that the as she's doing this, she she's oh um, yeah uh, one of the one of the the doctors that one of the surgeons was talking about some some guy. Um, Got hit by a car. Uh, was this this thing happen to Randolph? Yes, yes, it did. Just yeah, if, if it's the same guy he was talking about, I, I'm, I, I don't think he made it. That's terrible news. Yeah, apparently the guy was was too. I mean, his 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 insides were just all mm. all jumbled up like it, there was just no way. I mean, I'm sure the surgeon tried his best. Yeah, yeah, and he and he's good. We, you know. Sometimes they're too far gone by the time they're here. They reach here. That's that's what the surgeon said. Essentially, that you know, he was essentially the clock had already kind of run out on him. Um, so I'm, I'm sorry for what it's worth. I wish we could have done more for him while he was there. Thank well, you. Um, at least you can, you know, I guess let his family know or. I'm sure it'll work out. So she kind of gives you a sort of like, well, you know, that's life. Yeah, kind of look. Um, And then, if you, if you, yeah, 
you refuse that, yeah, there, then she'll like you know, just you out. And, and she gives you a couple of you know things like try not to move too much, you know, try to avoid strenuous exercise or activity, like you know, like okay. all the standard <laughs> issues. The, the, the spiel I probably the heard. big spiel, yeah. <laughs> You've done this a couple of times. Okay. And so with that, the two of you are sort of back to your own devices. About that time, you get messages from um, the from Bell and Ani. Like we're down, you know, we're down, we're you know, stairs. Like going, I will you know. be there in a moment. <laughs> so the two, so the lot of you reconvene in the Hoffman SUV. Well, if the nurse confirmed it with me. Did she say his name, or did she well, just say circumstantial information? Like circumstantial, but like Rudolph Street. So it's Rudolph more than Street? You mean Randolph. Randolph, yeah. yeah. Okay. Are you sure you don't have a concussion? <laughs> <laughs> Rudolph's a red nose reindeer. Get yourself a fucking MRI. <laughs> get back in the hospital. Wait a minute. You have health insurance because that's not going to happen if you don't. <laughs> If, An MRI? If, if you're on the SWAT team, I assume you yeah, probably have yeah. forty thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, I think I'd it's, like. It's less circumstantial than it is. It's 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 a lot more solid evidence than everything but a name at this point. Still want to be yeah. an asshole who wait, who assumes instead of actually. Waiting Based on him. what Wagner told you, it seems like unless there was another guy who got hit by a no car on Randolph recently, which it is, is not impossible, but <laughs> yeah, who yeah. had bad enough injuries that required surgery. You'd assume it's it's a safe assumption. It's a safe assumption. Okay. Not a not a not a certainty, but a safe. It's just you know, assumptions usually bite us in the ass like halfway through the game. So I. I agree with you. I prefer to have a confirmation, but yeah. we're at a point where we don't really have enough. We don't have enough time to wait. Yeah, to or flex to find out. We'll right. we'll know for sure in the next couple of days. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we're we'll heading to the utility location. Yeah. You guys heading towards the, the service station address yeah. on the D? Cool. Is, is it is is the institute rich enough to have their own? Their own GPS satellite system. No, we just use the regular one. Not on the not on the <laughs> Hoffman phone. No, but the Hoffman Institute is loaded. Like mm. they get their money from like fucking black budget. Like kind of. like who knows? Yes. Like they got some whales for for could be for uh, executive kind of thing. So so but so Hoffman doesn't provide that service on your phone, the actual Hoffman cellular network. But I mean, in the SUV is like a uh, a standard issue kind of GPS unit, like, okay. a, uh, like, a, like a Garmin like or something. The, something in, integrated. The, in, the, the, yeah, the integrated it just car works. system. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's GMC. It's, it's kind of so about. We punch in the address that tells us to take a left turn into Lake Michigan. Yeah, right there. Yep. Every yeah. time. Uh, so so about about 35 minutes later, driving south, um, you're out and sort of like as Chicago has trans- transitioned into the Chicago suburbs and things are getting a little sparser and a little more out in, in sort of out in the weeds, so to speak, mm-hmm. you come across what looks like um, a... Classic service station in a what looks like a early '60s kind of style. It looks like it's been around for a while. Abandoned, it looks like. 
Um, there don't appear to be any cars outside, or it looks like the place is deserted, basically. Um, you can see that it appears to have been like it looks like it was once a. Um, I'm probably gonna probably gonna some. Probably, if, if we had listeners, somebody would write in and be like, Very Shell wasn't around in the late 60s, but, but a Shell gas station, you know, that like also has what looks like a, a service garage Bank attached to it and all that stuff. Yeah, okay. So. okay. Yeah, but again, the, the place looks, and you're, this is like the afternoon, this place looks deserted. It looks like it has been for some time. Is it locked up? Get the old backpack out. And if it's not, I got I a crowbar. I put my grenade belt on. And <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Should I, should I, are you saying, should I grab my shield? Is that what you're saying? Well, well if you want to be grenaded, then no. No. <laughs> I mean, there are only flashbang. How, how visible is this area to the public? Yeah. Well, it's... That's it's, my current It's question. on a side road, but it's mm-hmm. not that far away from a main road. Like... If you start like popping off, popping off like we got a time. Police limit. are coming. Like there's a time yeah. limit. Yeah. Okay, so it's not like it, it's. Okay. We're not in the it's Nevada not, desert. It's not completely. It's yeah. It's not in the middle of the desert. It's not. It's out not in a the, country road. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. It's, it's not far enough away from Chicago for that. Yeah. Okay. My motto is be prepared. I agree. The Boy Scout part. Motto right? also to be visible. Oh. It's not like it's. Very Be obviously explosively prepared. <laughs> I mean, but this the jacket, I'm I mean, sure that'll be it's fine. Like, it's like a belt and the jacket covers it. Sure, yeah, I mean, you know. I mean, it's I mean, not like you have a bandolier yeah. of <laughs> grenades. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. it's empty inside, then we can. I can not put rocking. it on a desk. So you can see that um, towards the front there is a, a standard-issue door. Um... That's a stupid way to describe it. It's a regular door hmm. that leads into what looks like probably an like office area, like a lobby area, yeah, right? You know, a, a customer-facing area. And there is, off to the side, what looks like another door clearly leading into, like, the work garage, sort of mm-hmm. the service garage, and then a, a standard-issue large metal sort of door that's meant to sort of intake. Right. Currently, you know, shut. Yeah. Oh, I'm assuming on the 35-minute drive we had over here, I would just pop open my laptop and show you what I found on his computer, oh. like the CAD drawing and like the other stuff I loaded onto the flash drive. All right, so okay. let's assume mm-hmm. that Ashton believes this works. And he say he was, this is the place where he's testing he, some theories and it's drawing lots of power. Didn't he just call, basically call him the devil, though, when he talked to you? Yeah, but... I'm assuming when you mentioned he was searching yeah. on the internet forum, trying to get more information, yeah. he was looking for somebody to patent, patent, patent his, his to intellectual protect it. information. And he found a shark. Okay. Found someone who's going to steal his idea and steal Basically, his research. That's my guess. Well, none of that sounds like something we need to be involved with. The waxy person who hit him... Does. Yes, but but some of the research may be something that the institute wants because if you say that this does like not look like it'll function, then there correct. may be something special that 
unlogically makes it work. Sure hope not. I, mean, I like when I can understand he things. He does seem to be relying a bit on cold fusion. <sighs> unlogically. Cold fusion is very unlogical. Cold fusion, you know, is... is we don't even have regular fusion. Yeah, right. That's what I'm fusion. saying. Like yeah. it's for, for it's, reactors. It's yeah. beyond that step of like, kind of. oh, this is one great scientific thing. Uh, you know, finding looking the way. at this thing. This is. It's like ninety percent. This isn't gonna. This, is, this yeah. seems like bullshit. And then ten percent like. I mean, that, maybe. Yeah. Like that's, who knows? That's a steam engine. I it's, understand how that works. Who fucking knows? Like it's just a. a maybe lot this guy is a super genius direction. and like has finally figured it out. But okay. most of most, most of, of you were saying like. like uh, mm. Okay. Cold that's where fusion. My s- People have been tossing around cold fusion ideas for decades. Like, maybe no. he's a big young Reeves fan. And Could be. Yeah. Either way, I won't assume that. Yeah, the file was also labeled Point Break, so yeah, ooh, that ooh. leads more. Mm-hmm. Towards the Actually, that movie was Chain Reaction. Yeah, Chain Reaction. But still. Okay. <laughs> For the Keanu Reeves. Wait, what? Keanu Reeves movie. Chain yeah. Reaction? Chain Reaction? Without Fusion? Yeah, I know, but it's also... I was piggybacking yeah. on that with Point Break, okay. which it was also... Yes. Rolling. Uh, Anyways, I'm assuming that Ashton believes it works. And that's why he tried to knock off Dr. Harmon. Well, it sounds like he didn't try, he did. Yeah, now somebody sure. did. Well, I guess the only thing we can do is get in there and find out. Uh, make sure you're armed. <laughs> what? At this point, if he knocked off a doctor, with, I'm assuming with this semi hitman looking. Yeah, with a with a creepy motherfucker. To yeah. put it simply. I'm gonna uh, get out my I guess like suit jacket and put my holstering gun on. Yeah, same. Put, put 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 the put the shield on the back. Just. I I was always wearing it down, but I don't know. The shield may be a little conspicuous, but if you want to bring it, if this place is vacant, it's the it's building is vacant. The surrounding area maybe not. Not not vacant. Again, it's all it's a side road off of a main road that is in like the outskirts of a suburban neighborhood like adjacent to Chicago. We so. spoke about going in, so... Yeah. Yeah, you got a, basically, you got a, as, he, as, uh, as, as Reed said, you basically got a time limit. If people hear shots, they're going to call the police, yeah. and the police are going to arrive at some point. I can I can deal with things without making much noise. And this place Good. is probably full of white people, so... That's true. Yeah, so immediate, people immediately call the police. Call the police. Yes. <laughs> Wait, are we all white, though? No. Well, oh, Sophia Batella here isn't. <laughs> How brown are you? No. I'm not not going to quantify racism. Okay. They like throw an extra gun towards you like, she's got a gun. <laughs> now we can call it. Okay. And they also throw a Coke bag of Coke down. <laughs> so that's the cops measure. when they get there. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, they carry around toy gun. Anyway. So, yeah. so um, look, I'll get the door open. You can jog in. Don't run. That's going to catch even more attention. Um, and we'll go from there. If you need a door opener, I have like a, a crowbar. I reach into the bag and produce a lockpick gun. I like that one better. Hopefully this works. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. I got a crowbar too. That, that is. <laughs> <laughs> Those things are so good. So you can see that. Um, Just a rake. You know, as you're sort of taking a good look at this this building, it's a pretty sizable building. It looks like. Um, 
it looks like apart from you know again you sort of got the the gas pumps mm-hmm. out here um you've got this sort of like lobby area sort of like uh customer facing area in here you can see that it's mostly it's mostly glass like full mm-hmm. full glass you can see inside dark um there is what looks like a sort of a a wrap around counter with a small um sort of uh, saloon style, like sort of swinging hmm. waist high door that can go in back in there. There's what looks like a another door with a um, a sort of a small square sort of window lit, hmm. you know, sort of built into it. Um, and you can see that periodically, sort of on the sides, you know, of the greater structure are uh, other windows of sort of average sort of height and width. But they've got their... They look weirdly distorted. Like something is... Like something's on the glass mm-hmm. from the inside. Mm-hmm. That is... That is like preventing you from like looking clearly through it. It's like... It's probably a digital. It's like... That Christmas snow? Guys. Not really. No. I- imagine if you took like... A big tub of, like, Vaseline or ah. something like that, and just, like... So it's, like, there's all this, like, goose smeared. Yeah. Mm. Would smeared you guys it. like me to jam some signals? No. Nope. <laughs> One highly illegal. We save that for when we start shooting. Two, if... Somebody knows. Jane Doe over there is playing... Fortnite on her phone and it stops. It's 2019, almost certainly she is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you then yeah, we might as well I'm have so called cops. You ourselves. Ourselves. Well, well, I mean, save it for when the guns come I out. I lose phone so. connection randomly sometimes. Yeah, but let's not risk it. I also think my phone just is super old, so it's more my phone's. Well, bad. I'm glad that that we got our requisite Fortnite <laughs> reference. Here. Gotta sneak it in. Since we're doing a game in 2019. Save it for when we start shooting. That'll buy us time. Keep them from calling the police if they're in the nearby area. And that only works more hundred feet, so it's it's not very far. It's mostly inside the building. We should be fine then. I don't think anybody we come across is gonna call the cops on us. Unfortunately, but they could call back. They could. I hope to be out of here before then. Let's just get in first. Yeah. And we can assess the situation. So what's your plan? I say we pull up. Effectively to the gas pumps, and that short distance should be able to get inside without the large metal shield being seen. And we'll see if the lockpick works. If not, crowbar will go from there. Okay, so we'll do that. Have you pull up and kind of in front of the entrance, blocking mm-hmm. it a little bit. So okay. So what are the mechanics of the lockpick gun? It effectively will open anything that is a DC 15 lock or lower. For free. Okay. So you approach that main door, the customer facing door, lockpick gun. Okay. Cool. No problem. It's a standard issue, like, mm-hmm. you know, standard issue. Open it up, glass, call back door. Did he have any other keys on that ring? Did he? You took about on the, the apartment? It was the just a single case. Yeah. yeah. Never mind then. Hmm. Okay. Alright, uh, head in, look for lights, try to make it look as like. Normal. I'm checking out this property for purchase. Okay, so you wander around. You can see that there's a handful of chairs on the extreme edge. There's still what look like some um, 
some sort of office bric-a-brac on, on the top of the on the wraparound counter, um, and you sort of feel around. You see that there's a light switch just inside, like a, mm-hmm. you know, on this sort of edge inside. You well, you're flipping a switch, but no lights no are coming on in this. Take out my flashlights. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so you're... Although, is it dark in here? Not yet. I mean, it is the middle... It's like the middle of the afternoon. It's just that it's a little difficult to see in here because of, you know, there's tree coverage and the sun and everything like that. It's not pitch black, but there are no lights on. It'd be brighter in here than than later in, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I then approach, I guess what, this door? That door there, yeah, Yeah. the one with a little window lit inside. Give it the quick lockpick. Okay, so looks like it's unlocked. We'll look back to everybody. Do a quick. Come on. Check for traps, wires, something. Silent alarms. What? I don't know if he had time to be paranoid. You got a, you got Delta Green. It was, it was a radio signal for the trap, so you know it could have been jammed. <laughs> No. <laughs> That's what you're going to say over and over again in hell. Yeah. That's going to be I could have jammed it. I could have saved us all. Hell is other people. I, That's what it's hard to say. That's where I kick myself in the balls. Pop the handle open. I could pull the door like slightly ajar and just motion for people to move in. Okay, what's your what's your passive perceptions, by the way? 15. 15. 14. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so all of you, with, as you are... With you're generally crowded around this this sort of door into what is clearly the, the greater part of the structure. Mm-hmm. As you're opening it up, I assume I slowly, quietly. Oh yeah, you yeah. Used expertise Taking on. time, no rush. Okay. Flashlight out and light. Are you are you in. doing so slowly or just just slowly or slowly and stealthily? Is the question. I'm probably on edge. I'm worried we aren't the first here. The other guy has like twenty minutes on us, or more. So yeah, I'd, I'll I'll give a stealth check. Please do. Let's do that. Okay. I guess are most of us in the twenty-one the glass chamber then? Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay, very good. Okay, so you pulling it open slowly. There doesn't seem to be any sort of creak of the hinges or anything like that as you're pulling through. As the door is opening, you can hear what sounds like. Um, since you've gone closer, you've gone through here and you're opening up the door, you can hear what sounds like automotive work being done, sort of the sound of like like grinders and pistons and everything. You know, all the sort of like um, manufacturing. Uh, not manufacturing exactly, but, well, the, the work of a body shop, it mm-hmm. sounds like is happening in there. Um, and you also hear periodically what sounds like like a like a man or something, uh, moaning in pain. Hmm. Ah! You know, we're gonna do that slow but purposeful movement inside afterwards. I uh, flashlight low, trying not to make it too visible, but trying to keep an eye on things. Mm-hmm. So your the beams coming through is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. So you're, yeah. So you can see cutting in um, the place is very sparsely lit, and only barely. Um, you're talking about, like, sort of small um, heat lamps and, like, industrial stuff that's been clearly tuned down, like, just mm-hmm. enough cast light 
um, to sort of not bump into things, but not it's clearly not what you expected in terms of like the industrial like tube bulbs everywhere and this blinding sort of blue white light. Um, you can see inside uh, what looks like ten people. Hmm. They look like, given their body types, probably men. That's a uh, whole string. Wearing overalls, like sort of dirty, sort of blue overalls. You know, mm -hmm. the same kind of like big, full-sized, um, yeah, like mechanical or automotive kind of kind of uh, uh, clothing. Well, not quite the onesies, but like not quite a onesie, but pretty close to like yeah, yeah. those cold. Yeah. Um, the, you can see oh, uh, various. Um, of them, and I'll go ahead and place them so you know what, what know where they are. Did you signal to us that there are people inside? Oh yeah, as soon as okay, they okay. see them, there's the quick like stop, and then turn off my flashlight. Then the quick little hand signal of just like ten. Yeah. Okay. Five. Yep. Flash from five. Fifty-five. No. no. Fifty-five. Fifty-five. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh fuck! How do they all fit in there? <laughs> Shit. Shit! <laughs> Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. No, I don't want that one. I'm Black members on a bed. Okay. So you can see two over here working on what looks like they are sort of stripping down uh, a, what looks like a um, uh, a standard issue sedan mm -hmm. that's been mounted on these these um, pairs right here uh -huh. are sort of like the elevations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. For, uh, for car, car work. Kind of um, you can see that there is... Let's see. There are two of them back here. They all generally have sort of their backs turned to the door. Um, these two, it looks like that they are gathering um, sort of tools from tool, you know, large sort of tool cabinets, tool chests. One, two, three, four. Five... And six, again, um, working on, um, this time it looks like that they have just got, um, what looks like a, a chassis, like an ATV or something like that actually mm. up on that, and there we get like, stripping off some parts and everything like that, clearly removing what looks like, um, like, uh, the body. Not only the body, but also, like, engine parts and everything, too, like, gathering stuff together. One, two, three, four, five, six... Uh, you see one um, sort of like you're doing a sort of like a, a supervisory Super kind mm -hmm. of experience um, and you also see three um, three of them standing around this elevation here which as your as your beams kind of cross through you can see um you can see in this, um, sorry, on this on this elevation, you can see what looks like a um, this massive, okay, it's large, long, heavily armored automobile. Does it kind of match the cat thing? Has this massive grill on the front of the car? It looks a lot like the design that you guys saw on the cat okay. drawing. It, it it's got it's so. The aesthetic is so sort of out there, and again, sort of 
like locomotive influenced mm-hmm. that it looks like something out it looks like the cover of a pulp magazine from the 40s about like science fiction <laughs> stories and stuff mm-hmm. like that okay um and on the front you can that see that there is mm-hmm. what looks like a like a hopper hmm um and right now, uh, as again as your sort of beams trace through, you can see that the hood of this this automobile is open, and what there's look there appears to be what is sort of like a dull green light sort of being emitted from the engine sort of block, um, but more disturbingly, above that, hanging on hooks suspended by chains coming from the ceiling. Uh-oh. Is a naked man um, who is like who's, who's moaning, who is hanging, moaning in pain, like strung up by a series of hooks and oh. chains, um, and is actively what looks like bleeding to death, and you know his blood is sort of dripping directly into so like the, engine the engine compartment. Please take a picture of that. If I take a picture, everybody's going to see the flash. <laughs> or you turn it's off. kind of tempting, though. You, you, you turn off the flash, and it's like, man, I can't see anything. Because there would be no better way to start a fight here than a click. Neat! Oh. So, <laughs> as those beams cross through, and you're able to get a better idea of what you're looking at. Is this at, whole area just, like, really black? No, it's, it's, it's barely lit. Mm-hmm. Barely lit. It, yeah. What do the workers look like? Well, mm. with the co- the toss of a you know as a beam kind of shining through, you see one of them like looks down and actively turns around towards this area. I've got flashlight now. It's like all right, let's light him up, and then guns coming out. So I you can get a see good view of as soon as that beam crosses his face, you can see uh, an adult man um, in a again up this blue overall you know. Uh, stained with what looks like grease and oil and everything like that. He's carrying what looks like a like a pretty solid like torque wrench, hmm. um, and he has as that beam traces across his face, <laughs> he's got this sort of waxy, emotionless sort yeah. of expression. Can yeah. we see anything behind Reed? Well, are you From guys like Scooby doing like with the? <laughs> Heads I'm not ashamed other. to peak my head I wouldn't blame you. the door. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of looking out the door. Then all of you can sort of generally see, like, because of the beam, like, you can actively see, like, oh, that guy turned around, and he has a wax fix. It's shooting time. Are you going to you gonna fire a shot off right I, now? Yeah, at this point, I'm especially seeing the waxy face, it's like, oh, yeah, we got working Joes. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so uh, so do give me an attack. Roll the hit. Okay. Shit, Reed, we need to go. Go, not shoot. Go. Too late. Uh, twenty-two. Good shot. Twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Okay. So twenty-two on number ten. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's pretty loud here. They they they're doing grinding asses. Nobody thought to buy a silence over the gun. They're a little bit illegal. But and probably expensive as well. Well, I mean, yeah, they're. I mean, two hundred. You, I'd have you to can get check. them. Is some some states depends code. on the state. That's yeah. true. I will give you that. Uh, you can also make your own. So, what was your roll to hit? Uh, twenty-two. Yeah, you definitely hit. 
for a whopping six points of damage. Six points of damage. Not a whole lot on the first shot. I'm throwing that on being a little shaken by what I've seen. So, so what are you Scared. using, by the way? Uh, that nine millimeter standard issue nine millimeter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so you see, like about sort of lower, like the area on the torso between like the chest and the gut proper. Mm-hmm. You can see the. The blow of you know a bullet hole entering. You can see the overall fraying of the inside, and then you see that the this man in the overall there that you shot, he doesn't even react. He's been shot. Then you see him very slowly look down, and then look back up towards you, and you see that um, in the span of these few seconds. I guess he doesn't keep his blood there because mm. there's no blood coming out. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. checks out. You see him like very quickly. Oh fuck! And then you see all of these men <laughs> turn around, all of them with that same sort of waxy, faceless expression, and they begin to advance towards you. So now we're going to roll initiative. You, better, uh, you should probably uh, shoot him again. Yep. Yep, that sounds great. Oh god, uh, Dex, right? Okay. That, that's a no. Six. Ooh, <laughs> I don't need to go first, you guys. Fourteen. Nice. So fourteen for Ami. I'm going first, aren't I? What about for Reed? Six. Six. That's right. I got my free shot. So, uh, uh, Wagner. Three. 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 Nice. nice. And I rolled. I rolled the bell. Nineteen. Nineteen. The scientist. Yep. You know you can you run away quickly. Hey, my back was not was facing the door because while you all were watching the door, I was watching outside. Yeah. Sure. Make sure nobody sees it. Well, I mean, no, make sure nobody sneaks up on us. God, I hope not. <laughs> well, um, guess the thing we better do is find some bright fucking lights to shine on these bastards. Huh? Okay. So I can um, there. Bell, you're first. I do have some glow sticks. As soon as that shot goes off, and the yeah, please, please place oh, yourself right, inside right. the. Uh, I will the customer. I will take the door frame. <laughs> yeah, because oh, you were the one sort of taking. Yeah, what are these that was? Those, as you can, I mean, as you're taking a look inside, those look like those aren't windows or anything. Those are those are um, like metal sort of cabinets. Ah, okay, tool cabinets or something yeah. on the inside. Okay. Okay, so. So as soon as that shot rings out and you can see these these figures sort of turn towards you and begin to advance, it sounds like something in the garage itself like roars to life. You can hear a really heavy <laughs> kind of noise, mm-hmm. like of the sound of a, like a, a heavy, almost like a diesel engine, like powering on, like roaring to life. Do we already try lights? Sound. Huh? We Super already tried tragic. lights, so they didn't work. Right? Well, you in the tried the lights room, in yeah. the front room, yeah. Is there a light switch right by where we are? No. Okay, well, first thing we're going to do, looking around is free, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'll do perception check to see if there's a breaker or a switch somewhere to get some fucking light in here so we can see what we're shooting. Uh, perception's plus eight, so 14. 14? Yes, you're sort of scanning the immediate area. There's not a whole lot of lighting over here. Yeah. Most of it is sort of oriented towards the actual sort of automotive work being done. 
Yeah, if there's a light switch, it's got to be somewhere further in. Like, it's mm. not in the immediate sort of area. Yeah. You can okay. see another door over here, which looks like it leads into, like... It doesn't have any labeling on it. It could be, like, an adjacent office, or it could be, okay. like, a break room. Who knows? Mm. Okay. Well, I'll just scoot right on here in this corner right here. Okay. And shine my flashlight in one of those dudes' faces and shoot, like, doing the whole cop thing, you know, where you, Sure, like, standard tactical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which one do you shoot? Uh, probably the same one Steven already Ten? shot. Okay. Yeah. Ten's going down. Oh, oh sweet Jesus. <laughs> 22. Nice. Yeah, that's a hit. Yeah. I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to hit anything, you guys. Oranges. I wasn't, I wasn't uh, built to fight very well. Just, just stay behind me. You'll do fine. I'm far enough away to. Yeah, you're good. 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 35, 40. 40, okay. Well, it's 50 to 150. I want to make sure. Yeah, so yeah. You have 45, so. And do I add dex to damage or not? Yeah. It's standard 5e rules. So yeah, it's a ranged weapon you're adding. That's what I thought. Okay, so 8. 8 damage. Mm -hmm. Okay. Nice. All right. So again. Are you using the same 9mm? Yeah, and I'm deliberately yeah. making sure they shine a flashlight in his face to see if that gets a reaction, too. Uh, it does not. Mm. This guy, okay. eyes wide, looking at you, takes another shot, higher up in the chest this time. Again, doesn't seem to react. Almost as if you, like, sort of shot a mannequin mm. um, and just continues to sort of move towards you. Ugh, fuck. Okay, then next will be... Aha! Uh-huh. These. Them. That's what I was afraid of, because I'm oh. the only one in the room. Okay. Oh, wait. They all have disadvantage on the first. Oh, nice. Yeah. Why? Because I'm smart. That's literally, literally. the answer. <laughs> I, one of the smart things is, like... The first round of combat. The first round of combat, everybody has disadvantage. Uh, is it at, before my first turn, or before their first I turn? I think it's a, a field... Uh, is it a field scientist thing? Yeah. I will see if I can find it real quick. Say, so I've got the computer right Yes, I'd like to know more about that. that yep. Well, well I mentioned that before we started playing, remember? No, I don't remember yeah. that at all. Prepared explorer. You're adept at navigating the natural world, and you react with swift, decisive action when attacked. This grants the following benefits. Uh, oh. Uh, attacks against you have disadvantage until the end of your first turn in combat. Okay. Oh. So unfortunately, it's it's over now because I went yeah. first. Fuck. Yep. Okay. All right. When you roll initiative, you may use your reaction yeah, immediately to move up your speed. Yeah. Move mm-hmm. up your speed. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, damn. I, I wanted to. Yeah. That just to make sure. a little broad. Yeah. yeah. It was first Sorry, round would be nice. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. My bad. Sorry. So that's if you're like surprised. Yeah. yeah. It, it gives you that. Nope. Don't hit me. Don't worry. They could definitely still kill me. Quite easily. We'll we'll get in there. We're hoping distance is going to have the royal leader. So, uh, let me go ahead and move the others. I, I can't not imagine these guys as anything but the Sikhs and robots. Everyone loves the working job. Okay, 
So all of them again become, <laughs> be, begin advancing towards the the customer facing area. Um, some of them, it seems like they they take a sort of a, a rough kind of line position, I, sort of in yeah, front of it's like they knew this the vehicle. Going to go for. And then this one here is able to close enough distance to try to swing at you with what looks like a pretty heavy wrench. Cool. And you die. Hey, I have 24. Oh, by the way, I'm going to make a... Mm. Damn it. Mm. Jason. Only because I have so many. <laughs> okay, yeah. you got to sure, use Let's yeah. go with that. Oh, You're giving us one back. That's true. I mean, he is ah. the DM. He could do it for free. Right? Actually. Oh, no. No. You don't need that. Oh, no. See, see, like I said. I'm still going to roll with it, man. Why? He's the DM. He gets to do it for free. Because of certain... Reasons. Features. Reasons that I cannot share with you. Reasons why he... Well, that he won't disclose at this current time. Yes. yes. Okay, so that is a 17 to hit. Yeah. Okay. So you... I am a squishy, squishy scientist. Okay, so you are taking... You not even you get Well, the shield no, would help. we get yeah, the shield. Shield. Because yeah, since I swapped the t- to the tough, I got the con plus Working X. on that blast radius? So you take 10 bludgeoning damage. Ooh. They hit hard. This thing, like, with a heavy, like, weighted, like, pummels you with this wrench. Cool. I'm giving you drugs. I have some drugs. Okay. Thank you. I, I have a squishy character. Dollars. I picked mm. up some painkillers. Five dollars. Okay, those, um, those um, Amai, it's your turn. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you people? This is not a fight we want to have. And I move in there. I agree. Take, in, take out a flash beam. Tossing about 20 feet here. Okay. <laughs> uh, ranged attack. Wasn't my idea. I'm not sure how the flashbangs work. You'll have to win. So it's, uh, it's treated as a ranged martial weapon. Mm-hmm. And everything within 20 feet radius uh, has to make a dexterity save. I think they're at 12. Or they're blinded and deafened for one round. Okay, nice. Please. You might want to look up that next series saving. It's under explosives. Will do. Okay, so that's a twenty-five to hit that spot. Yeah, I mean that's yep. that seems. <laughs> yeah, you. Or actually a twenty-three. You ain't. I mean, you hit it square on. Yeah, you toss the thing in. Okay, and the thing goes off. <laughs> it's sort of like. So so. Did everybody, like, who it took As, precautions? Assuming you went, like, flashbang. I mean, like, right. yeah. Doesn't cover. Did well, you say that? Real quick. I'm not. Well, yeah, I was like, what's wrong with you people? I took it out. Okay. It was then, obvious yeah. that it was a, because the flashbang looks very yeah. different from, like, a frag grenade. It probably wouldn't be very hard for me to hunker down because I just got hit in the head. So okay, yeah, so everybody needs more. to make that same, what, what's the dexterity save? Well, must make everybody a, in the ring. Yeah, must make a dexterity save. So you're here. 20. 5, 10, 15, 20. Um, so, so, it'll, so we'd, yeah, looks like, else would be okay. so it's here, right? But, 5, 10. So it should hmm. probably hit these two people. Yeah, so, so you're going to have to make a dex save. Do don't do? don't you? I mean, it doesn't say anything about the the user being immune to that. I, I, I don't. Okay, so you guys can make that with advantage because you were prepared for it. Right. I'm at least on natural twenty, so twenty three. Fourteen. Okay. Fourteen. You're good. What was yeah. the DC? Uh, typically, purchased explosives have a DC of twelve. Okay. Yeah. 
down. So the two of you are able to, like, you know, kind of, like, cover yourselves, close your eyes, instead of muffle your ears. Um, the two of you, like, are still in that room, so you kind of, like, like, oh, well, you know. Uh, I'm not even... We both have the ideas, ridiculous so. sunglasses on, so we're like, yep, don't look. <laughs> is, that, is that you? No, this is me, so... Oh, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You guys are both in this room, yeah. so, like, you don't have to deal with that, but you do that hear the, yeah. you know, and the mm-hmm. flash of light. Um, and so... You guys shield your eyes, there's the flash of the flashbang grenade, and then you sort of look up, and it looks like none of oh, the no. people have responded in any I, way. Fuck. Well, 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 Their eyes wide open, they... Mm, to be fair, they're always like that. <laughs> they're non-reactive to anything. But they were also working in the dark. So... Anyway... So for the rest it's of the like blowout photo or something. Is this it, like it makes a, sense that a desk or something like that? It's like a yeah, it it's like a wraparound counter. It also makes sense that just, they could be affected, uh, but they have, have to no make an shape, then mm-hmm. hop over it. No, I think that's I mean it would be so easy, like it would be a DC ten or something. So, so yeah. it'd be ten. Probably just there, difficult to 15, write. Yeah. Twenty, twenty five, thirty. Yeah. Okay, so you yeah. Alright. Sounds good. Okay. Uh Read. Alright. Well, we got an agent in there. You shot No, no, go on, go on. I mean you're over there. I'm not leaving you in this room. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Leave no archaeologist behind. <laughs> That's the old saying. And I need to make sure you've got room to actually enter and be our door. Don't worry, I will hide behind you shamelessly. Yeah. I mean, you could at least run away before they act. So sure, but that wouldn't be very helpful if we're going to fight off ten people. Um, that's why I said this is not a battle we want to have. <laughs> I'm going to give the whole uh, semi-automatic fire a try. Cool. And see if my luck holds. So we'll start with ten, and then also aim at seven. So we'll do that split attack between the two. Okay, the disadvantage on those attacks. Yep. So yeah. start with ten. Okay. Number ten. Ooh, nice. Oh wow. Uh, nineteen. Nineteen hits. Absolutely. Four. Ooh, damn. Uh, plus three. Twelve damage. Twelve damage. Okay. And then number seven. Ooh, mm. probably not on that one. No. Uh, eight. Eight? No, absolutely okay. not. One good shot. So again, another, you know, doesn't seem to phase number 10 at all. You fire at number 7, but it, you know, it goes wide and sort of strikes, uh, you know, the, the nearby sort of corner of the, this clearly like this, this secondary room. Okay. Uh, Wagner. I pull out my extendable baton. Of nice. course. <laughs> 5, 10, 15. 15. And I'll strike at 10. Okay. Cover her. Cover her if you can. Okay. You're gonna whap number ten. Do the whap. Whappy dog. A nineteen. Nice. Yes, yes, sir. That hits. Delete. Okay. So nine damage. Dang. Nine damage. Okay. Okay. So you um, bash this thing across the face with your. Your extendable baton, right? And you see that it's 
its face essentially like breaks off. Mm. It looks like that whatever waxy sort of like face that they had wasn't their primary face because you, as it knocks off, you can see that what looks like a clearly kind of like plastic sort of shell, and inside you can see like all manner of strange gears and wires like actively working inside the face. Mm-hmm. And you can see it very quickly sort of like judder to the ground and collapse. But, so it drops, you know, and does like this. And then it sort of feebly gets back up. Oh boy. Okay. No. There you go. Now be my Okay, so now we are back to blah blah bell. Blah blah bell. Okay. Well, the abbreviation I wrote is BL, so I was like, oh, which one are you again? That's bell, cool. not blah. Um, let's see. I can't shoot at the guy right in front of me without disadvantage, correct? Yep. Yep. I need to tackle him five feet. Um, I mean, there is the option to get out of there, like I suggested. There is. You can disengage. And then run. Or you can try, and if it tries to attack you, I can block it. That's what I was just That's thinking. I can get away from it. By the way, uh, <laughs> the guy on the hooks is still like actively moaning. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was. I just want to let. That's not to. Di- yeah. That's not to direct your actions in any way. I'm just letting you know that yeah, while this is going the on, fuck, am I supposed to run still... away when there's a man actively dying? Yeah. yeah, people do it all the time. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm fair point. Not one of those people, so. All right, I will. Just put him out of this misery. That that thought had crossed my mind (laughs) to turn off the car engine. So I will. I don't know if that would work. I will um, scooch over so I'm leaving range. Are you using your action to to run for a little bit? No, I'm not disengaging. I'm just moving. So so in that case, you're risking an attack from Seth. Uh, Yeah, use my reaction. To block. To 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 redirect. To use my ability to to redirect it to you. Yes. Okay. All right. So it's still going to make that attack. Yes. Um, and still within. But then, yep. you know, I'll also. Because if since you're I'm within. Just moving, five to take an action, right? No, yeah, that's just your move. 23. 23 will hit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you are going to take 10 so. bludgeoning damage. Dang. Just automatically take 10. For, for ease of use, instead of rolling, oh. I'm using a standard. Oh, okay. Mm. Average. Flat average. average for speed because there's so many. Mm. Okay. They are numerous. Well, I will. How far away do I need to shoot before I'm, in disadvantage? I'm not at disadvantage anymore? Uh, you're, you're fine. You're good. As long as there's... No, it's not... Five, five, five feet, feet is bad. Yeah. It's okay. like melee range. But then, other than that, you're good. I will again shoot at number 10. Number 10? Okay. Because you really need to stop getting up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stay down. Nope. Not happening. That's a nine. Mm. That's a miss, unfortunately. At this rate, you think Shot I could miss wide. and hit a different one, but you know. But yeah. then again, you're an archaeologist. I sure like, fucking am. Okay, when all these people kill you, I will leave. <laughs> yeah, you'll be the only survivor. Yep. You'll be you'll be summarily uh, demoted for allowing your team to die. Uh, hey, that was their decision. It was a bad decision. Uh, I mean, the institute the, might argue, yeah. but the, the institution also tells us to get the job done. Unfortunately, that is true. Yep. Uh, that's how that's a valid. I, mean, I suspect the institute doesn't by tell any you means to engage in a fight you can't win. We it don't know kind that of yet. <laughs> I mean, you're severely outnumbered, mm-hmm. and these things get back up when they go down. Yeah, 
I mean, there is still a way to win here. Yes. Tactics. By blowing up the building. Exactly. Yes. Oh, God. Okay, so... Uh, so what you, uh, that's what you're all going to do in your turn, buddy? I mean, you're just going to move? Well, you no, fired on 10? Okay, fired. missed. Uh, okay. I'm going to, like, wave you into that back room. Like, keep shooting, but back up a bit more. Well, I'll keep moving back then. I've got some more room. Okay. This is difficult terrain. I'll just stay there. That's yeah, fine. Just here. Prop up on yeah. the counter. Cool. At least they have to get past okay. the two tanks there. So five. Also, Zoe should be home in a couple minutes. Ten. So I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. Five, ten, fifteen, Okay, so who's this? That's me. Okay, so you're going to take attacks from one and two. You can see one of them has another sort of like heavy piece of tool, and Mm. another one has got what looks like a welding torch. Ooh, goody. Mm. Yeah. So both of them are going to attack you. Did you print this yourself? No. So that is, let's see, 19 to hit. That'll hit. And then a 16 to hit. That just hits. Okay. So you take 10 bludgeoning damage as this tool hits you. And then 10 more fire damage Gotcha. as this welding torch is like actively put in your face, essentially. Toasty. Yeah. Okay. And then you are taking attacks from 1, 2, 3, 4. (laughs) Okay. That is a 12 to hit. Miss. That is an 18 to hit. Ooh, that one will just hit. Okay. And then a 13 to hit. Miss. And finally. And a 24. Okay. So we got two. Yep. So that is, in total, 20 more bludgeoning damage. I am still up at one, but I look like that shocked, like, (laughs) as I would have gone to zero, but I got resilience. Of course. That makes sense. Makes sense. Yep. Okay. Uh, and you can see that the the others here have still maintained both their. Hit point, by the way. Yep, they've still maintained their kind of phalanx-like line mm-hmm. uh, in front of the engine. Um, and uh, now it is uh, Anais' turn. Uh, I imagine both of these doors are like hanging open. Well, this, that was like a that's like a saloon. swinging saloon style door. It's like you know that kind of thing. It's like a bank teller would like that. That is door. that is open still. That oh, you're talking about these two mm-hmm. open, and that one is slightly ajar. Like you know, well, since you were the one to walk out of it, I I'll stop in. Call the Hoffman Institute. I told you to get the fuck out of here. I'll cover you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll take a shot at number one. Okay, you're gonna shoot at number one. Okay. And that is 14. 14 hits. Nice. So that is nine piercing damage. Nine piercing damage. Okay. Okay. Another shot. Again, doesn't seem to react. Takes it in sort of the upper, like, left shoulder area. Okay. Uh, Read. All right. At this point, we are going to 
offhand, just punch number one. Woof. Because monk. <laughs> you're going <laughs> to punch, you're gonna punch <laughs> number one. Yep. Cool. Go ahead. <laughs> Oof. Probably a no on that one. A nine. A nine to hit. No, unfortunately that is a miss. Okay. I'm going to use Step of the Wind, the key ability to disengage. Okay. And then... One, Five, two, ten, fifteen... Three, Three, four, five. Five. Three. Okay. There we go. And just back the hell out of there. Okay. Sounds good. Wagon. I will. I'll do the disengage and five. Yep. Just get out of there. <laughs> oh, man. Cause otherwise I'd, I'd put her back and try to get on the inside of the door. Yeah, but we can drag her. If you go down... By the way, throughout this entire exchange, over the course of these last, mm-hmm. you know, few... this, this period, um, the sort of dull green light that's been emanating from the engine compartment has been intensified. No. All the while with a running engine noise going on. You know, mm. Continuously. Being fired up. Okay, so, so what do you want to do? Is that where I want to stay? <laughs> well, you do have one hit point. You tell me. That will be your last defense. And you, you took your second one early when you got yeah. hit by a Because I could, I could always try... I could always... Technically, you could block the door block. with your dead body. I mean, I that's could block true, yeah. from the from here too. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you could also Five, attempt to close the door. Five. I suppose. Well, I mean, if it doesn't take an action, I'll I'll try to brace against. The if door. you just want to close the door, that I don't think that I would take an action. If you want to like hold the door against people trying to get in, that for instance would be. But yeah, if you just want to close the door, like yeah. So, so um, Wagner barrels back in mm-hmm. and slams the door shut. Okay. I think okay. We need to take out the green light. That'd be good. Tell me you're not going to go back in there. I mean, I mean, these, uh, some might. Okay, Bill. Might be powering these. Back to you these. Again. I mm. better probably mm. isn't because it, it's probably just the power source for the, the car. Are they? We've got greasy windows on the side. Yeah. That's all I need to say, I think. <laughs> you can make a hell of a pattern now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we don't always have to end our sessions by burning things down. But sometimes it's pretty you effective. Know, no, I think the Hoffman group is a little bit more acceptable of that plan. The Hoffman is to do... But judging what you know about the Hoffman Institute, you know that since discretion is like part of the thing that they ask you to sign for, like, since you guys are junior agents, mm-hmm. they're going to be pretty pissed that they're going to have yeah. to pull a whole number of strings to tell you like, oh yeah, well they were seen in the area, but like that was complete happenstance. And the explosion of that thing was I mean, due it's to not a like, you know, like a gas line mm-hmm. or something. It'll be a huge pain in the ass for you. And them. Of course it will be, because then we shouldn't do it. Um... Okay, I do have a 
So just break a gas line. I mean, it's an old gas station, right? There's probably some old fumes in there. I'm sure they didn't suck that. So what we should probably do is GTFO it and takes, call Hoffman it, Institute. It's pretty expensive to, to excavate, you know, a pipe. Uh, Proceed, uh, correct? The, the, the canister. Wow. I mean, I we can have a suggested getting the hell out of here. Yeah, we can have a reasoned discussion in the call, I yeah, think. Let's yeah. Go. Okay, Reed, what do you want to do? I mean, uh, uh, Bell? Uh, it's quite clear that I need to go, so... So you're gonna, you know, ten, fifty, twenty. So you guys are headed back yep. towards the car. Yep. All right. What about? Okay. So you head out. You begin to make your way out. And I'm gonna call the Hoffman Group as soon as we're in the car. Yeah. And back up. Send back up. <laughs> because we also don't know if anyone's called the police. We need to get out within a certain time frame before mm. they show up. Also, I mean, these so, guys like to hit things with cars. So. The lot of you that are still inside this sort of civilian, near this uh, customer area, mm-hmm. you see, like, a very clear, like, it's, it's a pretty simple, like, like wooden door. It's, a, it's reasonably thick, but you can see what looks like it's sort of, like, you know, sort of splintering. Splinter in towards you as if mm-hmm. something is smashed against it from the opposite side. I don't think that they don't know how to use the door. Yep. They're not programmed very well. Head into the van. Well, first, uh, I'm a. What's your. What's your. I'm getting the hell out van. of here. Like, cool. Read. Just the first yep. round. Okay. Wagner? Yeah, I, I can take them around. Okay, so a lot of you rush out in, into the van. Um, okay. We're going to need to change plates. <laughs> Right. Well, we, right so we just need to get out of the area. you guys pile into the SUV, um, and uh, you hear, as soon as you all sort of get in, you all manage to make your way back to the SUV, close the doors and everything like that, you hear what sounds like one big noise, as if, you know, the accelerator's been pressed hard. And you hear what sounds like squealing tires and a sort of a heavy sort of... Sort of expression of like air de- decompression. Or, yeah, mm. um, and a valve opening. A, a matter of seconds later, you hear what sounds like a huge boom coming from the 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 north side of the building over in this general mm-hmm. area. Well, car chase. Yep. <laughs> that sounds like a plan. So, what's your what's your immediate reaction? What do you um, do? Since Belle was supposed to go uh, I imagine she would be in the driver's seat. Nope, because I'm going to Hoffman Institute. Oh, yeah. You drive, you Thank God, time, you're I the one drive. that can drive, and you decided not to drive. Well, you've been driving. I can drive. Time, so. I also have a good deck score on top of it. I have so. a good deck score, but I can only drive military vehicles. There's a distinction. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like the assumption is that you can you can drive decently enough civilian vehicles because military vehicles are based on so right okay. you know some of them are anyway. All right, mm-hmm. so I'll just hit the gas and get out there. Okay, so you hit the gas, you know, peel out. Um, you begin to head back down sort of this this side road back to the main road, and you can see cutting its way across sort of the grass and heading. Towards back towards Chicago proper mm-hmm. is this that same huge 
steam train looking thing um, barreling through at like top speed rushing towards sort of city center Toward, so it's not following we gotta us. follow that you are essentially <laughs> following it at this point okay. right yeah, yeah. I'm calling the Hoffman Institute. Okay. And I guess I'll make a, a turn around or do whatever I have to do to follow it. No, we're already following it. Yeah, um, so you guys are going this way back towards the city, but also the this thing, it looks like as basic what you've seen, like based on the metal debris, has burst through the garage door and is now heading in the same direction that you guys are. Okay. Um, if you can try to get in front of it, I can try to shoot it from the from the trunk area. This is the Institute. Please provide your handler's designation. Passenger. <laughs> Please wait one moment. As I, as I take out my, my gun now, and I'm like resting it on, on the shield as the sandbag. reporting. As you guys are rushing down the street after this. I aim for the tires. I knew I should have recognized this. We went to the secondary location for... Can I just say that I summarize everything that has yeah. happened up to this point? Sure. Good. Yeah. Very quickly, like, talk no about idea the what people's we're waxy figures. We shot one and... Apparently killed it, but there are like all sorts of wires and weird things making up its insides. The weird green light from inside the car. The sacrificed man on top of it bleeding into it. The number of people inside that we couldn't compete with. And the car we're chasing. And now we're being chased by a vehicle or maybe we're chasing it. We're We're chasing it. We're chasing the thing that was powered by by the sacrificed man. (laughs) It's now heading towards the center of the city. Capture OR, failing that, terminate the anomaly immediately, then secure the site. Yep. When you say secure the site, do you still want the site to be there? <laughs> <laughs> if at all possible. Okay. Fair. So what was the first part of it? It was really kind of hard to understand. Capture or, if necessary, terminate Capture. The anomaly. Capture mm-hmm. or terminate the anomaly. I will relay this information to you guys. Hold the fuck that's good. Capture a car. Shoot the wheels out. Man, you, <laughs> Spike lady, you can always talk to the. That is on the list, and I almost bought it. The, yeah. the New Jersey turnpike. <laughs> <laughs> All you have to do is travel to New Jersey. No. Um, have a, that's also a Never get past drink. the toll. Mm-hmm. Too, too much. Okay, so this thing is barreling towards the city at top speed, clearly heading back in the direction of downtown Hopefully Chicago. The aren't so you've stepped on the gas, you're heading towards it. Okay, so right now. Um, why, uh, I may, uh, give me a, uh, a dexterity check with, with your proficiency. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like a tool thing. Cause you have your, your land, your vehicle proficiency, right? Um, yeah, just go ahead and give me a, a, a straight check on that. 15. 15. Okay. So you are able to sort of like um, you've pretty quickly gotten used to sort of the capabilities of this this SUV, so you managed to, you know, push it to the red line and you're rushing toward it. And so you are now actively sort of like bobbing and weaving next to the this steam automobile, right? So you're now like very, you know, over the course of seconds, you're like slightly ahead of it and slightly behind it, and like so you guys are like right on 
on side. All right, can I attempt a pit maneuver? Ooh. Yep. All right, I'm going to take advantage on this one then. Yeah, I'd go for that. Okay. Well worth it. Yeah, see it. It's right down that middle. It's gone forever. That's quite wet. Uh oh. I don't know why I take advantage ever because it's horrible. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is a 13. Okay, so you, like, take the SUV and you attempt that pit maneuver. You sort of turn the steering wheel to the left and try to, like, essentially T bone this thing to get it to spin out. Um, and you strike the side of this vehicle, and it's like, it's like hitting a concrete wall. Yeah. And then, like, so it, it jars your SUV mm-hmm. more than it does the, the airbags. Deploy. The airbags do not deploy. No. Front crumple required most of yeah. the time. You go. You clearly have a side swipe. That's, that's new enough to have the curtain. Yeah, so this thing this thing barely reacts. It's like, you know, it's like punching a tank, essentially, and it continues barreling down. Um, you can Car see that, freight train. you can see that what yeah. looks like in about, so you drove about like, how, how, how long was it? It was like uh, 35, 40 minutes out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 45? 35. Was it 35? From where we started. 35, yeah. So, you realize that in another... Probably now that you're at like high speed, in another like 15 minutes, this thing's gonna be in downtown Chicago. Mm-hmm. That's not good. So, well, I tried to pit it, and it's much tougher than our vehicle. Yeah, the idea is it's a train. We shoot the wheels out and yeah, hope for the best. Yeah, we gotta shoot the wheels. Use its own momentum against it. So if I'm in the good luck with that. Who's yeah, sitting? it's not an easy shot. So who's sitting <laughs> where would be the more important question. Well, I'm in the driver's seat. Yeah, driver's seat, part. I would we're, assume, since you were second there, maybe passengers? Well, she was first there. Hmm. I was, but I would have gotten the passenger seat. That's where I've been sitting all night, so probably, yeah. Okay. I'm, the, I'm in the trunk right now. I would trunk be area. back behind the driver's side, so, so assuming you tried to hit it that way, I'm probably going to be rolling a window down. <laughs> okay, so... Um, probably going to... Shoot over Bell, that. you're first. Yeah. Okay, so the car is on the driver's side of us? It's on the left-hand side, yeah. So okay, the driver's cool. side. Driver's yeah. side. Alright, so it's a big enough car, right? I just hop out of the front seat next to um, Reed and shoot at the tires. Ooh. Sounds good. What now? Cover your ears. Yeah. <laughs> so so in the oh, no, front is... I'm a gunshot right next to your head. I'm going into the back of it. So you're going backwards. Okay, yeah, yeah, so I can be next to Reed and shoot at the Okay, in the, in the back. Yeah, okay, okay. Please don't crash. Is because she's unbuckled. Just a, just a, just a point, of, point of order. Is the, is the back left window open? Yeah, he was rolling it down. Do you want yeah. me to do oh, it? Do you are? Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, as we're fine. approaching, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to have to shoot the tires. Okay, yep. cool. I mean, roll. We push a button. Yeah. You know. The tires look like rubber or... Um, it's clear that they are like, despite the fact that this thing looks like a like a steam train or something, essentially, it has like pretty heavy duty tires, but like they tires like anything else. Get in bed. No. So do I do with disadvantage because we're in a moving car, or um, is it just a regular shot? Well, I don't want disadvantage. Yeah. I'm assuming that because you guys are professionals. Yeah. 
Well, you're not. <laughs> I had to go through the same training everybody else did. Professional right? professor. They didn't train you, though. Okay, cool. It was on-the-job right. experience. Like, the Hoffman Institute doesn't take in people like this. Rather than, like, training so, course. Okay. If they're using original rules for vehicle combat, shooting tires is a simple DC-10, but wheel wells provide three-fourths cover. So you're looking at, effectively, like a DC-16 to hit. Mm-hmm. Rough shot... But possible. Usually, there isn't speed difference in terms of. I shooting, was. I was gonna. That's your call. I, I was gonna label it as like. Not necessarily because you're, it's a moving car, but because if you're actively trying to shoot the tires, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a disadvantage Spe- because that's yeah. like a call. Specific shot. Specific okay. Right? Yeah. okay, that's cool. I mean, take the shot. And also, because it's a cold shot, I mean, it's still an attack. You're still trying to hit this things. Armor class too. So, same thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm not arguing. With so you. go ahead. Go. I, as my reaction, will help you. Congratulations, you have advantage. So, so now it's just regular. Roll. So that's yep. regular. That is the aim at the brown thing. <laughs> Reed says, aim a little bit ahead of where you want to hit. That's uh, an eleven. Eleven. Yeah. The bullet like ricochets off of the side of this thing, built like a tank, and no, no purchase. I need one or two good hits, hopefully. Okay. Is there, uh, is there any one like conducting this train? Maybe. Are you saying like inside the like the the, the, the cockpit, cab. so to speak, the cap? No. Oh, good. <laughs> There's no one there. Is the hood oh, open good. or closed? The hood is by this time it's closed, so we can't see the green light. Okay. You can see it like percolating through. Well, like, yeah, mm-hmm. but there's yeah. not like a. How much will one HP last? <laughs> Let's find out. Read. You're next. Right. Uh, yeah. Steady that shot. Aim for the tires. Okay. Again, it's a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Plus five. Come on. Uh, sixteen. It's a miss. Damn. All right. Again, bullet uh, ricocheting off of the side. Sixteen missed. Shit. All right. Okay. Well, I'm uh, glad they. You decided to call the agency instead of the soldier, so, you know, you're shooting now instead of me. What? (laughs) (laughs) Wagner. Just unload on it. I could always jump on. (laughs) Just unload on it. How about you just shoot it? I got one HP, I can jump on it. Just get in front of it. Do you think you're a, a freaking action star? Shoot it. Yeah. <laughs> you are not Tom Cruise. This is not Mission Impossible. No, I'm not that short. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll open up the trunk and try shoot it from, like... Oh, you're talking about the back and you're yeah. trying to fire Because I've been, yeah. like, sitting in... Are you firing in general or towards the wheels? You shoot this thing enough, it'll stop moving, right? <laughs> Presumably. Presumably. Uh, I'll try for. There's nothing else. There's nothing else inside. So I'll did you repeat that? There's nothing else like inside. So no, there's nothing in the cab. Yeah, yeah. it is empty. Yeah. So I'll just. I'll just shoot at the wheel. Wheels? Cool. Make a roll. Fireworks 
That's only uh, 11. Again, shot in the ricochet. Bouncing off of what's clearly like thick, like, yeah. like almost arm proper armor on the side of this thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Ah, as a bonus action, I I, I, I put on this, this signal jam. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. I can turn it off at any time. But I wonder. Does it do anything? No. This this is powered by Satan. So this thing <laughs> it appears to be is now sort of like it hasn't been like it has DC been sort of like until he can make you know, it do a certain twisting, almost like sort of serpentining. Like it's been sort of like not erratic exactly, but weaving, kind of weaving in its in its charge, evasive maneuvers. You can see it very quickly, like like very clearly veers to the right and attempts to slam into you. Sort of similarly trying to pit maneuver you. I need you to make a dexterity save. Boy. Um, add your... If it's not uh, proficient, I mean, if you don't have proficiency in that save, add your proficiency bonus anyway because you're vehicle. Okay. Ooh, 24. Yeah, so you very easily, like... So you quickly see this and you, like... Switch from the gas to the brakes and just sort of like weave out of the way as it sort of moves in front of you and, and goes back. And you now, you are now on its left hand side. All right. At this point, you've essentially like swapped positions. Okay. Need to roll. And now it's your turn. Down. All right. Yeah. Can I possibly get in front of it? Yes. yes. Um, give me a sort of driving check, right? A vehicles check. Oh. 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 No. Oh god! <laughs> I got emergency blanket. So that, that, that try to sad. try to get in, try to so get it in unfortunately its wheel. most of your energies are now sure. like most of your your concentration and your energies were focused on like making sure your car was like after the sort of quick turns and everything like that um, is now sort of stable and continuing at at speed right so unfortunately you can't quite overtake this vehicle. Anything else? Uh, no, I don't think there's anything else I can do. Bell. I guess we're going to roll down the other window? Hmm. And, side? you know, this is like taping things, you know? <laughs> 2019, you don't roll down a window anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you just hit a button. Some I push the button to still, put the window down. I put the window down. How about that? Because cheaper, you know, just less... Less mechanical. Okay, yeah, let's electronics. let's give it a go and see if I get for those like super cheap models. Are you gonna fire at the wheel yet? Yeah. Well, on the one of the wheels. One of the wheels. Any yeah. of the wheels. Any of the wheels. I'll take any wheel. Okay. If we can get two of them, I will feel good about it. Uh, no. If I wasn't rolling with disadvantage, I got a nat one, so that's Ooh. a two. Excuse me, no, it's a four. That's a that's a wide miss. Yeah. Just the act of like sort of switching to the other side of the car and like trying to steady yourself. Me, yeah. yeah, man, you don't even hit the car. Which is sad because the other one I got was a nineteen. Ooh. Okay, uh, read. All right, we're gonna flip it to semi-auto and try twice. Since we're already at disadvantage, you're already at disadvantage, so yeah, like, yeah it's not gonna get worse. More disadvantage. Fourteen miss. And 
and big no. Eight. Miss. Yep. So quick spray. No go. One of them strikes the, the, the chassis, but the other one Are we in front misses of it now? entirely. No. 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 You guys are on the left-hand side of it, still kind of like trailing, like bobbing back and forth. Yep. Speaking of which, Ragnar, it's your turn. I'll take out an emergency blanket. I'm, going to I'm, try e- to, I'm eager to see what's what's going on. I'm trying on. to like toss it and to get it caught in the wheel. Well, okay, all right. Huh. Okay. So give me a like a ranged attack, <laughs> ranged attack. right? Um, I and will then, help. Uh, so you have advantage. Okay, I was gonna say like yeah. you would be doing disadvantage with this because it's not a traditional yeah. like. You're yeah. throwing a blanket at it's a car improv- at it's speed. Improvised. Yep. Yeah, so it'll be just be a regular roll for you at this point yep. with with uh, Reed's help. Trying to like guide you in where to throw it best. A would I add my proficiency if it's improvised? Probably not. Probably no. just a, probably just a twelve. Okay, so you pretty quickly like you chuck this thing and it like because of the speed and the wind like just. <laughs> it's gone. Yeah, it, did, it never even made contact yeah. with the wheel well in the first place. You gonna try my rope next? I mean, it, it, it might not work as well, but rope and grappling hook would be hilarious right now. <laughs> I don't have a grappling hook. I mean, yeah, if you get a hook, we have a crowbar. Crowbars are makeshift grappling hooks. <laughs> I have a thing where I can improvise. Well, wait, this wait, sounds wait, like a plan. Because I could, I, we could just hang out the window and try to whap it. <laughs> it's gonna be. Are we gonna lasso a car, yes. gentlemen? Not even yes. a lasso, just like with, with it's the It's gonna crowbar. go poorly. But now, I'm aren't you glad you're driving? You're beginning to approach like traffic. Mm-hmm. You yeah, can no, see that you are speeding towards cars. Stopped. In fact, yeah. this vehicle, like this, this, this steam thing, um, like barrels into a sedan uh, coming in front of it and like because of the hopper and everything like that essentially like twists it out and it goes flying glass and turning and shattering and everything like that it is barreling through traffic at an alarming rate you are having to sort of like dodge vehicles at the same time people are like screaming and moving out of the way and pedestrians are it's getting way too visible are are panicking and, and running uh, Baba Ram? Yes, Baba Ram. Uh, uh, I keep forgetting how to pronounce your name. I may. Alright, I'm gonna try to get in front of it again. Okay, we've been there since same old, same old. Okay, that's much better. That's a 19. You do so. Okay, so you now that you've steadied yourself. And you've got a little bit of a sort of a slipstream kind of window through the traffic. Yep. Gun it. And now you are in front of the car. When I say in front, I don't mean directly in front. I mean off to the side in the sort of small path as you're sort of weaving through traffic. Okay, I yell back. I got a really bad idea. Lieutenant, get out of the back. (laughs) I just immediately scramble and cling to a seat. (laughs) I'll just like reach it around to like the seat belt. Oh yeah, it's yeah. like it has a cow catcher. We will go for a ride. <laughs> I don't see you doing anything. Then I we're can... trying something that won't kill us. Just try to. <laughs> well, you got like three seconds to do it. Speaking of which, Bell, it's your turn. 
Okay, let's just fucking see what happens. What are you doing? Shooting the fucking wheels. Well, okay, I just, I just I mean, need I don't to know, know what you're doing. doing. I don't, you know, just Same go for thing. the double tap. Oh, might oh. as well just spray and pray at this point. Okay. Now, sure. now I can do yeah. what Michael did in 300. Oh. <laughs> can you? Can I? I didn't look into because you've been told to get out of the back. Yeah, so you'll be yes, taking two did. shots. Yes, she did. She told no. get out of the back. That's yeah. getting well, it's out. A Fifteen. You're jumping in there. Just reminder. Do you have athletics? I do. No. Okay, 15 good. and 6. Yes. So this thing, in between, like, you're essentially trying to fire on it and not on the cars that it's, like, yeah. barreling through and pushing past. You don't manage to make any purchase with that. Okay. Uh, Reed. Two shots again. Ooh. Uh, 22. 22 hits. All right. Oh, God, I fucking hope so. Otherwise, we might as well just T-bone it and die and get it over with. Uh, 12 damage. Okay. So you fire. Um, you, you've you gotten out of, like, since you're leaning out the window yeah. at this point. You managed to get a shot into the, the front right wheel, mm-hmm. and you see it very quickly. And you can see that it starts like. Um, you can see that the, the the thing's blown. So now it is like going on like broken rubber, and it's still barreling f- towards. But you've got, a you've lot got of momentum. You got one. Mm-hmm. Make it There's a brief sort of rim. wobbling in its um, in its trajectory, but it is it has corrected itself. All right, second shot, five feet away, another tire, hopefully. Okay. Nope. It's like a seven. No way in the hell. Yeah. <laughs> so another fire. <clears throat> Miss. We're halfway there. Wagner. I'll jump over the seat. Get so I'm in the back. With the trunk still open. Mm-hmm. And trying to trying to shoot it. Okay. From the back. Yeah. All right. Are you just again? Are you shooting at the wheels or the car? First one at the wheels, second one at like the hood. Okay, so we'll do the wheels first. Well, they're both they'll both they'll both be called shots, essentially. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, because I I'm also just doing the two. So, blah, blah. so that's uh, thirteen. Miss. Nope. No piercing Six. steel. So as like again, you're trying to sort of like avoid hitting like civilian vehicles that are being. Like, careening off of the front of this thing and like you can see glass shattering and people freaking out and like metal twisting off and everything like that um, you're not able to, to, to hit the thing uh, so um, you can see that very quickly um, from the side of this vehicle there are like you can see that there's sort of channels across it and like sort of metal piping and all manner of like in a kind of a again a sort of a classic forties futuristic train sort of yeah. style. Um, and one of the the side vents you can see like very quickly <laughs> fires out this hot blast of steam in in your direction, mm-hmm. in the direction of the car. I need everybody to make dexterity saves. Danger sense, yay advantage. Eleven. Natural twenty, so twenty-three. Eleven. Twenty-three. 
11. 14. 14. Okay. So everybody except me, who's like at the front of the driver's seat and is able to sort of like avoid the brunt of the task, shall take. Oh, we're both down. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Eight fire damage. Okay. Do I take more appropriately eight stinging damage? You take half. Mm -hmm. Yes. As this blast of heat like barrels into the side of, of your of your vehicle and goes through the open windows and the back trunk and everything like that, blasting incredibly hot hmm. steam in your in your in your direction. I pass out like head on like the center console. Yay! <laughs> Just hanging out a window at this point. Are you also down? Yep. Yeah we were both that one. That's Okay, now it is, yeah, an Easter. All right, we're going to try this. So what I want to do is get right in front of it, slam on the brake so it, like, hits us right in the rear. You, you better hope that you're, like, dead center. Okay. Yeah, because otherwise we're getting deflected. Yeah. I guess I will clutch your body in the center Give me a driving roll. I hope you like your seatbelts also. Mm. Sure Next to the yeah. standard issue driving roll. Okay. Let's see what happens. You, yeah, you moved three seats, so I'm Ooh. hanging out a window, so I don't have a seatbelt. That's right? a fourteen. Okay. And you're in the trunk, so. So you've been trying to. You managed to find a pocket. You maneuver yourself probably, in front of this machine, probably like and you then like the in between. take a breath, yeah. slam on the brakes. It's a three breath You, you know, immediately squeal of rubber and tires. And you managed to strike this thing slightly at an angle. The hopper then sort of like catches underneath the wheels of the back of the SUV, and you manage to sort of like, you essentially, you don't get deflected off the front of the car per se, but instead the SUV is sort of like crumpled up and, and thrown back into the hopper itself. So essentially your SUV is now attached in this sort of like, Offhand side way to the hopper of the vehicle. Would almost be good to so you could theoretically like in the driver's seat as you've taken on. this blow. So you not, could like mm-hmm. to describe exactly what this looks like. You could open the driver's side door and fall out into the hopper. Good. Does that make sense? A slide yeah. on it. That's how close yeah. you are. You're essentially like, um, like impaled on this this hopper. Is it slowing it down at all? Nope. It's not losing any momentum from the blown tire. It took a little bit. Oh, I mean from, from the blown tire? Yeah. No, it's just having, like, sort of control issues. It's being a lot more, its path is a lot more erratic. Okay. So now, um, let's see here. Bell. Well, I need to make sure these guys don't die and get flown, <laughs> flung out of the car. Would be my first priority. Okay. While we're, <laughs> I know, right? What are we supposed to do? Strap you guys in? Oh, by the way, make a dexterity save, please. I know. He's, he's down. Because I went over the seat. Oh, that's right. You yeah. And so are you. Yeah. Right? Okay. Well, I'm, well I'm he's hanging. He's like. You're at a window. Yeah. He's like. You were in the time. back, yeah, basically. I, I, yeah, I went over that. It was probably like so, the bench seat. Due to the, the crash, you saw. You all saw. Uh, uh, the lieutenant, like, basically get chucked out of the back, and he is now like unconscious in the hopper. 
Mm. Oh, so, okay. Even though he was over the back seat? You had gone, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I went over the bench. But he wasn't in any way, like... Oh. Yeah, because I wasn't, yeah. like, seat-belted. Yeah, so... Yeah. This thing. So you basically tumbled out of the back and is now in a hopper. Okay. okay. So so I do, so I, do I still need a deck save, or...? Well, you can't. Well, you would fail it because okay. you're unconscious. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> you will, however, take one death save. Save fail. Because you did take some damage on that. Cool. A little bit, but enough to. to it's not like it's attack, so it's not like it gets out. Of yeah, you just kind of like, yeah. you know, yeah. plumped into the. Okay. So makes sense. The... That is the advantage. Like if somebody fireballs you when you're dead, it's just one. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> so 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 about what do you do? With this new information. Mm. He's on the fucking hopper. He's in there. He's in there. And again, because you guys are sort of like impaled on this thing, you could conceivably like open a passenger side door and, and like reach out and touch him, right? Yeah. I did. To grab him in from that angle, though. I knew it'd get on this. Train. It'd be hard because you're like really dragging this heavy guy inside the vehicle up at an angle towards. At you. this rate, wouldn't mm-hmm. it be easier just to open the car door and shoot one of the fucking remaining tires? It's. It's almost impossible from this current angle okay. um, where you are. Like, maybe Amei could do it, like, by leaning extremely out of the driver's seat and trying to get the front left tire because the front right's already been hit. Or yep. just okay. jump on the train and shoot it from the train. Is also an option. True. I mean, that was my plan, but now I'm on. I'm halfway there. I'm on You're the train. Yeah. You accomplished half of your plan. Yes. You're on the train. My plan was to get on the train. Read back You're on the, the train. Go and secure him in seat. Yeah. With your action, you could absolutely do that. Yeah. I am absolutely going to do that, okay. so you don't die. Okay. So she grabs or if you your die, unconscious body, straps you in, means. like making sure that you're um, not going belt at least. Yeah. Not going anywhere. Yeah. Not going anywhere. Cool. Uh, Reed, I need you to make a death save. Death yep. save. Please roll a 20. Please roll a 1. 4. Oh. Okay, no, no, that's no. a fail. You want me to roll a 1. Because then. Oh, that's, that's, that's a fail. That's, yeah. that's a death. That's true. I don't want anybody to die. I just, <laughs> I just want the stakes to be high. Okay, so Wagner, speaking of which. 13. Okay. 1 success. and 1. Alright, very Close good. Close race. Did you get anything for being tough on death saves? Nope. Okay. Not not at three. Ah, okay. Oh, okay. So. Okay, so. Dig into it. Here's the stick. Mm-hmm. Half of us are dead. Is it? <laughs> no. Half Some of us are dying. 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 There's a difference. <laughs> uh, just for logistics' sake, it's currently midnight. Mm hmm. I have tomorrow off. That's what I was about <laughs> to ask. Like, how is everybody in terms of yeah, tomorrow? Well, Rachel doesn't have to work. I have to get up early, but I don't have to be awake for that, so. Fine. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure that like that kind of helps. Yeah, uh, this may this may or may not like <laughs> take very long. Take very long. Yeah. So this, I don't know. this could be over in a moment. Okay. This could take a little longer. I'm curious to figure out where it goes. Steel Beast. Since it sounds like after. we're yeah. right not at the it end. Too much. Okay, so for the... Um, are you strapped in? Yeah. Still? Yeah. Um, 
I think bathroom or something. Okay. Um, I don't think she was. She's been moving around the car a lot. That's true. So. Yeah. But you're strapped in too, right? I have just been strapped in. Okay. So this thing, the, the, the steam train, you know, continues at its pace. It strikes another vehicle, which then, like, further jams the SUV into sort of the, the edge mm. of the, the, the hopper. Um, I need you to make a dexterity save. Uh-oh. I also need <laughs> Bell to make one as well. This car run me over. It's getting closer to like crushing oh, yeah. you in the hopper. That's a five. A Shut five. down the compactors okay. on D level. <laughs> Seven piercing damage. As you know, the side of the car is essentially like punctured by you know sharp metal, and it manages to sort of drive itself into your leg. Ooh. Not not ruining it, but just sort of like shearing on the back, but you're clearly taking a gash. Okay. Um, but I also need Belle, wherever the hell she is, to make I see. This is why it's not a super. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm assuming that you're in the hopper, you're on the right-hand side, two of you are on the left-hand side, right? I need you to make a deck save. I'll just fill in that failure. <laughs> Um, the the steam engine collided with another car, which cool. hit your SUV and dra- you know drove you further onto like the sharp edge of the hop. Yeah. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay, good. So you managed to sort of like squirm out of the way, as you can see the edges of the hopper sort of like begin to puncture the side of the car Pro- properly, like finally go into sort of the metal itself. Okay. Okay. Break the frame. Uh, like murder mobile. I may. Okay, so here's what I'm trying to do. I want to get out of the car and climb up onto the train mobile and try to get to the controls of it. Okay. Yeah. Train. All right, so that's going to oh, involve. Um, <laughs> I imagine athletics. That's going to involve. An, first of all, it's an athletics check to try to. Or acrobatics. So here's the thing. Are you trying to... First of all, getting out of the car. Are you trying to force the door open, which has recently been sort of like speared a little bit and crunched? Or are you going through the window? Or like, how are you getting out of the car? Well, if the door's crunched, I imagine the window's busted out. At this point, it is... It's not completely busted out, but it's like... Cracked. It's it's a bash away from being. Yes. Alright, so... I guess that would probably be easier than to try to force the door open. Well, you'd have to make a like a pretty sizable athletics check to try to like yeah. wrench the door open. Yeah, but you could, if you're willing to like. That would essentially be like your attack action, essentially, is so you to like bash this window out, right? Yeah. Is that what you want to do? Yeah. Okay. Bash that up. You're you know crawling your way out of this thing. Um, and you manage to sort of get yourself out and along the edge of the hopper, and you want to get towards the cab portion. Mm-hmm. Okay. That needs to be um, athletics or acrobatics, your choice. Okay, so acrobatics is slightly better. Oh, uh, do the disadvantage. <laughs> ah, there it is. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Attempted murder? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's an 11. Okay. So, this thing is again, again, so speeding along, 
you're hearing like the crunch of glass and, and metal and tires and everything like that. And so you jump towards the cab and you find yourself just sort of like you end up going a little short and falling into the hopper as well. So you are you're not where you want it to be, but you're out and inside the hopper. So next time, the next sort of turn, you could conceivably like climb over onto the side and get it. Right. You're like right next to So me. close but no cigar. Right. Uh Bell. So from a seat farther back than uh Ame is. Yep. Um, what are my options here? Well, um, the way that the hopper is... The, the, the door, you'd have to... If you want to get out, the door, you'd have to force it against, like, metal that's sheared through it. Like, it would take a considerable amount of well, strength to do the door it. she just went out? Well, she went out the window. Okay. The, her door was in the same position. Okay. Um, well, my window's also down, so I could... Or the trunk the is trunk still is technically open. open. The trunk was open. It's just that it's facing, like, traffic. the road and traffic. Yeah. Right. If I go through the trunk, can I get a good view of their tires, for instance? You can get a good view of the um, the right rear tire. Yes. Isn't that the one that's already been shot? No, front right was the one that shot. Yeah, you can aim from the back, see right. if you get both on one side. It'll Fucking, let's give it a go. Yeah, yeah. start swaying. Okay. Yeah, favor one side. Are you doing a single shot, or no, we die for the cause? Both shots. Both shots? Both shots? Okay. Yeah. Somebody take a picture. Of that. Was it two twenties? That's yeah. double twenties. Nice. That's nice. another achievement. Damn. Very good. Okay. So that definitely hits. Obviously. <laughs> Does it still do the same kind of damage if you do a spray or not? Same type of same damage. Same kind of thing. Yeah. Well, it's remember it's a crit. So double roll damage. Twice. Well, you don't have to roll damage. Like this is clearly oh, okay. one hit, one time. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to track the individual HP of each tire. Like, that seems... That's... that's a, they have, like, four. That's some group shit. I don't want to deal with that. Well, it would have been... 18. So what's your nice. second shot? You, the first shot, you clearly see that right rear tire again. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else can I... What else can I see to hit? From where your current vantage point? Yeah. I mean, nothing. On this side, you see, like, you know, Tire. blown Engine. tires. The engine? Can I see the engine from here? No, I well, can see no, the right. like, but like the, you can see the, the hood and the cab. Yes, I'll shoot at the hood. I, guess. Uh, I don't want to hit them. The hood is above the hopper. It's hood oh, okay. and a hopper. Great. Okay, them. then I'll shoot at the hood. Unless you really fuck. <laughs> yeah. Which I won't because the two. Was, now you don't have disadvantage if you're just shooting at the hood. Oh, okay. Well, that's well. Funny. To be clear, I rolled a sixteen and seventeen. Are you shooting at a specific place in the hood, or are you just like die, car? <laughs> I was aiming more towards where the green light was. Okay, well in that case, that's just a you're calling okay. a shot. It's yeah. a 19. 19, that hits. Nice. Cool. Okay, very good. 11. Eleven. Okay. The last two songs. Jammers. Alright. So you see a bullet hole form in the the hood and you can see a shaft of green light sort of shoot out and continue to like to, to beam out of the, the the hole in the hood. Okay. Is the car slowing down at all? It's starting to slow down a little bit now, now that it's got sort of both right hand tires. How far into, fountain, into downtown Chicago are we? You've got like you're going to be back at Randolph Street in a matter of like 
two minutes. Five minutes. Yeah. Mm. So it needs to slow down super fast. Okay. Well, I can't do anything else with my turn. Perhaps I'll go up to the driver's seat and see if I can help Ame, Ame somehow. Okay. She's out in the hopper. Uh, Reed. Seven. That's Second not looking That's good. The, nope. I, I tend not to do well on death saves. And yeah. really any. And <laughs> Wagner. <laughs> not a one. Natural twenty. Come on. Yeah. Billy's <laughs> waiting for you, by the way. Okay. Seventeen. You're doing good. success. You are the tough one. I'm. I will either. I'll I, right I, I, I can die. Or. Or, or 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 try for the twenty or save or get that. One single thing. I mean, there's I'd some sh- options. I'd shove some painkillers down you guys' throats, but it still takes a short but rest. It will not work for you. No, it doesn't take short rests. You can't use it until a short rest. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you get you the effect immediately, but you can't just shovel pills in your yeah. mouth to solve the so problem. You could so do- I could shovel some pills yeah. in your mouth. Is what yeah, I'm you could shovel down yes, you could. pills in <laughs> well, his mouth. Well, that's what I'm going to do so you don't die. Of course, I'm also... <laughs> Like, would, it's one of those weird, like, how does that make sense? Here, eat these pills, you'll wake up and be fine. They're aspirin. But, eh, game you mechanics are weird. Like, you know, yeah, you these wouldn't would be less aspirin that could be a little bad. Yeah. I mean, if your blood's already pretty thin from bleeding. But it, it's not like it'll have like enough time in your system to. Yeah, like it, there's some stuff you just have to abstract. Yeah. Oh, I'm just thinking about reality. Yeah. Although aspirin, it does work in a. If you take, like, like four pills for like during a heart attack, that it it helps enough to to save your life. Dang. So like like it it makes it so that. It gives you more time. Okay. Mm. Which, so, when you're dealing with like... Is that 10 minutes? minutes? This thing got a little bit more now. Yes. Wagner has 17. <laughs> the, uh, the steam engine strikes another car as it is actively like on like a proper freeway now and is like heading directly in into the city. You can see that, like you can hear the sounds of like screaming and like bodies hitting the front of this yes. this vehicle like it is mm. it is causing mass city like destruction and pain like, this is a full blown like incident at this point yeah. um, it manages to smack into another um, vehicle and again it begins to sort of like further impale the SUV um, as the only person still in the car I need you to make a death save okay. I believe in you this is built to kill by laser hawk. Do, do you want to maybe reroll that? I don't know how you're doing health wise. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> what was that about? <laughs> I looked down and I was like, oh, right, I have six health. Yeah. Uh, 17. <sighs> okay. So again, you managed to sort of like scamper out of the way as again the edge of the hopper like goes you could practically stand on the time that's coming through the bottom of the the door awesome okay so you uh let's see so next is i'm a so you're in the hopper Mm -hmm. 
So that would be, an, again, an athletics or acrobatics check to try to all get into it. Right. I have a climb speed. Yeah. Does that help? I would say it would give you advantage, but you'd still have to make the check. Okay. It's the wind, so... It's mostly the environment that you're in and the circumstances right now. That so weird hand fights. Uh, gain the benefit from my climb speed, does that mean I have to use athletics? Or can I still use acrobatics? I mean, even rock climb is a little... Uh, I would say both. either one is fine. Whichever one is more suited to that. For your page. Is that double ones? No, no it's not. So that is, is an one? eight. An eight. Okay. So Do I fall off this thing yet? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you rolled an eight. So let's find out. Make a deck save. Now we're all out. Natural one. Oh. <laughs> Incredible. Oh. Incredible. So you sort of scamper up like onto the cab and you like, make your way over to the side trying to get this like semblance of a door open. Slip on one And there's another like juddering of car against car and this thing vibrates the the steam train so hard that you lose your grip and fall into the road Ooh. strike down does um, it run over me it does not but other traffic might so first of all let's have you hitting the road let's see what that does for you you haven't taken a hit yet so you've got a chance I've taken uh, 3d6 okay. that seems fair Ooh. to me yeah doesn't look good Okay, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So nine bludgeoning damage as you strike the the concrete. I still got nine roll. I still got nine hit points. Okay, um, and so now you're on the street as this thing is like barreling past you. Cars are actively heading towards you now. Make a dexterity save at disadvantage. Just mm. try to avoid being hit. Run over, run over essentially. Because you're pro. Oh, that's five. Five. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh, so, no. Three, six. So, cars barrel towards you. Well, I don't think we've ever had anyone run over in our games before. Uh, this is... no, we, have not, we have not had players run over. That's true. Five, ten, I still got my bolts I killed from. 26. I had a player hit by a dune buggy if... in an old D20 modern oh. game. No, <laughs> How much before? I still remember I killed those two below zero before damage outright kills you. Your maximum yeah. HP. Yep. Gotta okay. be negative. Your max. Yeah. If I was at one hit point, it would have killed me. But <laughs> okay. So 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 what are you at? Uh, I'm at negative. Well, what? technically you're at zero because this system doesn't track negative. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, but it was it was close. Yeah. yeah. Another car hitting you. Might spell your so name. next. I, I'd be like at negative seventeen. Yeah. So okay. So we'll we'll say that because of the trauma, I want to say that's an automatic failure. Seems fair. I mean, yeah, it does. But so so, it's you're struck cool. by this thing and like so you're in terrible condition. <laughs> you you need to like scramble on your hands and knees away to like one of the. The sides uh, of the road. Since I'm unconscious, I don't think that's going to happen. Oh, good. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's at zero. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah um, negative 17. Yeah. The upside of this is they can't fire us. We're all dead. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> well, 
We tried our you're best. You're not dead yet. I'm not dead yet. We're just They're dying. Not dead yet. Bell. You're not dead yet. We're on, we're on the doors. I, mean, I could die this turn. <laughs> you saw, um, I mean, Possible for try anyone. to get into the yeah. cab, fall a off. A lot, lot easier for you. Bash against the concrete, roll a couple of feet, and then get hit by a truck. I got so. a 50%... Live fifty percent. You you basically assume that yeah. she's dead. She's dead. Yeah, forty no, percent. Fucking dead. Cool. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Forty-five percent. You can hear who's still conscious. Just one. Just her. me. You can he can hear what sounds like helicopters. Hmm. Well, that's that's good. Okay, I'm just gonna go stand Police in the trunk cars. and shoot the hood. Until it dies, I guess, or I die. Okay, make another. Not sure what the fuck else to do at this point. Godspeed. So... <laughs> God bless America. Sixteen. Sixteen is a miss. Oh, the Independence Day. Yeah. yeah. Nine. Both misses. So you're firing away, sort of fruitlessly at this thing. Um. Okay, I think now is a good time. So let's see. Bill, read. Please mm-hmm. make your save. Yep. Last one. Last one. Oh. Yep. Three straight failures. Like I said, I don't have a Read passes away into that good night. I, I think that's That a, is a failure. Is that, that a failure? Is, oh, no, no. No, that's, I yeah. think that's a save. Ten plus is good. So I'm like just unconscious, just like sitting there, just still, just. But you just peaceful. D four, please. I just want to see how many hours. Three. Three. You'll be out for a while. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> it, it, I'm just like in some chub shop as it's like impounded, and I just like wake up, just like. Ugh. So you're continuing to fire at this thing stopped. from, you know, you're at the trunk side, you're firing at the hood, another blast of steam <laughs> firing out at you. That's um, going to make it, you need to make a deck save, because that's what we did last time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Six. Ooh. Six. Okay, that is a miss. So it could be like a con. Dex. That's a wrap. So 12 fire damage. Damn. Yep. You're dead, dead? No, or, I'm, well, I'm unconscious. unconscious. Okay. I'm at negative six. Okay, so as you are blasted by this steam and you slip away into unconsciousness, Can't roll. Can't roll um, 20. I will spare you the grisly details of <laughs> this steam engine's rampage, rampage through downtown Chicago. Mm-hmm. Because, um... It's just a boiler, man. Well, most of you probably yeah. didn't make it. I mean, you did. <laughs> yep. More likely you're not gonna make it. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in a kind of safe spot. I, I mean, if I'm mm. inside the cage, I'm gonna fall out and also be in like the same position you were. So. <laughs> yeah. So to be clear, I'm kind of like you know stuck <laughs> inside the thing. Sometimes Hoffman Institute cases don't go very well. Unfortunately, <laughs> this was one of them. <laughs> so I give a proud salute to Dr. Bell, uh, Ami Sabuli, Lieutenant Wagner. And Sean Reed. This was like a, an official TPK here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's ever happened before. It has. Everybody died? Yeah. Everybody. Yes. Everybody. Technically, yes. In, in, in Minds of Fendover, we yeah. lost to the, the, the Red Gang. The, we the, sure the, fucking did. That wasn't a... 
It, it wasn't a technicality. But we all did go to zero and we all did fail. And then we ended the session. Okay. Because all right. That was a long time And then we started. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, it's absolutely In the basement. So it, it, really, this is the first legitimate time this is happening. Yeah, this is the one, this is the first one that hasn't been like, can I can very clearly tell you, you're you're dead. dead. You're dead. Instead of trying to turn it around to be like, huh, this is the next step in the campaign. Yeah. Okay, well, congratulations, guys. I don't think there's been another. You failed to stop um, the steam engine from. Rampaging through Chicago and causing lots of death and destruction. Their con- that conductor was strong. At least we got half the wheels. I never once got to use my good AC. No, you're too busy I, running. No, <laughs> I got to use it and I got still still got hit because I got hit by like five people. Yeah. So, do you have any questions about what the hell is going on in this session? Because you're yeah. all dead. So, I mean, yeah. they're they're basically like homunculus. Workers and was there well, kill those it, well, not not like in the official. The, um, so, let me take my guess here. The way you're describing the shots, they had like resistance to piercing damage. They had the gear men, as we call them in the in mm-hmm. the, the scenario, have resistance to piercing, bludgeoning, and slashing damage because ah. they are mostly just like gears and wires right. and stuff like that, and they're designed mm-hmm. to be sort of resilient. Sort of almost like automatons. They have a yeah. they have a kind of intelligence, but they're automatons. Um, I almost took the electric doing work. They also have relentless, mm-hmm. so that's why that initial one when it fell just got right back up again. At but it only HP. had one HP. Yeah. Yep. Um, so those gear men were busy sort of constructing and preparing this steam engine vehicle um, to. Uh, our, oh. To host an avatar of Nyarlathotep. Oh, good. Specifically, an avatar known as the TikTok Man, who is, whose whole thing is to create death and destruction and chaos through unbridled technology. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Were these automatons uh, not of the doctor's like orders? They they probably just like took it under from under him, or? Well, here's here's the story. So, so. The lawyer that we mentioned earlier, Alexander Ashton, um, approached Dr. Harmon, who had his project on an alternate, you know, energy engine had stalled recently, and he was kind of at his wits end. And conveniently, uh, Ashton approached and said, like, I you got know, a solution hey, to your problem. I can give you research assistance and a grant, like... Ooh. Funds. You know, here you the go. Loan that's, that's the way to turn every researcher's head. And of course, Harmon jumped at the opportunity. Yeah, um, who fucking just gives you a Received grant, all like, this stuff. Free money. He was a little unnerved by the waxy faced individuals he was given as research assistants. <laughs> <Okay>. But <laughs> slowly, but like very quickly, um, thoughts and ideas just like flowed out of him. He was like, yes, yes, of course, we can do this and that. But that inspiration was flowing from Neurothotep. Of course. Intent on building a body for its avatar, the TikTok man. So, Gorgeous. the engine was completed. Harmon started building this massive chassis for the thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, he'd gotten more and more uneasy as the experimental automobile was finished because there was something, as he was constructing it and designing it and everything, there was something sinister about it, obviously. He stopped at the workshop late one night, specifically this, this garage area. Um, 
and he found that those waxy-faced, you know, assistants uh, were still working exactly as they had been when he left them earlier that evening. Mm. So they didn't go home. They're doing the same activities. He started surveilling them, and that led him to discover that they worked throughout the night with barely any rest. Mm. Yep. And he saw improvements being added to his automobile that they were, were not of his knowledge, not of his design. Like the man being sacrificed. So he, he freaked Probably. out. He went back to Ashton to try and back out, but Ashton refused, basically saying that his services would soon no longer be required. Yep. <laughs> um, okay. And Dr. Harmon fled Ashton's office, and it's at that point that you okay. saw him... Um, sort of barreled over by what was obviously a gear man in a waiting taxi who was sort of ready waiting to... Waiting for the perfect moment The to perfect strike. moment to strike. Yes. Beautiful. So it kind of seems like uh, stopping the gear man before the car is completed would be a lost cause since maybe oh, I'm way overwhelming. Well, and there are there were ten of them. They're te- they're technically minion class, so they've got like 15 HP. And they also had advantage on their attacks. Because they had teamwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really strong. Yeah. But... Makes the dream work. To be fair, um, they... As I, as I built those monsters, both the steam engine and the gear men, mm-hmm. um, I erred on the side of stronger rather yep. than weaker just because... This, yeah, because I know you guys, and I also know like you're gonna bring like grenades and heavy weapons and stuff like that. And I don't. We've never done yep. D20 modern before, so I was like, well, shit. If they come in here and like With fire explosives. a fucking grenade in there and like wipe them out, like this will be a cakewalk. Yeah. So maybe it's a little too far in the opposite direction. direction. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. if we, because you never know. Yeah. The D20 modern was in. supposed to be a little underpowered for those first levels. There was some uh, optionals for like the armor, but of course none of us wore armor. But of course that yeah, that also good. is like counterbalanced by like the wet the sheer like weaponry that you can have mm-hmm. available. Not not you specifically, but like the system in general. Yeah, right? yeah. You know, you could do a lot more damage. Yeah. Even like with just like rudimentary st- stuff. Standard pistol being two d six, and then you can do it twice. Yeah. Yeah. With disadvantage, but yeah. find the right circumstance, don't worry yeah. about it. Oh, one thing that you didn't get to learn is that when the gearmen uh, do fold to zero hit points properly, they explode. Oh, yeah. nice. Okay. <laughs> Which could have set off a chain reaction that bro- that killed the other ones, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, also and right next to us. might have damaged the engine enough to prevent the, yeah. the start. Basically, you had 1d4 rounds before the steam engine was going to come to life inside the garage. Ooh. And I rolled four, and so we went through it. That was about the time you guys escaped, and of course, the steam engine tore off and uh, began its, it's range destruction. <laughs> so how hard was the steam engine to kill? Steam engine had 300 hit points. Yeah. Oh. It was like a solo, like a boss dude. So, so we couldn't have like tried to like kill it while it was starting up because the key to this would have been like either preventing it from getting out, like trying to stop it before it's alive, right, so to speak. So, if we had like thrown a grenade, like a like a, a frag grenade, 
while it was like that 1d4 turns. If you tossed a grenade in there during that, like, or like seriously damaged the engine, like, it wouldn't have even woken up. Like, it would be too too compromised. So it only had like that 3 hit points when it woke up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Before it, it was just a vehicle, right, which can be destroyed. But at that point, it had received enough of the sacrificial blood and everything like that. It would have come to life proper. And like, then it's like, it's a large construct with an AC of 18 and 300 hit points that moves at 60, you know, like. um, Good fucking luck. And is basically immune to like, sort of like the TikTok, the the gear man, the gearman, immune to almost every sort of condition. Surely on the fact that it's a fucking car. Yeah. You can't blind or deafen or petrify or poison a fucking car, right? Yeah. just putting water in the gas tank. Now it does mention <laughs> that yeah, you know um, it might have difficulty getting out of deep water or a like a narrow deep pit mm-hmm. at that point. Like it's heavy. Yeah, it's heavy, but the likelihood of that like in the suburbs of Chicago is like potholes. Not pretty great. slow. <laughs> potholes. This thing will just still devour potholes. So if I would have gotten cab because I took them for a little bit. Possibly, yeah. You could have tried. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I imagine that's like a fight with it. It would have been thing. like, yeah, really, a, like you'd be battling against this thing to try to yeah, it is convert it to wheel. Um, would have been interesting. Now, I will say that there is something that you missed hmm. that may have helped. Um, in Alexander Ashton's office, if you had confronted him early on, Inside his office, and specifically his desktop computer, there were some research materials that seemed to be copied from an old book, including plans for some kind of strange engine. Um, Some analysis of that would have revealed that several of the parts of the engine shouldn't work as intended. Like, again, like (laughs) scientifically, logically, it shouldn't work. And, uh, like, a particularly high history check could be done. Which... (coughs) I would have been fucking great at. That these yeah. book, these scans of like, you know, book, uh, book pages came from an obscure 1897 German book called The Holle Maschine. Ah. Otherwise known as The Infernal Machines. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that book... That we could have requisitioned. That you could have gotten a hold of in some way. It would have been mm-hmm. a stretch, but in that... In that book are the spells Construct mm. Gear Men, Construct TikTok Men, and Purge Infernal Device. Purge. Uh, which acts as a kind of like dismissal spell for the avatar of Nala Thote. Yeah. Then we wouldn't need it. I feel we could use that as evidence to requisition items from. Now that would have been like, if you could manage to like. Cast that as a kind of a ritual out. If you had a copy of the book and like could do the magic spell, you could have like Shut turned up. that thing off, really, essentially. But again, that's not a one hit. Uh, that's not a that's a hail mary thing, right? Yeah. Because you'd have to find like, has somebody scanned this whole book? Like, does anybody have a copy of it in Chicago? Like, how quickly can we get a hold of it? Mm-hmm. Like, and now. All you're, this other stuff is happening. So. You're on a sat phone call with somebody in Germany. <laughs> also, 
Um, less helpful, but if you would have checked in with the big yellow taxi company, mm -hmm. you would have learned that the taxi that struck Harmon, that was being driven by one of the gear, gear men, was reported as stolen the previous day. You would have met Maxwell Gammon, the driver. He would have claimed he was jumped in an alley by a single man wearing blue overalls with, quote, a weird dummy-looking face. Yep. And apparently he was in a scuffle with it and lost. He got sort of, like, beat the hell out of. He said it was like punching the side of a car. He didn't even flinch. Mm, yep. That would have confirmed our suspicions or further. No okay. Can I have my deal? Oh, this one? Yeah. yeah so. Okay, so happy 4th of July. Thank you for dying. I don't know. Could we have afforded grenades? Probably not. I mean, the flashbangs were pretty cheap, but I imagine the ones that actually do damage are... I'll let you know in a moment. Are expensive. Well, I mean... Before you got... Not even that book. Probably. Uh... Fragmentation grenades cost $900 nope. for, nope. for six of them. Dynamite, 200 <laughs> for 12 sticks. Mm -hmm. so deck cord, 90 yeah. for, for 50 feet of deck cord. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to, yeah, you'd have to get creative. Um, dynamite would probably be the best of those choices, but... Yeah. Plastic explosive, four for 350 Hmm. Safe. So, you know, not impossible, but like it would have eaten mm. into your, oh yeah, your budget. But then you probably need to buy a detonator after that. I think it comes with it. Is the Does idea? Does it come with it? Because I know there was detonators I, that I, you could I, buy. No, I think that you could have to be, buy yeah. a detonator separate. Because they are plastic explosives. They're inert until they have their. Yep. Their they need that high voltage. I think it is, or high amperage. One of those two to set it off. Combat engineers and criminals. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, like just because of the nature of the scenario, mm -hmm. it was very much a like when this thing activates, like no good shit. fucking luck. Yep. You know. So. Could we have like shot the body? I was hoping to just work the tires and hope that would stop. By the thing. time you guys would have gotten in, if you had like no, killed, I'm thinking like yeah. If yeah. you if you'd killed the man who was hanging over the the um, the car that unfortunately would have done anything. He bled it too too much. That's what, yeah. That's what I figured. That was a, that was the human sacrifice that was activating the ritual. It's plus, if the, the blood just spills on the edge. Anyways, yeah, just shooting him adds more blood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I didn't know. So, sometimes if you kill the person, then they don't have their life force. Yeah, it, it depends. What does it need? Mm. The soul, the blood. Yeah. Mm. So I don't mess with magic mumbo. Trying. Hard to tell. It's because he could have been still stuck under there, just as the avatar itself. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it kind of seemed like this was stacked against us because all oh, yeah. we really had and all we could really afford were the standard issue nine mm If we had gotten one of those dudes down and it started blowing up its friends and damaged the car, then we would have been fine. Yeah, so I think within the first round, it helped. Yeah, we were. Out. They were, they sure. Had, but if we'd all focused fire on one of them and gotten that one, because one was oh, at one did, hit though. point. One was at one hit point. If we mm -hmm. the gear man, yeah. If we'd done that, but one more shot. They were, they were clumped here, up. And By the time we that would. That's true. I'm just saying we would have been able to get more leverage if we'd gotten one to blow up and hit some of them. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we had then, then it would have like kind of slippery sloped fire. in our favor. I mean. 
I don't think we could have done it in four rounds. Because maybe we could have took out the front line without killing us all. Mm. Which... <sighs> took both of us out. They, they, they closed in awful fast. I mean, that I mean, if yeah, you want to kill distance. them that way, you have to use ranged, or you die with them. Yeah, or find some way to... Yeah, because it's on death, so you wouldn't be able to attack and then move. But Yeah, you have to use something like a react. Yeah. Got plenty of guns, though. <laughs> Especially if it's like a deck save instead of like a to hit to hit you. On the explosion. Yeah, for the explosion, yeah, I would imagine it'd be a deck save. Mm-hmm. Decks for half. Because some do, uh, mm-hmm. like the shrapnel, which sometimes is hitting AC, but most of it's deck save. 